0: back to Pixels and Pints. I'm Dan. I'm here with Pete. Howdy. Tom. Hello. And we're gonna probably not try and keep this short and sweet like we never do tonight and talk about some beers and some pop culture and some good shows and some bad shows and a very slow news week and talk about some games. So hopefully there's some some interesting shit to talk about games and beers and that because uh, yeah Pete said it's been a bit of a slow news week.
1: I mean, look, we're in week two of 2023, so I'm not surprised that it shut down. Um, so, yes, it was slim pickings. Send Should it we back. St- well, well, do you guys want to start with your beer? I'm off beers again for the next four weeks, which oh, sucks. Yeah, about it. sucks a big bag of dicks. but you get that. that is a fat chode to the
2: mouth. I had a go at...
1: Um, I, I, so it's I'm taking some drugs and I actually had to have a go at a doctor because yeah. most, most of the time doctors, when they say, oh, don't drink while you're taking these antibiotics or whatever, it's because it can reduce the efficacy of the antibiotic and or make you drunk quicker. So when the doctor gave me these drugs, which are not antibiotics, he said, don't drink with them. I just assumed that's what, he, that's what the problem was. But no, they caused kidney damage. Thanks, doc. Yeah, you yeah, might have yeah. called that out a little bit more explicitly than, y- you know... The typical warnings, anyway. Uh, just wing it, wing it like this podcast <laughs> episode. This yes, but I'd prefer to. I'd, pre- I'd prefer to keep my kidney damage um, quota to cons- consumption of alcohol, not not drugs. That's fair. Yeah,
2: I'll anyway. start with a beer.
1: Um, I'm oh, having yeah, a partially exploded beer, uh,
2: so I went to go pick the beers out of the fridge for recording about you know ten minutes ago and found this can leaking through the fridge. So that. Uh, made my decision for me about what I was starting with. Uh, I'm having uh, Goodland Brewing uh, collaboration with Sailor's Grave Brewing. Uh, Good to the Grave. It's a dark rye farmhouse sale, 6%. Um, it is, uh, pours a very nice, murky yeah. brown. You can't really see it in this, but I can, when I hold up to light, it is, it is murky brown, almost... I Fond scum mm. isn't the best term to use, but...
3: <laughs>
2: so what, all I got was, like, bayou water. Oh, yeah, yeah, but in a great way. Um, hmm. The rye comes through fantastically. It's got a nice even spice coming through. Um, uh, you know, farmhouse-y saisons aren't, aren't my forte, um, but I know that Sailor's Grave especially, and I've only just, just really discovered good land brewing, um, they're... But they both do exceptional uh, um, examples of of a farmhouse style. So to see the two of them come together to make one together was you know kind of too hard to pass up. Hmm. Um, the six percent is hidden pretty well. I don't know if half of it leaked out into my fridge when. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so just where the, the alcohol six percent went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> reminds me of one of my uh, my locals I had at the pub once who would never finish the last little bit of his schooner because he was convinced that's where the alcohol was. Um, <laughs> Seriously, uh, every 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 schooner we went to pick up, there was there was like a good solid thumb at the bottom. Was he drinking two years old or something? He was drinking reshes and it was like, oh, why don't you finish your schooner? He's like, oh, that's where all the alcohol is, so I don't get drunk if I, you know, I can have like eight schooners. I was like, okay.
1: Tell your story to the cops. And, <laughs> yeah,
0: and his theory is is this is what he thought, or is it is it was it partially because by the time he got to the bottle on the bottom of a glass of wreckers that it was warm
2: and. Like really harsh. And <laughs> no, crazy. it was literally like oil water separation theory. Yeah. Oh, like, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like literally, that bottom part was just pure alcohol and all, all the hoppy water. All the good stuff. On top. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hoppy water. Um. Uh. They say they also use um, and I really just got this. Uh. They uh, the pink grapefruit dry hops with pink grapefruit. Um. And they also use some pink peppercorn in that. Uh, but it's used uh, sailors' graves. They have an in-house um, saison yeast. It's it's really quite. I, I think it must be the rye coming through, but it's it's not that overly funky farmhouse like smack to the face you get with a lot of mm-hmm. saisons that um that that kind of turned me off that that style of beer. Um, it's it's definitely got a really nice like probably from use of more of those dark malts. It's like a, it's it's this rolling kind of spice undertone. But then you get that really like pithy, um, pink grapefruit um, bitter note at the at the back, which is which is quite refreshing. It's it's surprisingly refreshing. It's 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 good. Um, I'm going to give this a solid four pixels out of pints to uh, yeah, nice. get this season off. Very there nice. <laughs> Handball over to Dan.
0: <laughs> um, I can't read the name of this because it's um... You need glasses.
1: No, I like I can't. That's not going to help.
0: I can't decipher the
1: font. F U B It's forbidden. 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 Is that is that what, it's Is that what it says?
2: Furbies. It's it's Furbies. Who's it by? Uh, Hot, Hot Nation. Nation?
0: Uh,
1: Blackberry and Raspberry Sour. Uh, it's see if you can Forbidden it. Blackberry and Raspberry Sour. But That's an oh, but, It doesn't
0: look like F. No, it doesn't for, for sure. Um, well that's what I'm drinking. <laughs> forbidden blackberry and raspberry sour from from Hop Nation no, that's in the, Victoria. That's what
2: the thing is, it's the that's the forbidden O. You're not meant to ever write with that O. <laughs> <laughs> get a load of the colour
1: nice on color. that.
0: Yeah, mm. is that it's peachy colour? No, no, it's it's like it looks like deep ribena. red. Like yeah, yeah, it, yeah but right. you know what? It actually tastes a little bit like Robina, but it's not black currants, is it? No. Blackberry. No, blackberry. Um, yeah. But just the combination of the blackberry and raspberry does give it that little bit of um, ribrenary character to it. It's got loads of fruit character on it, uh, and they also use organic raspberry. Uh, organic raspberry. Organic, oh, Got it. they're organic. I or, need my metallic or, raspberries. Organic vanilla organic pods. I want my
2: cardboard raspberries. Bring them back, sir. <laughs>
0: <laughs> organic vanilla pods in, uh, in it as well to, to give it some vanilla-y smoothness as well. It's not super tart. It's a kettle sour.
1: I do like a super tart. It's. It does have a light, light did I tart. I think of super it? Ted when you said that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's wrong with me? Ah, uh, we don't have that kind of time, mate. We had five hours last week, so we probably <laughs> do.
0: Pete Pete and the combination of super tart and super super Ted are just like that's just a furry uh, nightmare. No, no, I think I've got one of those like AI art
2: <laughs> bots in my brain now. Like I can picture. <laughs>
1: it, <up. laughs> uh, it might even be the uh, the name of the, the title of the episode. Super Ted.
0: It's yeah. It says it's packed full of um, of ripe. Fruit at the peak of its ripeness, and I mm. get that. As soon as I cracked it open, poured in some glass, I could smell the fruit without even bringing it to my bringing it to my face, my mouth hole. And <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's light tart, a lot of fruit, smooth mm. vanilla on the back end. You get some of that that raspberry seed uh, astringent bitterness uh, right at the end of the palate, but it doesn't take away from anything. It just kind of adds to the
1: the full body a bit of, of sharpness. It. Yeah, nice. Yeah,
0: so. I don't know, uh, three and
1: three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Told you it was I, coming back. Yeah, yeah, you did warn us. <laughs> I don't understand it, but yeah, sure. Cool? Yep. And mine was uh, Victoria freshly yep. ground beans. Yeah, oh, you'd, you're on to coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember the days when I couldn't have a coffee past, say, 5 p.m. or I wouldn't sleep. But I, I found as soon as I started taking um, uh, pre-workout supplements with 320 milligrams of caffeine in it, it's just everything else is just, <laughs> just I don't even feel it. Um, give, me, I, give me an enema through, of that to get me through my day. <laughs> I think there's only like five milligrams of caffeine in coffee. So to get 320 in, in a powder form, anyway.
0: How do you not Let's, end up a
1: shaky mess? You know what? I once made the mistake. I didn't make the mistake. I, I took the pre-workout. Welcome to Pixels and Pines where we discuss Pete's protein intake. <laughs> I'm reviewing supplements. Um, I, I took the pre-workout. Can't review beer, so he's got to review his supplement powder. <laughs> I, um, I took the supplement and usually I, I immediately leave. Like it's the last thing I do before walking to the gym. And, you know, it's a 20-minute walk, so I'm nice and warmed up. I don't have to fuck around on the treadmill. I can just get straight into weights. So I got halfway to the gym and a guy called to come and inspect my car. So, I'm like, oh, I don't want to miss this opportunity, right? So, I literally turned around and walked home and he took it for a test drive. 20 minutes later, I'm seeing at home and my skin is crawling. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, what the fuck's wrong with me? And it's like, oh, because I took the pre and I didn't actually go work out. So, you burn it off when you actually work out. But if you just take it for fun, it's, it's not fun. Yeah. There's, a, there's another chemical in it that's actually designed to make your skin tingle, beta alanine. Um, so, nope. It, nope. it's got, got some weird properties. Pretty common for a pre. you legal to my illegal drugs, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's talk about some news. We interrupt this broadcast with some breaking news
2: from the front. Let's You can start, like, Peter. i well, been looking a lot of through it's... the news while uh, I've got some more bits to add in. I'm gonna Yeah, cool.
1: Cool. After my some news in after my bias is is finished. Um I wanted to I'm making up news so or or kind of just Sorry, smack. It's funny cat. you say after your bias and then you say you're making, making up, up news. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, okay, so this is the Fox
2: News section of the <laughs> podcast. Like
1: <laughs> Yes, make gaming great again. Um <laughs> so just a quick, it's I put it as a recap, but just in terms he does quick- have Foxtel on there, which is yeah, misspelled. Yeah, do anyway. actually. Purposely misspelled. Uh all yeah. the DC and MCU movies slated for 2023. So it's kind of what's coming up this year um ant-man and the wasp quantum is february 17th so what's that a month and a week yeah about five weeks from now uh shazam fury of the gods is march 17 guardians 3 may 5th spider-man across the spider-verse june 2nd jump in at any point if you want uh the flash i'll believe it when i see it but apparently it's out june 16th uh the Marvels Does it have to
2: be though. Does it
1: happen? <laughs> sure, it, I'm sure it doesn't. Uh, no. The Marvels. I'm I'm actually kind of looking forward to July twenty eighth. Uh, what's Blue the Beetle, Marvels? Uh, Miss Marvel and Captain Captain Marvel. Yep, yep. Uh, and uh, at least one other Marvel. <laughs> I'm not sure which. The uh, what's name Tom from um, the one from
2: Quantum? Uh, no, uh, Wonder Vision. Monica Rambo. Uh, the- oh, she's from Captain Marvel. Yeah, but this is her now. As I can't remember her her character's name off the top of my head. How did she Harry get very Monica. Uh, Monica? How did she get? Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> get out! <laughs> <laughs> that
0: is my
1: job. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> none of us are dads. <laughs> you can't have dad jokes. Um, well, how did she get powers? I'm Jasper's dad. How dare you?
2: Uh, when she when she goes through the um, the Wanda. Wonder- um, okay, what a thing! And then she was in uh, one in Multiverse of Madness. You see her alternate universe version.
1: I must rewatch Multiverse of Madness. I was i I didn't enjoy it, and I was being annoyed by somebody while John trying to watch it. Tom is Reed Richards. Yes, <clears throat> that sequence. <laughs> oh, That's some strong, strong pre workout. Yep. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that <clears throat> went down the wrong wrong pipe. Um. Anyway, uh, I do like the fact that Miss Marvel is one of two uh, original mutants being reintroduced into the MCU. So that's kind of they're slowly coming in. They are slowly coming in. Uh, it just took Disney to spend a couple of billion dollars to buy out the studio to get the rights back. But hey, are you also after after the some man?
2: of some of those Fox Studios uh, Marvel. X Men movies, they they needed a little break. To the just, <laughs> yeah, they needed a lie down, yeah. Maybe like a nice weighted blanket, you know, just really calm those <laughs> nerves.
1: Yeah, they've been, um, they've been har- harshly done by. Yeah, uh, Blue Beetle, August eighteen. Yeah, I'm, I'm just reading on the Blue Beetle.
0: I, I I knew they were making one, and when I saw a teaser trailer for it or something, I'm like,
1: yeah, sure. Why? Okay, can't can't be worse than the tick. Oh, actually, I shouldn't say that. If hey. I. That was entertaining. It was. The original
0: Tick was excellent. And apparently, the new season's pretty... Well, the new season, it came out, like, five or six years ago. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: with... Um, That's what I've name? seen. Peter Serafenowich. Peter yeah. Yeah. Oh, have you never watched the, the original live-action one? Ah no. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that, that was great with the... Oh, fuck. I can't. I'll know as soon as I uh, uh, look it up. Um, oh, God. What was his name? Ninety-four. That's that's him. Who's the cast? See, this is how we end up with four hours of content with three yeah, news I articles. I it's know, great. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's it's bugging me. I was talking to somebody about it the other day too, and I couldn't um, I couldn't remember what the dude's name is. And he's in fucking everything. Why
2: can't
0: I? Oh, you keep going. I'll find it.
1: Okay. Uh, so Craven uh, the you Hunter.
2: I'm um, IMDb.com. There, Derek. you to <laughs> use that one?
0: Sorry,
2: IMDb.com. Show you
0: who the actor is. Oh, I'm using Wikipedia. Uh, Peter Warburton, right? Patrick Warburton, <laughs> right? Patrick. Oh, Joe, Joe. Joe from yeah, Joe yeah, from, yeah, family, from family. family Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he was great. He was better than Sarah. I love Sarah Fanawich, but um, I I think the uh, the original guy was better. He just had more. He had more. Patrick was a better, much better
2: voice for the, that yeah. kind of character.
1: Yeah. I haven't seen it, but uh, I can say I did. After giving it shit, I did actually thoroughly enjoy the first season of the remake. The 2016. I think it series. only got
0: one. I don't think it got any more. It was like five, four, six episodes or something.
1: Like no, it got got more than one season. I'm I'll looking do it. At, yeah, it looks okay. like two actually. Two seasons of twelve episodes. Yes, I only saw saw the first one, but it was entertaining. It was kind of PG rated, but still kind of clean fun that mm. makes sense? Uh, yeah, so uh, Craven the Hunter, October 6th, and Aquaman and the Lost Plotline, December 25th. The <laughs> Lost um, Plotline? Well, oh, I mean, another one pick of a those. fucking oh, Batman. Fuck off.
2: What's wrong? Aquaman 2, really? <laughs> <laughs> as
0: long as it's not the trench, the Aquaman spin-off <laughs>
3: that they
0: said they were going to do, yeah. because that would have been incredibly entertaining. I would rather watch that
2: than watch <laughs> fucking gold sparkly scales twelve year old boy with a trident running around blowing shit up. That was that was a horrible fucking movie.
1: The first one. I yeah. I, oh, I fell asleep attempting to rewatch it to try and give it a bit like. I'm a surprised chance. you attempted to rewatch it.
2: <laughs> like, I I it's
1: not worth it. I've tried um, a couple of times to rewatch it and just just
0: haven't gotten anywhere. And I liked his yellow, orange and green suit. I've got to say.
2: Oh, I didn't yeah, mind the, the, the
1: costume. I just yeah. hated everyone else in that show. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I probably would have only- watched it more if he had the hook arm. The hook arm, yeah. yeah, yeah. They yeah. just didn't, yeah. Uh, to be honest, with Jason Mamarin, I would have watched it if he'd been dressed up like Carl Drogo. He's a fucking man of a man. He, he should play Conan. Anyway. um, What? Did he play Conan? Yes. yes. Kind of- yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. say. What an inspired idea I just oh, had. Great. well done. Uh, oh, I should have been drinking. Deserves a round of applause. Thanks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on to brighter futures. Um, Last of Us Season 1. So that comes out on Monday in Australia. i can hardly say that Last of Us is a brighter future. <laughs> <laughs> it's an inspiring future for us yeah. all to get to. Yeah, I guess. Um, comes out on Binge and uh, Foxtel uh, on Monday. And it's a weekly release, mm. so they're not dumping the whole season in one hit. Um, they've released the uh, media embargo, so critics are starting to upload spoiler-free uh, critiques of the the whole season. I did I did see on the PlayStation AU
2: Instagram tonight? There's the launch, like they're doing, like a they booked out one of the cinemas to so okay. can watch the first episode. So yeah, yeah, that's that's, show, that's
1: really cool. Um, but, yeah, apparently it's it's getting really good critical reviews. I did read a full article, I think, from IGN um, mm-hmm. who have basically said it's it stays true to the original content. It does mm-hmm. deviate in places, but in places that are both practical and, like, complementary. So they haven't they, – they didn't – like, they've said that they, they didn't pick up on any missteps. So where they've added new content, it was to make a video game Uh, transform into a TV series properly. There's a bit more background. There's a bit... They have made some changes, some other changes, like they removed the torture scene at the start of uh, the game, which you can easily accept a bit of torture in a video game because that happens. Joel and um, his girlfriend torture the arsehole that double-crosses them at the start of the video game. Uh, They had to take that out for the TV series because obviously you can get away with that in a video game, but watching... The protagonist that you're supposed to sympathize with torture and then execute someone in the first 10 minutes probably wouldn't have gone down very well.
0: Yeah, it's um, all about character development.
1: <laughs> I would support yes. him more. Superman yeah. had to had to kill, had to break someone's neck to learn not to kill. Um, oh, I don't want to revisit that. Uh, and also violence. Violence has an interesting role to play in the series, apparently. It's, it's less on-screen constant violence and more... The social impact across the characters of that violence. So it's apparently it's used quite sparingly. I'm really interested, having read the reviews,
3: Mm, and they did make it clear.
1: They did make it clear at the start this is a spoiler free review, or else I would have wouldn't have bothered reading it. Um, How um, how how much of that is that them covering the entire
2: first season? Season they've seen it all, yeah.
1: Which you've got to. I don't know. Do they say
2: that it go? Does it go to the end of the first game? They didn't didn't say. How far it went? Okay. Yeah. No, they didn't say.
3: So. If yeah,
0: because if
2: you don't murder that fucking pedophile in the cabin <laughs> yeah, in yeah, that show, like fuck that. Spoilers coming nice Oh, the <laughs> no, guy no, that you know.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> the it's guy what, that, ten years
2: old. It's two thousand thirteen. The TV the show. Yeah. yeah.
1: The guy that um set for, where you have to fight yeah. him in the cabin that's on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. That was also the most annoying sequence in that game for me.
0: How much do you want to bet that, like, because the the game's broken up into seasons? No, it's not, Pete. It's the main game. That, oh, fuck. I hope they don't stretch out one season to a season. One, that didn't make sense. Yeah, I know. The game is broken up into, for those who haven't played the game, it's broken up into summer, winter, autumn, spring. I forget what order they go in in the game. Oh, winter's the end. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Winter is the end. Sure. Um, yeah, Tom just no, said
2: it. No, didn't you no. say winter? No, that's just before. That's 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 the second last section because remember, it's the Jurassic okay. is like one of the last things you see. The oh yeah, you're right. Uh, okay. Yeah, when they make yep.
0: it
1: to the FEMA ripoff. Um, okay,
0: so it must be yeah. yeah, spring must be the the end. So mm. I just hope they don't decide to do four seasons for the for the game and separate one season, one TV show season yeah, out yeah, yeah. to yep, yep, a. Yep. Mm. Cycle, uh, a, a, a planetary circle season. <laughs> hmm.
1: Yes, um, I can't believe that you play. Yeah, okay, you play as Ellie, but it's in the main game. I'm, yeah, it's, it's it all got blended together for me towards the end of, of my play. Can I spot? It's ten years old. Yes, it's when I, mean, I yeah, know. It's, it's, for, it,
2: yeah, yeah, you play yeah, you play yeah. as Ellie from when Joel gets injured. Yeah. yeah. Also,
1: if they don't show that, like, I think they will. They better. That was well, like I said, I mean, the, the critical reviews and, and IGN's article is the only one I read in top to tail, mm. but there have been a couple of articles that I've skimmed through and they're all saying yeah. much the same thing. Um, they nail, they hit the nail on the head. It's true to the original. The stuff they've added makes sense. It's not too far of a deviation, but there is original content. Okay. Hey. Cool. Looking I'll forward to back. it. Cool. Uh, YouTube. This is, I mean, this tells you how, how far from the bottom of the barrel I was scraping for news content. Um. But YouTube is important to us, obviously, because we put our stuff up on it. Uh, they have I was watching a lot of YouTube last night. Thing. They've introduced so back in November, they introduced a new set of standards or policies for YouTube gaming, um, that, that specific sub set of YouTube videos. Mm. Um, and they basically they clamp down on swearing and uh-huh. violence. Uh, right. There's some, some specifics in there around t- too much swearing in the first seven or eight seconds of the video will get you flagged. Well, we'd be fucked. Yeah. Um, thankfully, we're not on the, on the gaming section of, of YouTube. Um, yeah. There's also no, no variation in swearing. So there's no light swearing versus bad swearing. Fuck and shit are applied equally. So yeah, if you right. say if you say shit and in the first 7 seconds you'll be demonetized and flagged. You'll also be age restricted. Wow. Um okay, that's fine, but violence. They uh, they changed their policies. YouTube's always had a policy against the depiction of of actual violence or realistic violence, but now they're applying it to video game violence but only to the video game segment of YouTube. Okay. So if you show the video game that has the violence in it, like you're trying to review Red Dead Redemption Two, which I'm playing at the moment, you wouldn't be, yep. you'd get demonetized. So they a, them. Is, it, do you, is it
2: like without a warning?
1: Like no, there's you have no to warnings. That's
2: now that's- I want
0: to see where this comes down to where they draw the line here because that little pink fuck Kirby will eat everything <laughs> and everyone around. Does that get classified as <laughs> violence or is it just does Kirby Kirby get away with it? Mario jumps on top of fucking everybody and squishes them down to a pancake so their life is just fucked and they're crippled. And he, and he takes shrooms, bro. Like, yeah.
1: He's a fucking mad drug-addled he's motherfucker.
0: Getting around eating shrooms and flowers
1: and <laughs> God knows what. Yeah,
0: because he's a sick bro. And slaughtering slaughtering the raccoon to
2: wear its skin. And yeah, like, <laughs> like a boss. <laughs> I'd
1: slaughter a raccoon if it meant I could wear its skin and fly. Okay, Hilarious. David Crockett. Um, so... The the worst part about that change in policy is that they've without bothering to tell anybody, they retrospectively retroactively applied it to all historic videos on YouTube's gaming section. So you have gaming channels who are making still making money from videos that they they put yeah, up yeah. 3 years ago Ooh. suddenly just got delisted. The the they um the videos got How- taken down or they got age restricted and demonetized.
2: Oh, I wonder if because I this this may surprise you, but one of my favorite YouTube channels to watch is a it's outside Xbox. I've never owned an Xbox. My housemates had one, but they do a really really fun series of countdowns this, of like. I love the disclaimer before you. I'm a PlayStation <laughs> boy, right? I'm PlayStation boy. I feel so boy, dirty. Through, through. I do. I do. Um, I'll have to check there cuz they've got this uh this this great playlist which is it's like 700 videos deep and they release them twice weekly and it's like it's always seven things um it's kind of it's kind of like our spotlight's like we 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 pick yeah. like a certain topic so the last one they did was seven unlucky NPCs everyone always kills like so it's an <laughs> NPC that follows you that you just inevitably end up killing um there, like, yeah, that's a cool statement. I like that. They definitely get monetized for that. Like, they, they're big enough that they would. So um, they get, they would have gotten flagged I'll, if there's any swearing. I will swearing? have to go through and see. There's no, any swearing or over good, the line violence
1: in the first in the first sequence? So I think the swearing it's the first seven seconds, first and weekends, violence right. I think it's thirty seconds. They do show clips from games in the first thirty seconds that would contain violence. Yeah, so it depends on. Wow, how, I'll, how I'll have to have a look. Actually, call. yeah. But the big complaint is like the shit that I had to put up with with fucking um, copyright claiming YouTubes. YouTube just stacks the deck. Google stacks the deck against you. So they've just retroactively applied this these new policies, but they haven't bothered telling anybody. So mm. people have literally just woken up one day and half of their YouTube channel with their million subscribers, half of their videos are just suddenly demonetized. So let's be clear what demonetization means. YouTube still makes money by selling advertisement minutes for those videos. It's just they don't send any of that yeah. money to the guy that made yeah. the video.
3: Yeah, so, so we still got to watch bullshit. ads
1: for it. Yes. Yeah. 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 But the the actual creator of the, the content, content doesn't creator get any gets money. nothing. Yeah, 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 fuck them. Anyway, yeah. Uh my last piece of news before we move on to far more interesting and exciting things is uh, the Dungeons and Dragons open gaming license uh, leak, which doesn't tell you anything. So uh, OGL has been around. So D&D. You explained,
0: this, you explained this last episode.
1: You went to it quite depth. I didn't talk about the OGL. I talked about D&D 1. Okay. So the next iter- the next set of rules, but Go the OGL I'm
0: just trying to just trying to save people recaps that they don't need.
1: <laughs> Fair, enough. I'm not recapping. So this is new content that that leaked after we recorded. So OGL 1.1 uh draft leaked. Wizards of the Coast promised a long time ago that they would never change, they would never remove OGL 1.0, which was basically an open gaming license that allows video games, board games, and content writers for D&D campaigns and dungeon crawls and all the rest of it to use some rules from the original D&D game mechanics to apply it to their content. It's an, it's literally like a, a open-source license model for the, the rule set. So right. if you were to take basic premise of, say, kobolds, which are a proprietary creature type in D&D and mm-hmm. you took the d20 um, you know hit and uh, armor class system out of dungeons and dragons then you are relying on the open gaming license 1.0 product that they released the licensing agreement that they released they built that years and years ago like in uh, back in the year 2000 in the lead up to third edition rules and they have always said they even if they update the ogl they will never rem- uh, They will never remove OGL 1.0. So if you've already built your video game around their old license, their new Mm -hmm. license won't remove the rights from the old license. Right. Well, their new license model just got leaked and apart from going from 900 words to 9,000 words and being this massive legal document, it has de-licensed all content that relied on the old licensing agreement. It now relies... It now requires... Anyone writing content for D&D, so you're talking Kobold Press, who are a large business, who make mm. a shitload of expanded content for D&D. Uh, if you make more than 750k in revenue, uh, they will now start charging you royalties. Uh, Wizards of the Coast will now start charging you royalties. Uh, right. you, if you make one cent, you are required to provide annual reporting of revenue back to Wizards of the Coast. He did so mention it- this last time. Maybe I was super drunk, but I don't recall talking about this because <laughs> they had, as far as I know, they hadn't leaked this yeah, license. Because you were you were talking future. about, um, I was talking wrong. about, I was talking about them wanting to make more money out of the digital content. This is now them now making money out of third parties who are supporting their their game system. Um, also gives Wizards of the Coast license to use the content, however and whenever they like. So if I'm if I'm selling a video game like one of Lorient's. Uh, Video games, for example. I mean, they've just done Baldur's Gate 3, which is just released soon. But I guarantee you some of the rules for um, the games that we played. What were the games that we played? Divinity. I guarantee Mm, you Divinity uses some Dungeons & Dragons rules in the core mathematics behind the game. Well, now they've got to pay royalties on revenue, not margin. So that's another problem. You don't pay royalties on revenue because you can make a loss out of your product pretty quickly. Uh, and the last, and, and also they can now, Wizards of the Coast can now sell your content with their badge on it and make money directly off your product because they've got a complete royalty-free licensing rights to it. Uh, the last little tidbit was: if you make a game and release it on a uh, crowdfunding platform that isn't Kickstarter, you will pay twenty-five percent royalty on revenue. If you use Kickstarter, you'll only pay twenty percent. So Ooh, Wizards someone's of the Coast in bed are, with Kickstarter. And Kickstarter have, have come back and said, we had nothing to do with this. We, we didn't this has got nothing to do with us. We are not even a licensee in this product set. So some interesting shit. And very bad for us as both board gamers and video gamers. This, this is them wanting to make more money. Yeah. Damn capitalism. Well, uh, so interestingly, and this did we did. No, I think no, you I asked. Him. <laughs> no, no. Um, I think Dan asked me a question last episode when I was talking about some other D and D sixth edition stuff. Uh, until fifth edition, which is the rules that are out now, Pathfinder was more popular than D and D. Pathfinder is built on the old D and D third edition rules and is now subject to this. So they're just mopping the fucking floor with pretty much all pen and paper role playing games. They'll, they'll get taken
0: to, like, and people will dispute this. And, they own be, the IP. It'll be
1: drawn out for years. Yeah. It will be drawn out, but I can't see anyone winning against it. It's it's their intellectual property. You can't argue with them. Mm. Anyway, that's it for my news. Over to you, Tomo. Excellent.
2: It's Tom time. <laughs> it's Tom Let's time. go. Everyone strap in. We're hitting it hard. All right. Project Leonardo. This is fantastic news. So, PlayStation just announced it. Um, what is it? CES, C C C E S. Yes. You know, consumer electronics tech? Tech. show. CES? Yeah, that's yes. the one. Yep. Sounds good. Um, they have released Project Leonardo, which is a new design, and in there, this is in Sony's words, a highly customizable accessibility controller, which allowing players with disabilities to play more easily, more comfortably, and for longer periods. Um, the best way I can describe this is it looks like two giant D pads with buttons on the outside, um, that you could probably lay on a table. You don't have to actually physically hold the controller. Um, and it's just, it's, it's just a great step forward for game, like gaming industry in general, like making more accessible controllers so that everyone can play. Like that's just a good thing. So this is great news from PlayStation. Um,
1: it's also it, uh, you
2: can you can customize exactly where the buttons are. Like there's like little panels on the outside. Like it does look very customizable.
1: Yeah, um, it's it doesn't lend its the, the product design doesn't lend itself to two dimensional screenshots explaining. No, no, very. No, yeah. It doesn't look intuitive. know, I have to see a video of it. I think to yeah, understand yeah. what the fuck the controller actually is
0: because it um, kind of
1: looks like the old um, joysticks from a Street Fighter Two uh, coin op. Yeah,
0: definitely what it looks like. The mm. first thing that came to mind when I saw it, yeah,
1: yeah. So, but um, you're absolutely right, Tom. It's it's a fucking good move in terms of accessibility. Uh, 100. percent
2: Everyone should be able to play games. It's 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 a it's a right, yeah. not a privilege. Um, <clears throat> uh, to, uh, there was an interview for so Hugh Jackman's obviously said he's coming back for Wolverine versus Deadpool, uh, slash Deadpool three. Um, Saw he some did mention
1: of steroids in that. Yeah, enemies? so he actually
2: got he got interviewed by CNN and they asked him the question. They like, did you ever use steroids when bulking up? Um, his reaction to that was he had the conversation around it, was told about all the side effects, and said, "Nah, fuck that. I'm gonna do it old <laughs> like school." It's, it's literally like he just he he and he talked about his his routine. So he's currently starring on a Broadway show. Um, when he finishes that, he has six months until they start filming. And he's like, the only thing I'm doing in that six months is hanging with the family and training. Um, he's like, he I'm super it. fit at the moment from uh, doing a Broadway show because it's a lot of singing and dancing. And obviously, he comes he's a very fit man. Mm. Um, but yeah, he he basically refused to use steroids because Hugh Jackman is all that is man and which <laughs> we should all aspire to be. Um,
1: it's all 100% real man. Um, yeah. I've seen- He super, may have held Super dehydrated, briefs- man.
2: May have held some briefcases full of concrete just before taking any uh a photo shoot opportunity so that he
1: you know but they all whatever. do that though. They all get a pump of course before they, do, they yeah. do shoots. And yeah and, and in fact if you see um have you guys watched Limitless from Chris Hemsworth? I think you were talking about Not it, Tom. Yeah, I
2: really I would Emma and I would do want to watch it. Yeah, it I is watched it, yet.
1: it is excellent. It's interesting, mm. it's it feels no bullshit. I couldn't tell mm. you if it is no bullshit, but it feels no bullshit. Um and he talks about that as well. And it's really interesting because Chris Hemsworth in it talks about the fact that his muscles are Hollywood muscles. They look big, they look strong, but he, they're not that functional. So yeah. when they ask him to climb a hundred foot rope suspended across the Blue Mountains, he's like, "I don't." He doesn't have the upper body strength to be able to do it without training differently. Yeah. So uh, you yeah, know, Hugh Jackman's done plenty of interviews over the last decade of, of how much he fucking hates bulking up for Wolverine. Um, he complains about the the. Um, oh, they all do. Anyone has to bulk up like that for any sort of movie. The like human that. body's not that.
2: designed to look like that. It's, it's except for our mate Dwayne Johnson. He just <laughs> loves it.
1: Yeah. And hey, well, funnily enough, Chris Hemsworth. More power it, to him. It, Chris Hemsworth is CGI'd for that nude scene in uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. So it's not even him. It's all it's CGI enhanced. He was wearing shorts Funnily. for that sequence. Funnily enough, I do the same thing, Peter. Um, I
2: heard, I heard I CGI enhanced your buttocks. Natalie mm. Portman
1: was CGI'd too. Oh no, she would. She didn't bulk up at all. Well, I shouldn't say that. That's not fair. She was heavily CGI'd throughout that whole movie to add muscular bulk to her upper yeah. frame. None of that was real.
2: Well, they got other things to do. Um, it's 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 us. Heaven we're, forbid we're like, they put everything into doing their job. <laughs> yeah, they're doing other jobs for their job. It's not that they're doing one oh. job at one time. Anyway. I'm so Let's not get into the, the break this. the breakdown <laughs> the breakdown of uh, the, the roles of actors. Anyway, like politically uh, incorrect. Yes, thank you. Um moving right along. Um there's been a lot of stir in the last couple of days around this uh, un, untitled Ubisoft Star Wars game that mm-hmm. is rumored to be coming out soon. Please be Force um, Unleashed 3. Uh, it's, no, it's uh, the way that it's been described in several channels has been, I think, No Man's Sci- Sky that's uh, set across generations of Star Wars lore. Um, it's, so yeah, in it's, ter- No Man's Sky in terms of the way you can travel across the galaxy, um, that aspect of it, not not just you're driving to the center of the universe and then you restart the game or whatever it
1: was. Yeah, it's probably a bad analogy because the other, the other key element of No Man's Sky is it's 100% procedurally generated. So you're either using Star Wars law or you're making shit up on the fly. It kind of can't be both. I think they're more talking about the fact the way the you can traverse seamless the travel, yeah. seamless yeah, travel, from space yes. to planet. Yeah, oh, I wasn't yeah. sorry. I wasn't having a shot at you then. It's just I'm trying to wrap my head around it. it no, it's fair because that is a pretty bad summarization
2: that I just put in the notes. Um, I, I look, I just i I've been so burnt by Star Wars games being announced yeah. recently. I'm um, until this one is. In your has, hands has, has no. I'll I'll even wait till it goes gold. Once I see it's gone <laughs> gold and it's been pressed onto a CD, then I will I will go. Okay, cool, we're on. Yeah. Um, just at least give me a trailer. Like, give me something. Give me something. I, I need. I'm, I'm the teat is dry. I I, I I need. I need to feed. i need well, my Star Wars. It's only why do you think I'm watching weird videos of them dubbing the Clone Wars yeah. <laughs> voice <laughs> actors over? When's Jedi out? It's not.
1: It's not, it's not April, is it? yeah a march, couple of months away. march march
2: and we get Mando yes. in march i know it's coming it's just you know i'm i you know. well hogwarts legacy's April, i've got i've right. got bad batch and i just need more bad batch now I'm back and <laughs> yeah um i'm getting i'm getting my fix i'm getting my fix um and last so, a little bit of news for me um, so tom i bought the skywalker saga lego
0: today and yeah. i bought the i bought the the galactic edition or whatever it was the fully upgraded one and you get all the yeah. bad batch the Bad Batch skins, so I'm going to go into a level where there's four, four players and just switch them all out for the Bad,
2: the bad Batch crew. <laughs> do it. Do it. Yeah, You'll love it. Um, last little thing, uh, Nixie, which is a um, peripheral uh, uh, creator for um, all sorts of um, gaming, gaming consoles, have announced the Nixie Wizard, um, which is literally a Switch controller that is the GameCube controller, one of the greatest controllers of all time. Um, that's completely undisputed. Uh, no one can fight me on it. You're all <laughs> uh,
1: idiots. Isn't it the one that you get... Ho- no, I'm thinking N- 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 N64. Anyway, N64,
2: yeah, looks kind of like an X-Wing um, when you turn yeah. it around. Uh, the GameCube controller was the purple one. That's it's the famous purple one. Um, uh, the cool thing about this, though, is that this one does split, so you can have GameCube controller on the other side of the Switch screen um, for the three other Switch users like me. Um, <laughs> Uh, I haven't played, I haven't turned my Switch on in forever, actually. I need to get back into it. But, um, yeah, it looks it looks cool. It's it's one of those things if I was like, you know what? I've got a bit of extra cash this week. I'm, I'll buy that. Why not? That'd be cool. Um,
1: and that's it. News done. Is it, no more news ever. Is it going to be $11,000 like the new like the customizable PlayStation 1? I did not
2: price. I did not yeah, see okay.
1: price. I can't get over the fact that we're only a few weeks away from PSVR 2. That's yes, February, that isn't it?
2: That, that everyone cares about.
1: PSVR2 yes, release date. Well, I pre-ordered mine, and we talked about that on the podcast. February, February 22nd, yeah. I mean, it's not mm. long. It's not far away. Um, I, obviously- did, I, did, uh, I did find myself the other, the other night watching
2: a gameplay preview of uh, Hogwarts Legacy and getting more
1: excited for it. I made the mistake of exactly the same thing and then pre-ordered it. I already had a pre-ordered. Oh, okay. Um, I, I didn't.
2: They had yeah. They'd had like a half an hour thing that the the, the I extended gameplay for yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, just uh, it's it looks great. Mm. It looks great.
1: And I wanted the dark edition so that you could get access to all the um the the oh, bastard curses, the forbidden curses, straight yeah. up in the uh, arena. So yeah, um, anyway. looking forward to that. That's that is. Well, that's, okay. that's the news. That's
2: a wrap. That's the news. That's Feb sixteen as well. Um, I'm pretty sure um, Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, it is looking fantastic.
1: I had a. Um, I actually had an article up of all the games that are being released uh, this year, but on uh, the first half of this year. But I figured after mentioning sixteen DC and MCU movies, I might not. I might skip the list. Well, yeah, and also the,
2: you know, game game like yeah. It's It's pretty subjective too. It's been been pretty pretty bad with
1: with game releases
2: recently as well. Been getting delayed stuff. So yeah, Yeah, we don't want to jinx anything.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Um, cool. You guys want to talk about your second beers? I'm I'm going
0: to. I'm going to jump in here, Tom, because this is kind of in news as well, but it's actually beer related news. Um, So we got a. New sort of ingredient. Well, I shouldn't say sort of ingredient. We got a new ingredient out of New Zealand that's been used by Garage Project two or three times now in a Pilsner, and I it was lucky enough to for this to pop into the fridge at uh, Quaker Cellars. It's a Hop Nation Garage Project. Sorry, lights are uh, like playing havoc. Uh, okay. Garage Project. Um, What's in the box? Uh, Phantasm. And phantasm is a new ingredient oh, that's I got a phasm- out of New Zealand.
2: I've got the Garage Project phantasm in my fridge. Oh, okay, cool. Do
0: you know about it? Nope. Okay. But so- I just
2: got excited for no
0: reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. Listen to <laughs> no, my no, voice. No. So- <laughs> no, no, no. It's like, because I'd like to, I'd re- that's the Pilsner. I'd really like to try that one too. So it's, what phantasm is, is I'm reading this from an article. So excuse me if I stumble because my English is horrible. Uh the Phantasm is a powder that is made from Marlborough Savillon Blanc grape skins, uh, which in New Zealand in New Zealand uh, like New Zealand hops are rich in thyroid precursors that, that create appealing tropical or citrus uh, aromas in beer. Uh there's another article that can go on. So it's a powder that's made from Save Blanc grape skins that mm-hmm. have the same uh oil, thyroid, th- thyroid, T-H-F-I-L. There you go. Told you my English was terrible. I was say thyroid. I'm like, yeah. Does,
1: does it affect your organs?
0: This this is what I do is I take a few letters in something and it rearranges in my brain to a word I know. You literally uh, say just say my described dyslexia. Drinking,
1: my mom's been drinking uh, New
2: Zealand uh, marlborough saint for years um, and she doesn't have a thyroid and it hasn't Ooh. grown back yet. So <laughs> it hasn't been going back it's yet. It's not working.
1: <laughs> uh, she hasn't been exposed to enough gamma radiation, Tom. Everyone <laughs> knows that's what you need. Put her in the
3: pool. Put <laughs> her in the pool. <laughs> uh,
0: so it's actually going to be really hard for me to gauge this against what the flavor should be because it's unlike hop and malt and everything that we've been drinking for mm. decades now, uh, that it's this is, this is something new. So I'm going to have to have a few that are going to be in different oh, they're, styles. They're definitely,
2: you're going to see all those to, breweries in, in the area just kind of like, they're going to start producing phantasm beers. It's-
0: oh, yeah, 100%. Mountain Culture will be the next ones. Um, So it's really, actually, it's got quite a bit more of a, a resiny pine character to it than I probably should read what fucking hops are in it in the first place, shouldn't I? To actually know what I'm talking about. Um, Well, that would be why. Okay, it's got that... Um, that uh, it definitely has that diesel y New Zealand character to it. It's got much awake in it. It's got Citra. So we're getting mm-hmm. um, Citra Incognito, which is a, a hop oil from a different company. Uh, Citra Cryo, which is a condensed version of the Citra malt itself. It's got Nelson. Okay, that's where we're getting diesel, the <laughs> New Zealand, New Zealand Dylan y character from. Uh, and Vic Secret, where we're getting some of that citrusy, uh, some of that resiny pine character from. So it's actually got some like really big hitting hops in there as well, which I guess is why it's got such a big, big hop content to it as well the The aromas are really sharp, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know whether that's because of the phantasm that's in it or whether they've just thrown a whole bunch of hop car- hop in there, so it's it's really coming through quite
2: prominent.:
1: It's good that they've made a good beer and it they've was added in November,
2: so. I was just thinking because I I actually realized I don't have the Phantasm Pilsner in my fridge. I have another Phantasm beer that I picked up yesterday, but I've had the Phantasm Pilsner. I think I sent it to you guys, so I'm just going to check the chat. Maybe you did, yeah. I think I sent it to you, and I was fucking raving about it. Because I think it was just after we just had a bunch of Pilsners. I'll, I'll see if I actually I, did, but I, I- You may have actually, yeah. I did just check my untapped, and this is why I still use untapped because I try so yeah. many beers, yeah. I forget them all. Um, and I said in the same thing. It was like super like um, I, I can tell you exactly what I wrote. It was, it was a four and a half, uh, but it was the passion fruit and guava in a Pilsner that really came through. Okay. it was like and the aroma was next level it was so like it was almost it was too rich for the beer from what you expected to get that's kind yeah. of what this is as well
0: it's it's yeah. a really strong hop character and it, don't get me wrong it's it's beautiful it's a wonderful beer but yeah. it's it's not it once again, I don't, I can't put my finger on it. This is why I need to try some more beers with the with the Phantasm in it to see if they've got a common denominator across them. So it could be just that they've used a whole bunch of really strong hop content, like
2: high I, I oil content. I just found the message around when I sent it to you guys, and all I wrote was, "Also grab this if you see it. It's very good."
1: Clearly, <laughs> I had had a few beers <laughs> already. It's it's good that that Hop Nation and Garage Project have. Have added a bunch of other components that made a good beer. But really to wrap your brain as brewers and as people in the industry around Phantasm, you kinda need it to be isolated. You you kinda need a a base beer before and after. Um, so that you can separate out Smash what Smash Phantasm. Doing. There you go,
2: Dan. That's your next beer. Smash it's Phantasm. Phantasm.
1: Uh I'm, I'm in the middle of getting my uh, organic chemistry degree in the background while you guys are talking about oh, it. So, you're looking up thiol precursors. Yeah, well, so, so I haven't found anything on the precursors, but thiol's um, a class of organic c- chemical compounds. This will make sense mostly to you, Dan, because of your degree, I would, I would presume. Oh, no, my I, dad's going to be fucking loving this. Uh, <laughs> so, it's a class of organic chemical compounds similar to the alcohols and phenols, but containing a sulfur atom in place of the oxygen atom. Uh, they're, they're among the odorous principles in the sense of skunks and freshly chopped onions, uh, petroleum and natural gas um, because of the dis- disagreeable odors. They interfere with catalysts used in refining processes and produce sulfur dioxide upon combustion. So it's the stinky stuff. I, I, that I would probably explain that. why the aroma is so powerful compared to
2: what you expect for the beer. Yeah, and it's it's really dominant hop characters.
0: It's it's quite it's quite uh, how do I describe it? It's
3: and Use when you say down, yeah right?
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really funny, Pete. You say that um, it's similar to the the alcohol side of it because it's really when you're drinking those non-alcoholic beers, you're not getting the ethanol reacting with the, the hop oils and uh everything in there to give that that rounded, pungent hop mm. flavor and aroma. Mm. As where this 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 feels like now the dramatic opposite of those non-alcoholics that are probably putting a lot of hop in there to try and get a little bit of hop character. <laughs> yeah. There feels like is, now they're getting a lot of hop character. So supercharging it. that's exactly it. And it's I think it's so pleasant because it, I mean they're hops. It I've had hundreds of times already, but it's presenting in a different way. It's not just like it's a different blend or a different scale of how much they've used in in conjunction with each other. It is. It does actually feels like something a little different. Mm. So this it's is intre- why I'll be very interested to get some more with this phantasm in them and just see. It'd be really interesting to get them side by side, so I might have to do a little bit of online shopping tomorrow.
1: Well, apparently thiols are also responsible for uh, the aroma. So thiols are a family of sulfur-containing aroma compounds naturally found in hops, either is yeah. free aroma-active volatiles or is non-aroma-active non-volatile precursors. So, but they mm. only represent one percent of the total hop oil composition. So I would only I can only assume that using these from Sav Blanc grape skins is designed to kind of complement and increase the percentage, yeah. the overall percentage of thiols in beer because it would already be in beer. Mm, They're yeah, the sul- yeah, yeah, yeah. sulfonates or whatever the word is. Anyway, yeah. sulfates, that's the word, uh, in beer. Yeah, anyway, interesting.
0: Cool. It is. It is interesting. It is very interesting. And it will be very interesting to see who picks this up and uses it ongoing. And mm. whether now they've introduced it, whether they can... I guess the New Zealand, the grape skins is a byproduct and it's dis- disregarded, it's turned into other things. So I'm, I'm assuming there's there'll be no shortage of New Zealand Saint Blanc grape skins, seems they're the biggest producer of Saint Blanc in the world, yeah. uh, to actually uh, get it out there to the beer industry for everybody that wants to use it. I will it's, be using this now having
1: tried one. It's just another example of the... the ongoing like chase to just get more hop flavour into beer. Because to me it's it's just another step in the cryo um mm. you know, cause cryo was designed to get more of that, that hop
0: yeah, I mean, character definitely, into beer. Def- definitely cryo is. So anybody that those those for uh, those playing at and home, Max, cryo and lupamax are two, two Max. similar things <laughs> done in slightly different ways. So uh, you're pushing my memory on this one, but it's something about uh, freezing the hop with liquid nitrogen to remove the unnecessary water content and things like that to distill it down. Um, so they're basically freezing it and shattering it and taking the taking the oils and the impurities separate mm. um, and doubling down on the hop oils and flavour and aroma and all that, um, which has done, been done previously in things like, T45 pellets, which are removing, um, it's, it's 45% of um, uh, original organic material. Most of us use T90s. Very, very few people, I don't even really think they make T45s anymore. Most of us use T90s, which are 90% of the original organic material. And then cryo and lupamax, like you say, it was that jump now to create a more condensed uh, version of certain hops.
1: Not all hops get a cryo. Amarillo, Cascade, cryo. and Citra are, are the ones they're chasing, apparently. Yeah, and so the big th- ones. The lupulin is the oil inside the, Lupin, the hop yeah. That, yeah. So, that they wanted. Yeah, so
0: the lupulin the gland is basically the pollen. When you get a hop cone and you peel it apart, it's got its, it's, got its leaves, like a little, little mini, mini pine cone you can peel the leaves away and right at the bottom of the the leaf is the lupulin gland and it's it's it completely visible if you peel a mm. if you peel a hop cone apart it's uh, just yellow pollen powder basically yeah mm. uh, yeah so that's that's what they're doing they they're condensing that down but the, the difference there is they're making a 50% stronger hop in aroma and flavor but they're charging you double the amount of price for it so now this will be interesting to see if this phantasm comes in and we're able to get a higher hop flavor aroma profile from less hops, bringing cost of production down. So you're using Cryo and Lupamax loop, uh, and you, you're not saving yourself
1: any money. You're not, you're not changing how you're doing mm. things at all. Well, interestingly, so you talked about T90 as the kind of a standard hop Um, T-90 literally – I am reading this, so this is not Hmm. my knowledge. I'm not claiming that it is. It literally means that 90% of of the hop hop pellet is green matter by weight and 10% is the lupulin. So Cryo and Lupamax are just changing that ratio to increase the amount of lupulin in the pellet. Yeah. And now you're talking about Phantasm as an alternate way of getting hop characters or hop characteristics without – Supercharging lupulin as an oil, mm, and
0: using using a byproduct from a completely separate industry to enhance the product that's coming out of our industry. It it's interesting. Which is cool. It's it's very interesting, and I mean it's it just goes to show like the 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 advancements we're still making in brewing, and how little I mean not how little we know, but the things the ground that we still have to cover. Mm. In the future, it's it's uh, it's interesting. These little things give me a little nerdy happiness.
1: <laughs> Except for me, because I really I'm so sick of overexpressed hop characters in my beers. Um, so it doesn't <clears throat> help me. I mean, it gives them more tools. What right? aren't you sick of, Pete? To be let's be completely frank. I'm not sick of Assassin's Creed games. I don't think four in 2023 it's is tough. <laughs> <laughs> so I I I. Don't disagree with you there, Pete. Um,
0: It's not what the main market says, but I don't Mm. disagree with Mm -hmm. you because we've had this conversation before
1: about. But we also push the boundaries. So uh, if anyone's palate's going to get fatigued, it's going to be ours before the general population of craft beer. Which is
0: very interesting that Garage Project, one of the best breweries, or I would quite out there say the best brewery in the Southern Hemisphere, Mm. chose to make a pilsner out of this
1: first up. (laughs) Yeah. Which isn't exactly a style deriving all of its characteristics from the hops. Yeah. So it's- No, it's because the brewers probably got
2: got given choice of what they wanted to make and they went, I want a fucking (laughs) (laughs) Pilsner. Fuck it, bro. I wanted a (laughs) Pilsner. Yeah. (laughs) Choice. That's what they love to drink after they finished a long (laughs) shift up on the brew deck. Yeah. 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 Because it's the most refreshing. Yeah.
1: Mm. Mm. Interesting. Yep. I had to interject that there. No, that was really interesting beer information. And, and we I've have been a- three, three quarters of my four. Uh,
0: I'd, I'd happily give this a, a four and three quarters. <laughs>
1: okay. Oh, uh, you dopey bugger. Um, Tom? Well, that's a hard act to follow. Um, <laughs>
2: I'm also we have been accused of, of
1: glossing over beer information, so I think that was
2: that was good. No no, 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 that was that was that's. It's always it's always nice for me to just sit back and watch Dan wax lyrical about brewing techniques. Um, it you know it it's uh, it's what I get up for every day. Um, <laughs> gets me, yep, gets me excited. Uh, I'm having just a hazy pail. You know what? Fuck it. Um, <laughs> I like a hazy pail. I think they're great. Uh, this is by Yuli's. You guys keep
1: talking. I'll be right back.
2: Okay. Um, this is Yulies, the Robin hazy pail. Uh, I haven't had that I, one. Uh, I think you did have it, but it was, it's been sitting in the fridge for a while and I just couldn't resist it anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm sure what you didn't do, though, Dan, and while Pete's fucked off, I'm going to do this. Uh, is read the poem on the back. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a moved reading for the audience. If you want to just like, take a siesta while I do I'll, this. Uh, I'll just put myself on mute. So There we go. All right. Uh, welcome, audience. This is Tom's uh, moved readings of beer can labels. Uh, it's a new segment we're bringing into Pixels and Pints just for this episode only. Robin slides on past the bar and winks a lazy eye, then nods and smiles and laughs away the drivel of a fly. There is a scent upon the air. There ain't the friar's breath a scent that brings back memories from when Rob dealt in death. John bristles in a corner when he notes his old friend's hackles. He slugs his beer and shuffles forth, an old dog off to battle. Some toffee boys from up the way have been a little smarmy. A local lad had told them what, and now the argy-bargy. Push, then shove, now fists are thrown as Rob enters the fray. John just behind with sleeves rolled up, his huge mitts on display. Will laid down his winning hand to watch and have a giggle. Them toffee boys had no idea just where they chose to niggle. The pounding silence echoed through the merry little tavern, punctured by the grunt and thud as Rob imbues some manners. When the dust has settled and the good guys have rebelled, Rob and his perennial friends dive deep into an ale. Now, that tells you diddly
1: squat about what I'm drinking. <laughs> but um, it is a better story than our next topic, which is Witcher Blood Origin. Uh, yes. So, <laughs> this is just- its, it's a- <laughs> It was more plot.
2: It was more plot. Um, this is a collaboration with the Robin Hood Hotel in the eastern suburbs, um, which I used to actually live quite close to and used to frequent uh, all the time. So it's cool to see them doing a collab with Yulees. Um They have just gone for a fruity, hoppy. Um, it's it's a quintessential hazy pale. It's 5.1% from memory. Yep. Uh, These Nelson 7 Eclipse, Idaho 7 and Azaka as the hops, and they've got a pretty... Uh, light uh, Gladfield malt um, base, some light lager, big O malted oats, and some chip malt. And it is, it is beautiful. It is what I would be happily sitting in the Robin Hood beer garden on a warm summer's day uh, in enjoying. It is, it is, is quintessential summer hazy pale. It's not overly hop in your face. There's no burn from the hops. It's got that nice oat coming through as the as the base. Um And yeah, I'm giving this a solid, solid four out of five. But um, I'll have to yes, keep my eye is, open is, for
1: it because I, I, I like Yuli's brews, beers typically. Yeah. Um, and what you just described is exactly the kind of you said it's a hazy pale. It's not a niper. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No. And that,
1: and that, yeah. and that's that's one thing I try and avoid with Nipahs is that hot burn. Um. Where it's just too juicy. So that absolutely sounds good. none of it. Absolutely none yeah, of it. It cool. is.
2: You know the hops are there, but then they're not. They're not ruining. They're not. They're burning the back of your throat or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Like um, and like yeah, a, you get a, a little car on the back so that's fun. Yeah.
0: The the the. I mean, they've always put palms on the back of their the back of their cans, and yep. most of their well, actually I shouldn't say most of all of their beers, as far as I know, are named after people they know. Or are well, they're char- of, they're the characters, yeah, they're
1: the dogs, yeah, hmm. yeah. Didn't they do the dogs, the dogs. No,
0: that was Moon. No, dog. that was Moon Dog. Oh, sorry. So yeah, I mean, even down to the, they did a. Uh, God, I forget what type of beer it was. I think it was a pale ale, and it was called Matt Steel. And Matt's our Matt is our steel guy. He's the steel guy for <laughs> a lot of breweries in the industry. He's is. Uh, I won't throw his last name out there, but he's the steel guy for the a lot of the lot of brew. Oh, wasn't that
2: the California Common?
0: Uh it might have been. It was a few years ago now, so I can't yeah. remember what I that remember the I remember was. the steel Ale. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And it was because they said to Matt, what do you like to drink? What do you want us to brew? And they did that and then they named it they named
1: it Matt Steel mm. with a little cartoon image of Matt <laughs> on
0: the front of it. And
1: so, so when they- you say he's the steel guy, you, you talk you mean he's a fitter and turner, not that yeah, he yeah. steel stuff. Got it. No, yeah, he's no, not the guy d- that d- can get d- anything d- off the back of a truck. D- d-
0: double, double E, <laughs> double E.
1: Yeah.
0: He does all the welding and fitting and everything yeah, for okay. a lot of the breweries. And, I mean, I used to, I, I, I'm a good friend of his. Uh, he welded up the dome of my Mandalorian helmet for me. Yeah, so, right. Okay. <laughs> it's, he's, uh, he's a good guy. and I mean, Yuli's used him for years and that too. So, it's uh, I, I would have to find out who they've made that beer for. Um, That's cool. Myself, well, it's, it's, like, the, it's the Robin
2: for the Robin Hood Hotel.
0: Oh, okay. I thought it might have been someone from the Robin Hood <clears> Hotel, but yeah, maybe it's a... Maybe that no, one's no, a, no. a mythical
2: character that they've- uh, Yeah, they're talking about Robin Hood. Like, yeah. like it's, it's Friar Tuck and Little John. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, yeah. I hadn't actually read it before. I just read it then. And it's just like, as I'm reading through it, I'm like, oh, okay. This is just a Robin Hood story for the Robin Hood Hotel. That makes <laughs> a lot of sense. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll have to ask the guys who writes the poems, because it used to be halves. That used to write them all. So. Well, halves lives near the Robin Hood. Oh, I'm pretty okay. sure so it's he's his probably local. still, it yeah. probably still was him that wrote it. Then, yeah, I'll have to ask him. Yeah, they're they they're 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 very clever at what they do over there. Um, yeah That's that's my beer. It was no Matt Steele Railway Ale, American Pale Ale. I, I knew it was an ale of some sort. So yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, well, I'm just going to sit back and let you guys uh, rip into Blood Origin because uh, that's funny for me.
1: I've already witnessed it once, so maybe I'll just you
2: know, <laughs> have, I might have a nap.
1: I've what, had a big day. What, what, what did you think, Tom? Did you enjoy it? Did you give it four out of five stars or something? No, I never said that. I, I, I well, why I, would you take a back seat for the conversation?
2: Because uh, you guys are funnier when you go on your big rants about these kind of things. It um, is more fun <laughs> to listen to someone
1: rant than compliment, right? Just generally speaking. <laughs>
2: Uh, I don't know it depends uh i I said I, I think my little quick summary of it was uh it's one of the worst written shows I think we've ever had the displeasure of watching from a especially from a a fandom point of view. um it but really, pretty much summarizes i i i still I still firmly believe that the guy who was the lead writer on this who had written for the Witcher. Um, I still feel like he definitely played Witcher 3 and then skimmed the spark notes for the Witcher lore. Um, but he
1: missed the point. If, he, if you're right, and I'm not saying that you I'm, are. I'm, are I, don't
2: know, I have no way to back that up in the sense that it was just a lot of the things, the, the characters he focused on are focal points in Witcher 3. and let's The ones honest, that like, they
1: haven't already killed in the fucking primary sequence.
2: But that's the thing. It's like my- and that comes from also from from my knowledge of the, the series primarily. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think it was that funny, but I'll take it. <laughs> I just I just I've got the cast listing up on my second
0: screen, and I just saw Dylan Moran's character name.
2: <laughs> right. Was Ooth, it two, something Ooth, two balls? No, Uthrock One Nut.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's how much attention I was paying
2: during the show.
1: Yeah. yeah, he made that He made that comment in the- uh, uh, And then he was like, I still have
2: my two big plums. Yeah, he was, he was going over <laughs> <at> his testicles. <laughs> okay, uh, sorry. i no, was on mute. <laughs> <there was one laughs> and Dan's gone. Uh, it was just, yeah, like the focus on um, on Avalok, especially on Eridan for the Wild Hunt, it's just like that's where it felt like he'd only- because it's kind of where my knowledge is really, besides hmm. watching The Witcher show, and I haven't had a chance to sit down and read the books yet or go like I've- Ended up on Wikipedia. Um, you know, and got <laughs> lost down a rabbit hole every Fucking now and then. You know, that happens. Wikipedia. The
1: they've got some creative names for some Wikipedia. Look, if they've they?
2: got Wikipedia, I guarantee yeah, yeah. you Wikipedia is there. <laughs> yeah, um, I totally agree. But uh yeah, I found a lot of those, the characters they were focusing focusing on, and especially the way they were focusing on um the use of Eridan and Avalok to like, it just felt like it was the goals they were in for witcher 3 in that story for which is the one i've played the most mm. or experienced the most um that's where that that whole thing came from the, the the use of those characters but um i i yeah as i said i i liked some of the 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 fight choreography i thought it was really cool you could definitely tell that michelle Yeoh had an influence in that fucking loved fuel's coat i want that coat that is a great it was nice that day. was a great coat um uh, and then Costume. I, I, I like these i thought henry, like lenny henry it was really cool to see him as a villainous character after like he's essentially yeah. disappeared for 20 years and now just yeah. just come back um but after seeing him as as the 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 proto hobbit and you know the quite wholesome <laughs> little um woodland creature and now you see him as the the, the bad elf mage it was kind of like oh yeah that was fun but yeah um he's been in plenty or- of stuff by the way he
1: didn't disappear he was in I, I you- said what I said. I said what I sure. said. He okay. disappeared. He
2: disappeared. Um, <laughs> like I'm not Mark Hamill
1: disappeared him. <laughs> after the Star
0: Wars
2: all the way to the Joker. Just disappeared. <laughs> yeah, just disappeared. Yeah. He didn't come back until he did the animated Dragon Boys. Um, yeah, yeah. It was just yeah, more more plot holes than a block of Swiss cheese. And um,
1: there, there was just, no plot. It wasn't plot holes. It was those are more like too the bumps many no, of plot. It was too many. It was too many half plots
2: squashed into four episodes if they if they and this is a big if a big if if they had written it right that really should have been spread out across eight to ten episodes it's trying to ironically trying to smash everything they wanted into four i know it was meant to be six but it's like trying to smash it into four that like they did like that first episode was easily divisible by two the second and third should have been three episodes each because of every single little Plot line they were trying to cover that's the, that's the one thing em and I turned to each other and said it was just like it's too rushed, but then it's also written like it, I think I think they may have actually gotten the 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 monkeys typewriter's Charles Dickens scenario and just gone go nuts like
1: yeah, yeah I it's just it, to me i the first first and foremost, I don't understand how your your funding studio orders six episodes of a show and you write four, like we've seen the, the impact of it working their way around. Maybe
2: they wrote the six in Roman numerals and he's slightly <laughs> <laughs> dyslexic.
0: Well, they, we- they, as far as I know, they did they did aim for six, but because it was so like- a, Such a shit storm all over the <laughs> shop that they had to condense it to four because it was just a a, a shit show of- They had it to release something in the end.
1: It would have been better. To, I, I agree, Tom. It would no, have been better if it. they'd done six. No, it If be. they had written more content to <laughs> yeah. fill the extra two eps. Because my biggest complaint if is- they written the content well. There's well, a like, lot of
2: caveats to this. Six episodes my, being good. Yeah. But
1: that's what I'm saying. To my, my argument here, I hated- Like Dan said it best when he said it was a dumpster fire of a show. There is no plot. They didn't write much at all. It's six characters or five characters- Think was, how many heroes were there? Seven. It's a party of seven. So there's, not, so so there's already five seven too many for four episodes. Yeah. Five too many, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um. They didn't have enough of a backstory, or or enough time to tell a decent backstory yeah. for that many characters. So either cull that number of char- like cull the number of characters down, or add an extra two episodes to get spend more time getting to know these people that we don't fucking care about. Because by the time the f- the seven finally converge see what I did there, um, or, the, or conjo- conjoin? No, um, no, stick with the first yeah, one. No, yep. no, you ruined it. <laughs> Still on the nose the second time. By the time they finally get on screen to do the job that they were there to be heroes about, they became irrelevant within five minutes. Also, their their, their interactions were so forced.
2: The, the example I use really, I think, hammers that home was Cleaver Man, Going, was it always this hard? And Callum. then the dwarf dwarf slapping him on the ass and going, Come on, mate, let's go. And I was like, You guys have met over one campfire. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's in love We're with it. I don't think he stairs. has it's a dwarf not a fetish. Game of Soccer. like uh don't know how like you're having this much, like it was <laughs> also it was far too sexually charged.
0: <laughs> so, so the only character interaction that I actually believed was those two. Because they actually felt like they were having fun together, like those actors, those little scenes that they had together. Yeah, but those actors—they actually. But the characters shouldn't know each other. Yeah, (laughs) but (laughs) they—they actually were far too familiar. They felt like they'd either knew each other previously, or they were the fucking, they were the practical. They were the loose cannons. I reckon they went out. They went out on the
2: piss. They went out on the piss mid-filming, got absolutely fucking wrecked, had the best time, and then for the rest of it, they were like. Let's fucking go. You throw your hammer, I'll got my cleavers. Yeah.
0: I I agree because that 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 felt like the most genuine relate relationship interaction in in those four episodes was those two people who are minor characters in Mm. everything else. And what they get they maybe get a combined screen time of 30.
2: Minutes two at the minutes. outside. Two minutes. I think it's two, two minutes. minutes. <laughs> yeah, just oh, the right. running through the hallways with Michelle Yeoh. That was the only thing.
1: They had. <laughs> yeah, I, I. But this, there was so little written for these characters. I mean, I, I really enjoyed um, Meldoff. What little screen yeah. time she got, Francesca Mills, the the little yeah. person, um, playing the dwarf character in the show. She she came across as somebody I. Wanted to see well, more she had of the most end backstory. Yeah. But it was so flimsily written. I've got a hammer, it's got a chick's name because my lover died. And oh, then I, no, I actually she forged she
2: forged her lover's forged ashes the ha- into the hammer. Into the hammer.
1: Yeah. There could have That's been- That's more s- backstory than the main cast
0: <laughs> has. <laughs> was more backstory than the rest of
1: them. Yeah. I come from the dog clan, the end.
0: I come I from got, the dog clan, oof, oof, I got banished from banging
1: the princess. Like, come on, well, man. Yeah,
0: without locking the door. That. that was his own fault, by the way. He didn't lock the fucking door. You
2: dickhead. Like, but come on. also, that room was big enough. Like, he, there was plenty of places to do that. Not in the bed yeah. right next <laughs> to the door.
1: <laughs> But, hang on, but he got banished by his own father. There, there was a big scene at the start of the, the first episode about his father. You're dead to me, son. You are no longer yeah, my yeah. son. You are yeah, no yeah. longer part of the clan. Unless something inconvenient happens in the next 20 minutes, in which case we'll welcome you home. Episode Back one. right off. Episode one. Halfway Back through episode right off. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, completely agree. Yeah. When you banish someone, it's full life. <laughs> yeah. not until but, some inconvenient plot point trips uh, uh, over. let's
2: let us let us quote uh the the Lion King. Uh yeah. Simba was banished.
1: In <laughs> fact, let's go to the
2: greatest fantasy lit- literary story of all time. Aemma was banished, but he came back. Who? It's the ride of the Rohirrim, baby. No. Oh, he God. was banished by Gram Wormtongue. Oh yes. okay. By Wormtongue just, though. You're warmongering.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was just <laughs> the whole
3: storm cloak.
1: Storm the whole- Crow, Storm <laughs> the, the, the whole series was terrible. It was cool to see Mini Driver and to re- recognise or realise that it's Mini Driver. I haven't seen her in anything forever. So is Yaskia an immortal
2: scared. now? Is that what- That that was the most confusing. Why was he there? Yaskia wasn't in the main story. He was no, just no, being- No, no, but why was he even- Like, I get that he's link- meant to tell the new story, but- It like- was to link to The yeah, Witcher. I, I, That's it. No. Um, but like,
1: you asked. Is, uh, you asked a is question. He meant to, is he insight. meant to
2: be connected to many? Like, it was alluded. To, I don't know. It felt like it was alluded to that he was meant to be like
1: some. No, Yaski is in the middle of a battle trying to protect elves, which is a continuation of his story in the main Witcher series. And then in the middle of he's a battle, mages in the main
2: Witcher series because he's the
1: mages or sandpiper, it's mages, not elves. Well, in in this sequence in the in the prologue, he's protecting elves and Minnie actually talk, or Minnie, her character Sean Chai actually <laughs> Minnie Mouse t- <laughs> comes in, <laughs> actually acknowledges that he is the Sandpiper and is hmm. is protecting the the uh the elves who are being persecuted by humans. She actually, actually notes
0: that, and they actually uh, call them out by name, which is the I think it was the first time that we got the Squirrel Tail named as well.
1: Mm. I yeah. did not. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. So, so she says uh, she plucks him out of this battle. She freezes time, plucks him out of this battle, tells him the story that we're about to be regaled with through the other th- three and a half episodes or the rest of the three and a half episodes. He doesn't go back in time. He's not a part of the core story. He's just literally Sean Chai is just telling him a story and asking him to start telling other people in the primary timeline of the Witcher universe. I wasn't paying attention at the start. He, he was just a character to link back to Witcher, and it was. Yeah fucking ham-fisted like everything else in the show. So I have
0: no idea who she is. I could probably look up that name and see if there's some uh, back witcher lore or not, but I have no idea why she turned up in the battle and in the battle she looked more of a convincing member of the Wild Hunt than the member of the Wild or the leader oh, of the Wild that Hunt was did so at the very end.
1: That was terrible. That was like- Hey, that content or that that franchise you love, I'm going to kick you in the nuts. Like, I, so, sorry, the, the Wild Hunt was just we we accidentally abandoned a guy on a different plane, so he s- somehow gets supernatural powers and turns in the Wild Hunt. Well, I mean, that's the problem.
0: Is like this is this goes back to what Tom very said at the very beginning. It's like someone that played the Witcher three that didn't even really listen to the bits of the points that <laughs> Avalok <laughs> that made. The Avalok was telling Geralt about the wild hunt, and
1: then or read any of the law notes, and then <laughs> read that <back laughs> any, because anything, yeah, because there's or the, the or the Wikipedia witch, well, would yeah. have had a better better backstory. There's Nshay, which
0: are the elves in the the I'm going to say this the real world or the mm. world the the Witcher world, and then there's the NL who are the the elves of the. Other worlds that are the, which is the world the, you the travel plane, to at the end. Of, the, yeah, the plane walkers, which are the mm. wild hunt elves, and they're two quite different cultures, and they're actually quite different physically appearing as well. The N the NL are much bigger with a paler, more I guess ghostly complexion compared to the enshai who are basically the wood elves of the the, hmm. the Witcher world. So you've got you've got it there already and then you give it this this piss weak little fucking Avalok and this little yeah. this little weedy bloody Eridan. It wasn't Eridan. mysterious
2: at all. No, no it was just he a was, bumbling assistant. He It was
0: just a bumbling pointless that could have walked off the set of Harry Potter and he wouldn't have been he wouldn't have yeah. been out of place in a kids fucking TV series. Eridan was l- too little his character was fine. He was he was generally enough in the things. Generally mm. enough, he was commanding enough, enough the in general, the general yeah. in the position yeah. he was. But he wasn't this hulking, this hulking Eridan that we get in The Witcher Three. Yeah, and yeah. I, I don't know why they played down those characters that were meant to be a different race, a different race of elves, and meant to be quite physically imposing in comparison to the other elves. And why they picked this path? God knows who the bloody other entity was in the in the wilds that Lenny Henry was
1: talking to. That was just conveniently
3: regurgitating
1: plot points. It was just a um, render, like Photoshop render lens flare on a fucking screen.
0: I I could have done that in After Effects.
1: Yeah, like it reminded me of the original of the Dune TV mini series quality of graphics. You. And bite I'm your bit, tongue there, Peter. <laughs> I'm just saying the I quality of graphics is, that June was was pretty bad, or maybe Babs Five. There you go. It's Babylon Five CGI. <laughs> there you go. Great yeah. series, horrendous CGI. Um, but that was what I was talking to you guys about off off show was that I wanted to talk about was the complete lack of cultural divergence in any of the characters. That you've got the Dog Clan and you've got the the um, ravens. The dog ravens and the Ghost Clan, and they're all just yeah, they're clans. The other, <laughs> the other clan. The other Spider clan. I don't know. Just pick an animal.
2: Um, Heron clan. Let's go with herons. Why not? But,
1: but I like the, herons. They don't. They all wear the same clothing. Malt. They all have the same architectural backgrounds from everything that we saw. They the all Ibis have the Flint. same accents. There's, <laughs> there's, there, there was no cultural culture written for these peoples. I I,
2: I also honestly thought the clans were meant to be a weird nod to the schools
1: in I I completely agree with you there. I just to me I didn't feel like they wrote enough diversity for the background. They didn't write enough to begin with, Peter. We've established this. (laughs) I also didn't see any separation in customs or culture between humans and the elves depicted in the show because everyone's an elf in the series, right up Mm. until the last couple of seconds 20 seconds yeah and yet if you put any of these elves next to humans and put and made them all wear beanies you would not have been able to tell me which was an elf and which was a human
0: but even the the world's completely going on what you are saying. you put the world of the elves in blood orange in direct if you showed this two scenes
1: so you did by just side, say blood orange right I yeah it's did. fine blood orange is fine <laughs> It was the also it was the serpent clan, was the other clan. Serpent clan. clan. Okay, (laughs) you had to Google that. Someone made Mm -hmm. that up and put it on the page, right? You put that you put that side by
0: side of the the human human cities in uh in the Witcher TV series. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. granted, you've got a high level of um production value. Production value difference, but there's there's no difference between between the cultures. And it's ridiculous to say that that the the world has not this was set 1500 to 1200 years before the witcher story
3: mm-hmm. to
0: to have no cultural advancements or cultural changes like in the games all the elven cities have either been taken over by humans and yeah. rebuilt and built on or yeah. they've destroyed their cities so the humans couldn't get to them so they're ruins out in the out in the <laughs> world like Dolbathana and uh Loch the mm-hmm. all these all these cities in the in the lore of the Witcher, like, the elves destroyed some of these places so the humans couldn't take them over. Like, hmm. there, there's no there's no cultural difference, like, exactly what you're saying. There's no cultural difference between what the elves built 1,200 years prior and what the humans are living in during the time of the Witcher. Granted, there's the little city of Blaviken at the start of the Witcher that's made <laughs> out of wood and not stone. <laughs> yeah. There you go. But know, even if
1: you but but even if you like even if we move away from elves if you look look at witcher 3 right the and it's not all of the regions but you've got toussaint which is very french quarter um in stylized you've got novigrad I think it's the french got quarter
2: it's the french hole
1: it's the- yeah. <laughs> you've got novigrad you have got skellige even camoran camoran has Kermorin. its own camoran yeah. has its own aesthetic so hmm. You know, these Rumbly. are human populations. That's the of Rumbly. Rumbly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a flake building. <laughs> uh, the, the the Orchid Palace. I would have expected at least that level of cultural divergence for the various populations represented in Blood Origin. Right, you yep. have two nations at war with each other, but three nations, pe- wasn't three it? Three nations. Sorry, you're right. Three yep. nations. Um, but apart from that 10-second really badly cgi sequence with the worst paper mache monster on TV since Doctor Who, the 80s, um, comes into the sequence. But apart from them being dressed differently in that section, outside of that, all the scenes in the city, you couldn't tell the populations apart from each other. That is just... But that was... Uh, so, uh, yeah, because you, you, you mentioned this before we started, but that's also,
2: like... When that's the that's that's the let's, let's go by the clans because that's the easiest way to, mm-hmm. for me to remember it. So that, that's that's the dog clans, dogs city. and ravens. Yeah, dogs, ravens, serpents. Um, yeah. you, but <laughs> and you never there see was more. But I can't remember what they were. Ghosts. Yep. It was, no, it's dog, raven, serpent, ghosts. They were the four clans they talked about. Yep. Um, you don't like if you're if if they've the, the people from Raven Clan and Serpent Clan had moved into Dog City. Mm-hmm. This is the weirdest way to start. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so <laughs> we're with you though. We're with you. Yep. They, they. There would be that 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 level of assimilation into that the, you wouldn't see that and, you, and the architecture I and stuff. Disagree. There wouldn't be that. There wouldn't be that much change in a city like that.
1: the, oh, the I, show
2: I, should the show should have had two or more episodes where it showed us Raven, the town other cities,
1: and Serpent Cavern. I just want to make them different. <laughs> um, but I'm like, picturing like Castle Skull for the Serpents, just yeah. quietly. Yeah, um, I, yeah and I, I'm picturing like Kakariko
2: Village from Legend of Zelda <laughs> as like the Raven Town. I don't know why.
1: But I understand yeah. what you're saying, but but. When they met up in Dog City, the war had just finished, and the populations <laughs> should have been mingling because they were talking about the military forces from the Tri Nations. Yeah, yeah. all mingling in that city. You should have had three different sets of sets of armor at the yes, very least no, wandering around, yes. and in that tavern. So I just think it was just it just wasn't written. The content no. wasn't written. So
0: the one thing oh, like I. How little I was paying attention to the plot. I think this was episode one and where it was going and everything. My mind was already wandering by then. But the first thing I thought when the three of them came together, just before they get destroyed by the paper mache monster. Oh, and you know what? I reckon that was one step above the uh, Jason and the Argonaut stop motion monsters that were (laughs) iconic. And yep, beautiful, were. And this is like that weird transition period that we had in like the late 80s, early 90s where they <laughs> went to CGI and yeah. we're, we're not in 2023. It was so bad.
1: It was like, it was almost like it wasn't it was just, animated. It was so It undefined. was, moving. Yeah. It was, so it was undefined. moving through the yeah. sequence,
0: but the the, the the object itself wasn't it's moving. It's like a placeholder. So yeah, yeah. what a, the main thing that I was thinking there, they're at this big piece, this Big peace meeting. They're all standing in their separate clans. the The king of uh, Zinthaya, uh is is making this big rousing speech about the kingdoms coming together and signing this treaty and that. And then you've just got like people just fucking fucking off from the group. They just like <laughs> who away in, in official
2: ceremony <laughs>
0: so casually.
1: <laughs> if you did so that, if you did that here. in a wedding, yeah. <laughs> If you do people that, it's just, just like, just away. like your,
2: your, your town council Anzac Day ceremony. Yeah. People will turn around <laughs> and be like, Who the fuck is but, this guy? Yeah. Where the fuck is Where he going? Where the fuck are you going? Yeah. <laughs> Arrest that man immediately. <laughs> yeah. They're just fucking off in groups.
0: First thing not, I thought as well. It wasn't yeah. like one person slipping away silently, moving into the
1: shadows or something no, like no. that. No, they like They're stood to attention, yeah, and saluted, just <laughs> jerked and off, walked, and walked, uh, out. walked like, out. Like, yeah. The, the worst part uh, for me, I mean, look, this is a. This is a, a, a series or a mini-series, a one-shot, completely devoid of content, of of writing, of some shitty fucking acting too, Dan. Horrible. As acting. you as you yes. said. And I could I,
2: I could didn't forgive mind it the all. Actors.
1: I didn't mind the actors. I thought
2: they just had shit to work with. I, I, I'm sorry. Just, you can have was the, all... you could have had the best actors in the world in that series, and no uh, one could yeah. have made, yeah, look, you, made you probably And, that's, that script, and that's why I said
0: it wasn't entirely. I mean, I said it to you guys, it wasn't like you can't blame them entirely. They no. worked with what they had.
1: I just, I just found the whole series pedestrian. It was just unremarkable. S- yes, yeah, so young, it, young adult, like, yeah. it, it could have been, it could have been any any franchise. It could have been a, a one shot of pretty much any fantasy fran- franchise. A poor one that we watch. It was so undivergent in terms of 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 connecting with the the IP that it's supposed to be representing. And yes. I could have just taken it or left it, right? Except. It fucks up the wild hunt, which is an important part of the law, and it fucks up the conjunction of the spheres. The most important magical thing that has happened in the history of the entire Witcher world ended up just being a couple of amateur mages play fighting.
0: But but it wasn't. Like, the conjunction of spheres was just something that happened. It was a natural, natural, I say this in quotation marks. Not anymore. It's been retconned,
1: and it's a couple of mages having a hissy fit.
0: It was a natural occurrence that allowed these, like these worlds, the merging bled. of universes. They, they, they bled together, so they they bled and then they moved off into their other areas. So the the monsters and chaos magic and that all and humans came to the world of the Witcher during that conjunction. There was hmm. there was no there was no within the law that uh, was originally S- written. Um, Sokowski, I it wasn't support- uh, Andre. Uh, Andre, it's not his. I can't I can never pronounce his last name. Tchaikovsky. Let's it's just got, go with Tchaikovsky. It's got a, it's got a J, J is in not the wrong Tchaikovsky. Place.
2: That is no 1812 <laughs> overture going on. right <laughs> now.
0: It's it was just something that happened. It wasn't it wasn't
2: free like folks so, so like people. It's an, it's an eclipse. It's a tidal it's a wave. It's just yeah. Yeah. It's
0: a catastrophic yeah, exactly event, but yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. That's what it, was, was, it was a natural ca- ca- yeah. a natural catastrophic event that happened.
1: and it and it started the the monsters. It started elves and humans coexisting in the same plane. It started hmm. the need for the witches to be created. It was they actually reversed the order. Well, I kind of they, they kind of didn't. the The monster bled into the world because the mages were having a hissy fit because that was pre conjunction too. That monster was drawn the first before one, the centipede. Yeah, the first, human centipede was drawn in. Was <laughs> drawn well, and, and and even the the, the three headed. Yeah, The three-headed dragon thing. That was three-tailed, three-tailed, one head. Sorry. You know what it reminded me of? Yeah, Yeah, you're right. You're right. The the stop motion fire breathing monster at the end of Willow. That's what it reminded me of.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. The eighties from stop motion from the fucking early,
1: late 70s like the Rancor from Star Wars. Um Yeah, I know. We all romanticized that sequence. It's actually pretty shit if you go back and watch it. Excellent. Um, it's beautiful. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> Leave this podcast immediately. But that was all pre yes. in, mm. in conjunction. Those in conjunction happened when they
2: split the monolith in this thing. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. not how it was supposed to work. No. It was no. the That's conjunction in the, in seeded this, monsters. This, this yeah. Then so. they said, fuck, we need something to fight these monsters. I still think and the greatest, I still think the the greatest thing
2: that happened in that, in that entire series was uh, in the first episode. And it was. Oh, I thought um, you were going to go Titan formula. I thought about it, and I I, I <laughs> already made that joke. Your, you can cover that Titan formula later. Yes, uh, no, no. I still think the greatest thing that happened in the entire series was in the first episode when they're attacked on the beach for going to the boat, and just fuel does the two overhand throw. That was just that mm-hmm. was the best thing that happened in the entire series. But you know what? <laughs> but you know
1: what is representative of the worst thing that happened? Go back and watch that sequence again, and watch the the extra cast member who copped that axe in the back fall yeah. over Raffed. before the F- axe Saw yep. it straight away. I, yeah, I watched that <laughs> yeah. two or three times just to make sure. Did I? Am I drunk? What just happened? He uh, totally well, that's does. Got, that's
2: the- got, yeah, I mean, but that's reminiscent of, of <laughs> Luke kicking the guy on the uh, speeder outside Jabba's uh, floating barge, <laughs> yeah. and his legs that far away from his head. Yeah. Um, it's yes. The the end end game boss of this series, which was the hulking Witcher. <laughs> um mass uh that was infected with the Titan formula from Arkham Asylum, which Pete, I'm I'm not sure if you got that reference because you haven't played the that that series, but uh it's I've one Arkham of the Arkham Asylum. See I've- the Joker at the the yeah. end. Yeah. yeah. It's one of the weirdest tonal changes in a video game. Literally is, and
1: figuratively, they just turn off the saturation for every sequence where he's in it
2: at the end. Yeah. But it's just <laughs> like in in the Arkham Asylum game, it's 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 so stealth driven and it's so Batman and then the end it's just mm. like Well, here's a late PS three era boss. Uh we're gonna make this guy into the giantest thing we can. He's gonna have one arm that's fucking out to here and then just one little gimpy arm <laughs> that he just like kind of stirs you mashed potato <laughs> with, and he's gonna clob you with this one.
1: Take a strong hand.
2: Yeah, exactly. And then they did that uh they did that to the, the to fuel. They, they gave him the poor just, Arkham
1: Asylum treatment. And- but it was bad. It was bad makeup. It, yeah. it looked terrible. As you said off off screen, Dan, they literally just turned off the saturation for the, the shots where he's in it. Even mm. when it also desaturated other characters and background elements, mm. yep. it was just so badly done. It was probably done in After Effects in post. Mm. It probably was, like,
3: yeah. yeah.
1: Like you wouldn't have done that in camera, so it was definitely done in post. Um. But I just found that whole thing unbelievable. And how did they turn how did they create the witcher? What is the the trial of grasses? Oh, we just fused the the heart of a monster and into a serum and we fed in the serum and we said some magic words. Like I said impregnated with a tree. Like I said, I hope they didn't butcher the monster next to like the river that feeds a village, or you're gonna have a whole bunch of fucking witches running around. It's just so
2: dumb. Anyway. from a also from a from a, um, a study of psychology uh, point of view it was nice to see them use um, an, an oral disassociative therapy to bring the monster back from the edge that was nice because that's a thing you can do it's it's a it's a viral synapse thing you can play certain tones or songs and it, it flicks you out of a certain mind frame uh, it's very useful in PTSD uh, trauma um, rehab and uh, so that was that was nice. So yes, you can sing your uh, your monster back from the edge. That's, yeah, I, that's I mean it's the Hulk to...
1: the Sun's Going Down sequence. <laughs> we already have
2: it. Before they did the
0: trial of the grasses, I fast forwarded all of the scenes between Fjol and the Lark hmm. because they were so forced. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, it, it. it was very musical. It was so cringeworthy, The The <laughs> <It> pre-trial <laughs> of the grasses. Ordinary. And then you have the trial of the grasses. Then them have you have them banging each other. I fast forwarded I- all of that, and and her singing to him at the end, and his death. I fast forwarded all of that <laughs> because once once Dylan Moran got made into a pink mist, like in the most unceremonious end for one of the funniest fuckers on this planet, he got unceremoniously dispatched. I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm I am
1: disappointed. I'm disappointed that he didn't manage to get a uh, fuck you, Bill Burr. I'm in TV too now. On the way out, like it would have been just break the third, the fourth wall. That's the sort of shit he would have, he mm. could have, and probably would have done.
0: Yeah, but Bill Burr's a continuing, continuing character, character in a very good series with one of the best table dialogue scenes ever put to screen. Uh, <laughs> and Dylan Moran went out as uh, Uthrock one nut in a pink mist. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: true. But he made several testicle jokes. So, <laughs> he did make, you know, who's the better actor? who's the better
1: actor? <laughs> you know it, it, his his appearance in it did remind me a little bit of a john cleese cameo it was a it was yeah, a yeah. shock it was an actual
2: shock in the series yeah, when he appeared yep. like it took me completely, not that i was in the series but it just it took me even further <laughs> yeah. out it was just like why
1: why are you here <laughs> like why not Fuck it, yeah! Literally, it was just like fuck, fuck it. it. I, I had I had a Sunday free. They yeah, were writing a shit like show. Director just
2: went, Oi, what are you doing right now? Do you <laughs> yeah. want to play a one testicled man?
1: All right, come <laughs> on down, love. Literally <laughs> a <laughs> ring in. I'll buy you a pint. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. Just a, it's anyway, a um, Don't watch it. Save yourself, listeners.
2: Yeah, it's 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 a clusterfuck. It was one of those ones that, like, the more I've thought about it. Because originally it's when I was it. Angry like, you? It didn't make me angry. Um the more I watched the thought about it, it was just like originally I was like hey look if like it was originally kind of like I was focusing I was trying to focus on the good bits that I found out of it. But then the more I went into it it was just like it just by the end was just it, yeah, as you said so cringeworthy. It was so rushed,
1: so badly written. It was like I couldn't This is a I multi-million dollar franchise. A multi-million yeah. dollar intellectual property between the games the books and and the tv series they're mm. spending you know multiple millions of dollars per episode for the primary witcher series yeah there is no excuse for the low level of writing and directing for this this one shot series if you're going to put that little effort into it if you're going to assign th- you know that level of well, underqualified worry, writers that- don't bother why is have just, the series?
2: Is it just that that writer wasn't good enough and they were no, so rushed to it No, it got greenlit
1: by the showrunner who is also green... Yeah. ...who is...
2: But also no, they're under pressure from Netflix to put something out by December, like that kind of
1: thing. It's but, just Tom, like- multiple layers of people would have had to have greenlit this, this series before it got to We're Running Out of Time. Like, unless they started 12 months late for a 13-month project... There's yeah. no excuse for the showrunner. I don't know. I don't know.
2: I'm, I, I I don't know if I'm trying to, you know, just bring it back from the brink kind of thing. I but it's just, it's yeah, it's just that it was so rushed.
1: It was yeah. rushed and written by a guy who who doesn't have the credentials really to write a primary franchise but, entry into this. You hmm. you say that you
0: say that it's it it was rushed and and. I didn't read anywhere that it was rushed. Well, no, no. no. I mean, but it it felt like it
2: was. It felt like it was, yeah.
0: So you look and then you go and look at Shadow of the Wolf. Like, and that's fantastic. Like, Mm. it's it's a great animated movie Mm -hmm. that came out a year ago telling an in-world story of Vesemir that applies to- it added to the law, and but it and also respected, respected the established law. Yeah, respected the established law all the way through, except little Geralt being bald. But anyway, they had <laughs> they had to make him bald, so nobody knew it was Geralt until the very fucking last ten seconds. Um, yeah. It's fine, like it, whatever. But like that added to it, and I mean, mm. none of that felt rushed. That felt felt very well written, very well uh fleshed out with the character and the lore and it just followed everything like it felt like you could have put a controller in my hand and added that as a flashback like or a flashback like you did series flashbacks in The Witcher 3 yeah. yep. and it would not have felt out of place. Agree.
1: It felt a, a bit like the DLC for The Last of Us where it's it it, yeah. it fills in some gaps and it tells a little micro story mm. that adds a little bit more to the tapestry. Yeah. Hmm. I just, You know what? I'm Googling in the background, and I can't see any legit discussion from the showrunners or the Netflix execs who approved this as to what went wrong. It's almost, and I've noticed a few shows doing this recently, they actually set up a dialogue before the show's released as a way of attacking fans so that if it gets poorly reviewed, they go, well, we, we told you so. We told you the fans were going to attack us because of this, this, and this. It's like but that dialogue was invented by you before you even released the show. Mm. I just... Yeah.
0: You know, yeah, I mean, the I, writing was on the wall when Cavill bailed before. I, he he obviously saw this and he's gone It's a not Yeah, that's right. Out. There's
1: there's no planet where I don't believe that the two things aren't linked. Oh, they've yeah. got to be.
2: Absolutely have to be. Yeah. It, mean, if you ever had an a, a inkling that the writing wasn't taking this seriously, this show is the perfect example of that.
1: Yeah it's just arrogance. It smacks of the arrogance that we've already heard about the showrunner and, and the writers not don't not caring about the IP. Yeah. Mm. Um, anyway.
0: Before before I go on to some positive witcher mm. reviews, uh Tom uh Pete, I just want to point out Tom on my screen says user experience some um, connection issues. All good? Yeah.
1: Um I look, we should probably just take a two second break to reset it.
0: Well, if if I just jump in here with Witcher three, then we can come into something else yeah, straight okay. out of Witcher news. Witcher three Enhanced Edition came out uh, start of December. Uh, it's Tom's going no.
2: No? no, no. I was playing a bad joke. I tried to stutter my speak so, but say uh, no noise <laughs> so that you would freak out. Yeah, sorry. <laughs>
0: um, it's it's great. I've I've jumped back in now that I've finished Ragnarok or mostly finished Ragnar- God of War Ragnarok. And I've completely fallen into the Witcher Three hole again. It's uh, <laughs> it feels like well that game wasn't too. hard. No, it understand. wasn't hard. It it feels quite new to me. It feels the different camera angle, the the luscious grass, and the the world environments are fantastic. I feel like I'm doing new missions. I don't know whether they've restructured things. I know it's the same missions, but. I don't know whether it's different camera angles within the within the missions or just the slightly enhanced graphics that have made me go, hmm, have I done this before, or <laughs> did that look the same as it did last time? Um, just little things like that that have just made it so pleasant to jump back into that world. And I know Tom, you bagged this. This should have been in from a this from the very beginning. But quick fire signs, oh my god, quick fire signs are so much fun, and they just make. They just make combat so fluid.
2: and it's just so that was easy. always the thing it felt so stilted having to pause or yeah. slow-mo to select a different sign in battle.
0: yeah. Uh, just to be able to go into a battle, put Quinn the shield on, and then let it recharge for 10 seconds and then hit him with a hit him with an igni or an ard to, to bounce him back. and I'm using yeah. um, I'm using Gurdon and the other one. I should know what the Axy. other one is. Axi. Uh, Axie I'm using quite more. Axie's the mind one. I'm using that quite a bit more in the combat as well to to pause a to pause a combatant. Um, yeah. to to lessen my lessen my load. Well, that was the thing. When Ground you had control. to switch
2: when you yeah. had to switch like mid fight, it was just like, oh well, fuck. It. I'm just gonna go burst a bunch of guys and then set some on fire and then I'll go sword this guy over here. Like yeah. Yordan, actually got fucking left behind, except for yeah. when you needed them in a specific fight.
0: And and I'm actually looking now at when it's coming to doing the upgrades to actually putting the trap setting on Yordan because I will use it. I will lay a circle. The the higher levels have the traps when people come into it.
3: Mm, yeah.
0: Like it's actually worth using it now because you can goad someone to coming in, drop the trap, move, change a sign, and like just hit them with like cast queen whatever yeah and then go back in and it's it's not stilted it's all so fluid and like i said to you it's i'd forgotten how much the combat is like a dance and it is much more like a dance now that you can just cast these on the fly and it's it's i always enjoyed the combat system but i'm absolutely now in love with the combat system it feels with these it feels so much more batman arkham now Mm -hmm. than what it did previously like the straight combat just with the the melee attacks with the swords felt yeah. quite quite Arkham esque, but now that you can just do these abilities on the fly, it's uh, it's it's a beautiful addition to an amazing game, and it's it's the highest level of enjoyment I've ever had rolling into a 300 oh, wow. hour previous yeah. input game, <laughs> um, and I'm I'm just rolling through, and I'm I'm doing little. Little little side combat stuff that on my previous playthroughs I've just completely abandoned because I just I'm just like oh, I fucking don't want to deal with that. It's like I just want to keep going. Don't give me a fucking pack of wolves. But now <laughs> it's yeah, and I'm sure a hundred hours in I'll probably be like that again. But yeah. at the moment where it's just it's once again
2: getting it, getting it
1: in and refreshed. I guess
2: this, of- this, this, is, this is the question I ask. I've asked you multiple times. Has it, has it changed your your story playthrough of main story points? Have you Have you made different choices this time? or: uh, I think
0: I did one or two so far. I'm only up to about halfway through the Bloody Baron. Yeah. Um, I've made a couple of altered choices. Um, mm-hmm. I've just started talking to Kira Metz. Uh, yep. And unfortunately, I think knowing what her path is going to be has influenced some of my choices to her because um, I want her there at Camoran. so yep. I'm playing the safe card so she's there, <laughs> um, and that she doesn't go off and die or be blocked up by Radovid, or I don't have to fight her. Um, so it's altered some of my version, my thoughts on that side of it. But mm-hmm. I've probably mellowed a little bit in my old age as well, and I'm not taking gold from people that have. I've been said, you've got to fucking pay me. I'm going, no, 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 it's all right. You, that's for your daughter.
1: You that was my first playthrough. I was a little bit too unwitchery in demanding my gold. You find I, so much gold in the world. I didn't
2: take it. I, it it was
1: never about the money. It was about sticking to the principles of the character I knew I was supposed to be playing, and I never. I was never very good at it. I forgave too many debts.
0: Well the thing is Geralt is very ambiguous on that side of it. He's he's not as hardline as even like Eskel and Lambert. Like Eskel mm, like mm. Lambert is like you fucking pay me or you lose a limb. Sorry, yep. market. That's right. Um uh Lambert's Lambert's a little bit less, but he's not as forgiving as what Geralt is. Uh, sorry, Eskel's a little more forgiving, um yeah. but not as forgiving as what um what uh Geralt is. And yeah. Vesem is is basically the same but he's he's a little bit older and a little bit jaded as well so it's <laughs> yeah. uh you've yeah I mean you'd have done good white wolf <laughs>
2: yeah. Connery as well by the end of his uh, yeah
1: I'm glad that I've still got blood and wine to play through I haven't touched yeah. you know Tucson yeah. yeah so 100 yeah what what I have discovered is I don't I need to check if I bought the wild hunt edition digitally or if I've lent someone my my physical copy and they haven't returned it because I looked and i I don't have the physical copy and I'm a bit worried about that so I don't want to have to rebuy the whole fucking game pretty sure it's on um PS extra yeah okay all right yeah, I, yeah cool take catalog
2: yeah yeah I'll, I'll have to do that Be if not, you can borrow you can borrow my disc because I'm not playing it anytime soon so
0: no right, cheers when you start the Tucson side of things mm-hmm. there's About an hour's worth of play where you can't do anything else than the story that it feeds you into.
1: Yeah. So get used to the controls and the signs before you start that launch into it. I think I've probably got I think I've got a little bit of tidy up on Hearts of Stone to to do anyway from memory. But this is like three years ago. Sorry. Even if anyway. it's just some. some also, just get combats. just get
2: ready for a much brighter color palette. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've,
1: I've seen some blues and yellows, also. and yeah, yeah, it's yeah I mean, French color, right? Yeah. Um, cool. All right, we'll break take sounds. a two minute break. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back. Dan seems Hope to be having me. some technical difficulties with his beer.
3: No,
0: it smelled. It smelled like a hot pellet. It actually smelled okay. like a dried hot pellet. Like it's all dried hot pellets That's a have wet this hot pellet. Dusty, this dusty character to them, obviously, because they've been dried and pelletized into a very fine format. So when you like pour them out, and sometimes when you get to the end of the bag, you, you just like tip the end of the bag out and you get the really fine shit that comes into the bottle. Yeah,
3: bottom you of do. It. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it just it hits you in the face. And once hot pellets are in your nose, oh God,
3: they mm. burn
0: and they make you sneeze for the next hour. Uh, and that's exactly what that beer smelled like, and I'm like,
1: mm, okay, I wonder how this is going to taste, but it's actually quite pleasant. Well, before you guys get into your third beers, just so we can keep some continuity in the run sheet, um, and it's nine percent. Oh wow, nice. Um, let me just quickly slam through a couple of quick mini reviews. So, uh, War of the Worlds, I've talked, yes, I've talked about the um, War of the Worlds. It's the Tom Cruise one, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it feels it's no, like a, lucifer's lucifer's in it man
0: lucifer's in it oh, it feels like a bbc
1: him <laughs> yeah he did it feels like a bbc kind of series but it's, it is, it's isn't it? jointly filmed it is. between french yeah. and england france and england um so they got some pretty be, apparently some decently named Hello. french actors in it I talked about seasons one and two before. It's brilliant as a retelling of the War of the Worlds story. They actually you have sh- to death. About this one. I haven't talked about it to death. That's an oh, unfair. Oh. Mm. That's that's an unfair assessment. It was brought up in unf- one episode.
0: It's an unfair assessment of how much I've talked about The Witcher. So,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in in relative terms, yes. Um. Anyway, it it was brilliant. The first two seasons were brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um. It 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 closed open ended. And they just did it, they just it, released it closed open ended. Sorry, they, they finished season two on <laughs> open ended closed. and they didn't wrap up the story. They went on to do season three. That's it. That's all they're doing. And I really wish they hadn't. It was the whole third season just didn't need the the story just didn't need to be told. They should no. have they should no. have finished season two, wrapped it up. They, there was a loose end that they needed to close. Like, they couldn't have had the cliffhanger. Um, They needed to just stop the story there. This whole what was, third what was season that? was What was just that? Fucking it's the bad. last
2: third of that- Um, What was that Chris Pratt movie? The Amazon one? The time travel aliens one? The, it was oh. the sa- sounds like the same thing where it's the, it's the, third, the last third. You know the one I'm talking about? Tomorrow War? Tomorrow War.
1: No, that's not the one I yeah, was thinking yeah,
2: of. Yeah. Oh, so about- on on,
0: on while well, Pete while well, Pete looks that up <laughs> on the topic of time travel and fucking the Witcher Blood mm-hmm. Tragedy series,
1: we're back on that now.
0: Just because Ad- Avalok runs out at one point and he talks about uh, he's uh, he's un- discovered the page in the manual that yep. allows travel between realms and time. There's there's people throwing things crazy theories around the internet now that they're gonna do time travel in the Witcher series to write Henry Cavill out.
1: <laughs> oh no! Please don't. I I fucking I, it, uh, and, and as soon as so I did that what, so
2: that, that Hemsworth is gonna be a younger Geralt?
0: It's gonna be Geralt from the start. It yeah, never or met the, Yennefer. The, they just retcon retcon everything
2: within context
0: yeah (laughs) within context
2: yeah in in gerald in henry cavill's final episode he's gonna stand there arms outstretched while glowy yellow stuff comes out of his head and his arms and he's he's not regenerating i don't wanna go and then he's gonna come (laughs) back and it's gonna be hemsworth and he's just like
1: new teeth (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. i've got long hair i'm a girl no wrong voice fuck i love that sequence um Anyway, I, it's funny you talk about time travel because War of the Worlds has some time travel in it, and like I said, seasons one and two, they did a really interesting thing with explaining where the aliens came from on um, Mars and it was exciting and I can ruin it for you if you want me to. No,
0: because I'm actually okay. going to watch it yeah it
1: was it, and and the the, the I've trip. heard the rock opera They come from Mars. Um, But that's what I'm saying. They did something completely different and new and revitalized the story and and modernized it, and they did a brilliant job of it. Uh, And like I said, they should have just finished with Season 2. Season 3 was just... It wasn't horrendous. It wasn't Witcher, Blood Origin bad. It was just... It it just didn't need to be told. It was... I I kind of was half watching it, half on my phone for the entire third season because it was just not Mm. engaging anymore it's a post post-apocalyptic series don't take me back to pre-apocalypse i'm not interested mm. i'm not watching it for that reason mm. and it wasn't truly pre-apocalypse there's some other shit going on that make I again spoilers it just it just didn't need a season three it's a really disappointing way to finish that that whole series so um, i'm gonna
0: watch season one and two yes. and then you're just gonna you're just gonna fill in I'll the just, gap for yeah, me at the end
1: yeah. absolutely the Absolutely. That's the right way to do it. Uh, And the other thing I wanted to quickly talk about is Recruits, uh, which is a new TV series, I think, on Netflix as well. One season has come out so far. It's called The Recruit, sorry. And it's about a CIA agent who joins the CIA as a lawyer. Hmm. And it it reminded me so much of you while I was watching it, Tom, because of what you said about Jack Ryan season three, where he's an analyst and suddenly he's in the field and he's a fucking super spy, Well, in The Recruit, he's a lawyer. It's his first week for the CIA and he just gets absolutely like slammed by this sequence of events. And Mm. by the end of the season, he's still a bumbling fucking lawyer, completely (laughs) out of his depth. And it just reminded me so much of what you had said about Jack Ryan. So Mm. it's worth watching. It's not groundbreaking, Mm. but it is Russian spycraft stuff.
2: You an interesting interesting enough story to bother watching it. I'll do a mini review for you. Do you want to hear the worst mini review I think we're going to be going to do? It's going to be the shortest and dumbest mini review I think I've ever done. Blackout on Netflix. Josh Dumal in a Mexican hospital, wakes up with amnesia. He's some sort of super agent. That's about all I can tell you because I can't (laughs) follow the plot. I watched this- (laughs) I watched, it's an a hundred, no, what is it? It was like an 80 minute film. And when Emma goes, I can't watch this fucking shit anymore. Like <laughs> I was like, oh, surely we're like near the end. It was only half an hour in. I was like, Jesus fuck, what? I have no idea what's going on. I think the cartel are involved. I know the cartel are involved, sorry. But I think they're friends. He thinks he's a, he's a cartel buy, but he might be- Nick Nolte appears at one point and croaks <laughs> his way through through it through a speech um, at several points. Um, there's the, the, like the only way I can describe it in like so. You, please never watch this. Do not do it to yourselves. It was.
1: <laughs> I, I feel have bad. No interest I, in it.
2: I, I like jo- Josh Dumal as as a, as a hmm. action actor. I think he's, he's quite kind good. of a, he's kind of an extra. He's not an extra. Sorry, he's not a primary character though. He's not a lead. I think he hasn't had the chance to. I think I think he can make a good. And this is it, a good lead action hero actor. Okay, that's about his how as far as his range can go. Um, like, but he's running down this hallway. There's two cartel guys behind him shooting at him, and the bullets, the bullet holes, sorry, are erupting out of the wall behind him, like perpendicular. They they're not. It's <laughs> not like. They're shooting, then they're yeah. crossing into the sides of the wall. It's like, they just, it's just the charges going off in this this wall. And I was just like, fuck. It also could have, been, it could have been a 45 minute film, but the amount of slow-mo used was next level. <laughs> it was, but Emma turned to me at the end. She goes, what happened? I was like, I actually can't tell. I lost track. Like, not because it was convoluted, because it was so dumb. I couldn't. I couldn't lower myself to the level of it was trying to do.
1: Unless it but, was yeah. indie,
2: I just again
1: there's no excuse. No, so for the this director
2: shit. is an old 80s action star, Sam and Macaroni, can, and you can just Sam tell macaroni. he's never left that. I don't think he was a good 80s action star either. I don't think he was in anything good, but now he's gone to directing and it just it was it was a crock of shit. And I just he, feel bad because I, I, I like Josh Jamal as an action actor. So, I'd like to see him in some
1: more stuff. But I think he's just gone, money, please. He wrote Thank and you. directed viral videos for Eminem's Windex, AT&T, Canon cameras. Oh, no, yeah.
2: yeah the director used to do, like, some really cool film Pepsi, clips.
1: NFL. Yeah. Like, he's an if advertising you, whore. Clearly. Yeah. It's, 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 just don't do it. Just let me he, just say it. Everyone, don't do it. He Save directed yourself. the VR action sequences for Keanu Reeves in John Wick 3. <laughs> the worst oh, I, of the John yeah, Wicks. I'm, br- so. I'm bringing a director in to just direct this tiny sequence in the middle of my three-hour movie.
2: Yeah, anyway. so the thing is that's, that's what it
1: looks like from from the,
2: the, the page. It's like, oh, this looks like a John Wick ripoff. Sure, this is going to be
1: an, an enjoyable 80-minute film. He successfully pulled off I a three-minute sequence in John Wick and thought he had the chops to do a whole movie. I was, was lied. wrong. Yeah, cool.
2: But yeah, um, there's a little, there's a little mini review that should. And look, I really hope that none of our listeners/slash viewers ever ever hurt themselves by watching that <laughs> 80 minutes of film. <laughs> hmm.
1: It's a tale of of warning. Cool. Yes. Do you guys want to talk about your beers? Mm. You go first this time, Tom.
2: Uh, fuck you! Don't tell me what to do. Um, uh, I am drinking. This is the Phantasm beer that I picked uh yeah, it's bracket? from working title uh again why do from... i keep thinking it's bracket brewing because it is literally a bracket something mm. <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, what- working title phantasm look at the monks we like yeah. monks i just want them to be cool. hitting them heads with boards uh new zealand hazy dipper it's 8% um th- they give absolutely no information on the can so i'm not sure how much of which is really annoying if they're talking about this phantasm stuff Um, I haven't, haven't looked it up on, on their website or anything yet, but it's like, look, it, it, for all intents and purposes just tastes like a really, it's really super aromatic, but it's very smooth. Um, like it, it tastes like a New Zealand hazy. Um, it definitely doesn't hit you with the booze. It's quite, quite like, like using, I guess, all that, that malt bill to hide that like burn of. Burn of the booze from a, from a hazy double IPA. Um, but I'm not sure how much of this uh, phantasm has been actually used. I'm trying to look it up now, but they don't seem to.
1: They don't actually mention it. So they say they use Nectaron, uh, Rowaka, and a of Nelson, um, tropical, juicy gooseberry, lime, and diesel in a terrifying avalanche of flavor. They don't mention phantasm at all in their description. Maybe it's just an, uh, <laughs> a
2: <of> fortunate or <laughs> unfortunately
1: it's just it's just, petrol in there though. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, New Zealand hops I do have that diesel
2: character. Yeah,
1: you. Yeah, we, we. You've talked about it. I think it might we, be a collab. It is a collab. Boomstick.
2: Yeah. I don't know who Boomstick a, are, but I imagine they're from the US. give it the name,
1: um, could be a fucking cafe down the road for all you know. <laughs> yeah, We've but seen, you know. Although you're right, Boomstick Brewing Company is a Canadian brewery, oh, but I don't they, know that if that's they who don't be a beer
0: called Shop Smart. I'm not.
2: I'm not. I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Look. Okay. That's that. That might be just unfortunately timed
0: release yeah, naming.
2: Yeah, naming and release um, to not actually have anything to do with the phantasm. Uh, tell you what, lied to by the name suck it in uh they got me good suck it in by those, marketing those un- dodgy un- dodgy dogs um, unknown
0: unknown marketing unintentional marketing
2: yeah yeah uh look it is it is a it is a very tasty uh new zealand hazy ipa it's i would not say it's diesely it's it does have that like new zealand um it's more of that earthiness than than than, than, than say dieseliness um but yeah the the booze is 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 not overpowering or burning in any way shape or form um it pours a it pours a lovely little uh golden haze mm-hmm. color um and it's very smooth very very smooth i'm gonna give that um yeah uh i'll give 4.25 there you go i'm gonna throw out some of dan's quarters did, did it give you a phantasm that's the um look let's be honest all i was really hoping was that it was going to give me a skull shaped ring with glowing purple eyes and it didn't um Disappointment, yes, always constant disappointment. Well, Damn. I am. I am also
0: going a four point two five on this one. They get they get the extra quarter for the
1: creativity of their label. Which I'll get Ooh. to in a second. Dan throws out the show notes and starts describing beer with the score first.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so,
1: I have- uh, Well, it's better brought- than my five-minute rants about the beer and how I know the brewery. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I drove past on my push bike once. My push bike was lime green and it was from this company. It Carry was on. blue. Sorry, uh, Yes. Yes. Uh,
0: this is Bright Brewing Company from Victoria. Uh, they are- Victoria, I already said that. Why do I need to repeat
2: Victorian that? Victorian Highlands. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm
0: half I'm half reading the description on the back of the can while I'm trying to talk about the product.
2: And I did a moved reading of the poem on the back of my can. You can't oh, even yeah, read but, yours.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm absolutely nowhere near that articulate to do those that sort of shit. This is their Mystic 9% double dry hopped, double IPA. Double dry hopped, double IPA. Jesus. Okay. It's got a plethora of hops in it. It has Eldorado, Citra, Eureka, Mosaic, Incognito, uh, Cryo, Amarillo, uh, Azaka, Strata, and mm. Normal Amarillo. Why you would use the two of them, I don't know, but anyway. So it's a, before I get to the label, it's a beautiful little, uh, it's actually a deeper sort of ambery color than that showing up on camera. It's a traditional West Coast American IPA, West Coast color. That's got mm. some crystal crystal malt in there to give it a nice ambery color. It's not hazy. It's got a a thin body, which they lose points for. Uh, mm. But with the thinner body, it still doesn't taste nine percent. So. I'd really love to run this through an alkalizer and find out if it's actually 9% because there is absolutely zero alcohol burn on this in the slightest. For as lighter-bodied as it is, there's very little residual sugar in it whatsoever Mm. and there's no alcohol, there's no hint of the alcohol in there for something that's 9%, which I don't want to throw shade on my fellow brewers, but... (laughs) The, 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 I do question when you say nine percent and there's no alcohol content there at all.
1: I don't know. Um, so a couple of people on Untapped, and I know it's crowdsourced. It's not the most accurate place place to go or reliable place to go for info. But a couple of people in their notes have mentioned that it has a rich, boozy body. So you might have just had a sample where it's doomed hive of scum and villainy is Untapped.
2: <laughs> <taptic. laughs> so I, hey. I don't
0: like that 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 it's not showing alcohol that's a if it's if it is nine percent and it's reading at nine percent then as an absolute credit to the brewers because that is like smashable Mm. it's nice and light the 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 hop character in there is some resinous piney characters it's not overly fruity it's not overly Mm. tropical on that side it really leans into that sort of piney side of it rather than the and I guess some deeper fruits, some deep, deeper, sort of orangey characters to it rather than anything else. It's a really enjoyable beer. It's really, really, really nice. And I would quite happily buy more of that next time and smash it a lot, even though it's 9% in a 440 can. Mm. So it's kind of scary. So
1: yeah, go. I think this is a rebrew. So they've they've also got. So Bright released released uh, their Mystic Imperial IPA at nine percent February last year, mm-hmm. um, and now this is their DDH Double IPA. So I suspect it's a like it's a re-release. It's a it's a rebrew but with a tweak on the recipe with the, the where they've added the double dry hopping.
0: So we might be getting some overlap in
1: uh, beer reviews on Untapped. That's also potentially true, although. Mm. I don't know. I'm seeing like no, no, no. So the original yeah, Mystic, they, they they would have listed them
2: separately. Well, they should have. They have. Uh, yeah, that,
0: that, just because they list them separately doesn't mean the twits that fucking use Untapped have selected oh, the
2: right beer when they've gone. You do not it. have to tell me about.
1: That. <laughs> <laughs> okay. True, so. but apart from apart from two in April last year, um, the reviews for the original Mystic. Imperial IPA stopped in December 2021. So, I don't okay. think there is cross-pollination. Okay. I'm just saying that it's a it's the second time they've made a mystic beer. Well, you
0: know what? Fucking come at me if you think this is boozy because it's not. This is a smashable, go and sit out the back in a nice spring summer day and happily drink your worries away with a 440 mil can of a double dry hopped 9%. Okay? <laughs> it's fucking on your delicious.
2: And yeah. I Well, this actually raises an interesting point because I had a beer that I was reviewing for a magazine the other day. Um that Which magazine, I- Tom?
1: sorry. You can plug yourself, mate.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I can. There's as many tools I can use to plug myself. Um uh <laughs> that got better
0: good. <laughs> were we were we talking about the dwarven butt plug on on <laughs> recording or off <laughs> recording last time? <laughs>
2: Because that was such a good little segment
0: Angular. that I can't remember <laughs> Angular. I can't remember if it was on or off no, because we were it making so- it, was, it, was, it, was, it was
2: during. Oh, we home. were making I think so it was many just jokes. We cracked into the large moon dogs at uh, Pete's <laughs> place.
1: We weren't even. We weren't even recording. It was because I didn't hear that content, or I would oh, probably- didn't. You? Oh, yeah, I think that I- was
2: when Pete was playing actually with the, the printer. I oh, I mean, yeah, oh was no, before we no. started. That um, was right at
0: the start. Yeah, me and me and Tom that were talking about that. Wouldn't stop me, you know me. Um, dwarven, styled butt plugs and how they'd be quite I, angular. I was
1: present for that conversation. <laughs> yes, it just was. Would be quite angular. <laughs>
2: um, yes, no. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I was. I, I do some beer reviews for Beer and Brewer Magazine, which is a wonderful uh, read if you ever get a chance to read it. Um, and it's it's a bit of fun. It's I get too creative. I got to. Actually, I got to review a beer that we've done on the podcast. Um, and because we did it on the podcast, I have written probably the best piss take review in that the beer is called Knock on Wood. So I've literally written my review in um, Bare Naked Ladies lyrics.
1: Um, <laughs> we've actually Barenaked reviewed ladies? that yeah.
2: twice. Not Bare Naked Ladies. Who am I thinking of? Mighty Mighty Boss Stones.
1: Yeah, mighty Mighty oh, yeah, Boss Stones.
2: Okay. Yes. Uh, so I use the lyric structure from the first verse and the chorus to write my review, and I'm really hoping they just print it. They have before. Um, Gift just usually, I mean, I know he opens it and goes, oh, for fuck's sake, Tom," um, <laughs> just goes, "Fuck it, whatever." Uh, so they're, they're, they are a bit of fun. I get to do them a couple of couple of times, but yes, I was reviewing a, a sour beer from a brewery. I'm not going to name them. I'm not going to name the beer. Um, it was uh, infected as fuck. But then I went to untap to go like, "Ooh, is this a bad run or did I just get a bad can?" And I think, unfortunately, I just got a bad can. Um, it's a, it was a, a, a
1: fortunately, sour. Fortunately, you got a well, bad yes, can. Yeah.
2: Unfortunately for my taste buds, fortunately <laughs> yes. for the beer run, um, <laughs> yeah. and it was that why I did send it to you guys. That it was, it was the sour beer that was just like super bitey, super sharp, had none of the vanilla taste in it. Um, but that's actually one of the times where using crowdsourcing of untapped has been useful because I've seen other people being like, oh, I'm getting so much vanilla from this. Mm. And I'm like, cool, I got absolutely none. I know a shop nearby that has some. I'm gonna go get another can just to test yeah. it. Um yeah. So that that is that is sometimes the usefulness of untapped and the crowdsourcing. Otherwise it, yeah, absolute hive of scum and
1: villainy. Just Pure trash, like everything else on the internet, right? It's populated by people. What are you talking about?
2: Reddit is the most wholesome website.
1: (laughs) Fuck! You want to find something that's less less reliable than Wikipedia? Go to Reddit. Yes, Um, that's true. But they've got some gems too. I love it. I've I've, because I've been planning some hikes. I'm a part like I read the ultralight subreddit, and then there's another one that I enjoy even more called ultralight jerk. And it's just piss takes of the people in the Ultralight channel saying, I've got a spork made of titanium and it cost me $70, but it's only two grams. Aren't I cool? And someone else pops up and says, yeah, but, you know, you could have lost some extra weight if you'd cut it in half because you don't need that much of a fucking spork. You only need this much. Anyway, carry on. You need a that, pick. You don't need a spork. Probably didn't make any sense the way that I described that, but. So I just want to make the last little points on this that I was talking
0: about, about the can. So it is one of those uh, print direct to can labels. The scratch and, uh,
1: scratch and sniff cans. The scratch <laughs> and sniff cans. Uh,
0: but this is what I was talking about a few weeks ago. Ooh, when whereas we mine's
2: kind of... That's
0: <laughs> <on>. <laughs> it's a label. Um, so this is what I was talking about a few weeks ago about what the potential future of this sort of printing is or what the limitations of this printing are. Uh, mm. I was talking about the metallic colour uh, that you can get when printing a label, depending on the stock you use, uh, mm. over what this this printing is capable of. And they actually have metallic elements and matte yeah. elements on this can. So you can see... Yeah. Uh, it's a bit
2: harder to see. No, this, you can see This it. section here has got some more no, shine yeah, to it. Yeah, goldy, now that it's green. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So there is... Mm.
0: And, I mean, it's quite they're using it as quite a clever contrast here between one side of the mountain and the other side of the mountain in their yeah. in their labeling here so and actually yeah the blue there as well is all metallic. is metallic as and well yeah, the rest of this is is uh the rest of this up here has a not a matte element to it but a more layered element to it so the 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 technology is obviously advancing in this direct to can printing that's done by um east coast canning uh within mm. the country in small runs as well i've i've heard some i haven't spoken to them directly but i think i will be not for us to use but just out of pure interest mostly for the podcast so i can talk to it that uh, is about the costing of what this costs to get it done direct to can over what labels cost direct uh, over what things like visi and amcor can do for full print runs
3: mm. yeah,
0: i know people might not give a fuck but i do and um this goes to Pete, you caring about technical shit and me caring yeah. about this sort of te- technical
1: shit. So. Yeah, absolutely. It's and I like the, colors. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the pretty colours. I just I just had a picture of I just in my mind of Tom cross-eye looking at a butterfly landing on his nose. Just with a crayon in I don't know chair. why. Just but I'm holding the crayons like like knives. Just <laughs> I won't draw. <laughs> uh shall we move it? I can't believe it's 26 minutes into the second session and we Hey, we had we had a lot to talk about
2: about these things. I was lied to. Dan discovered a new scratch and sniff. Um, (laughs) We both had really good beers. There was dwarven butt plugs at one point. Like, I'm sorry, (laughs) that is a roller coaster of (laughs) emotion. That our that's a
0: journey on his own. (laughs) (laughs) If you would say that was an unexpected journey,
1: yeah. Uh, Continue. Yes. So, trailer trash (laughs) going on an adventure. Uh, Evil Dead Rise. We finally got a trailer, Dan. We finally got a proper trailer, <laughs> and I was not
2: disappointed.
1: It was. And I haven't watched it because I no. forgot
2: to look at the notes. Anyway, a- scary, scary stuff happens. I'm sure.
1: Is it a part scary, of scary the? Stuff. Is it a part of the Evil Dead franchise? Is it a con- continuity, or is this something the just-
0: new oh. Evil Dead? So the from the 2018 less, Evil Dead less franchise. camp, more actual horror is what I yeah. got out of that trailer. Yeah, you know what? That was the Is I think that that a was good the thing only, or a bad thing? That was, well, that was kind of the only thing that disappointed me that like I just I just wanted to see Ash. I was really just hoping that no, he's not, because Bruce Campbell's basically but even before the game, he said he was he was done with Ash. Like he was retiring yeah. Ash. He was retiring, after Ash, the series, didn't he? After, after Ash versus yeah. the Evil Dead, he was retiring, he wasn't gonna play Ash again. Um, and he does consult on these sort of things with yeah. with um, Sam Raimi. So that, I think you'll find it's just both of them. Fun now, yeah, yeah. Both of them will be executive producers. You'll see. There is one point in the trailer where you see a car park, but it's too quick. But I am pretty sure I saw the Delta in the uh, in the car park, which is Ash's car, which is actually Sam Raimi's car,
3: mm, and, right.
0: and and appears in all of Sam Raimi's movies. Um, so it's a continuation of the, as far as I understand, it, the two thousand eight Evil Dead movie, which. I fucking love, and I think it was fantastic. And just if you're a horror fan, uh, go and watch it because all of the effects in it are practical. And mm. the the main actress in it fucking hated the last uh, sequence because she was covered in corn syrup, blood for <laughs> like, and rain. It was raining this shit for the whole sequence. She absolutely hated it for the whole time she was filming it, which was days of being just covered in this shit. To film the final the final sequence and like that sort of stuff i love because she had an experience on that movie that she now associates but even though she didn't hate the experience on the whole movie it was just that filming of that one thing and that i think to me makes someone more invested in their their character within the movie and even the longevity of that movie um and I'm rambling a bit here on a movie that I loved. I'm not talking about the one that well, is, it's, it's, we're talking it's, about I should now. Say
2: it's it's the same thing that happened in in Helms Deep. They had to shoot Helms Deep in the middle of New Zealand in winter, and they had in to the put rain. fake rain in. Yeah. And they gave everyone on that cast shirt saying, "I survived the battle of the filming of the battle of Helms Deep." Yeah. But it also they said that it in, it, it it enhanced the rage of the Maori mm. guys playing the urukai warriors because yeah. they're like. I'm so fucking sick of running around in this fucking rain. and <laughs> I'm actually now starting to get ragey. and then yeah. like it it just it affected everyone, but it made the battle that much more intense. And it shows it's things like that. Yeah. It's like it's it's like a weird psychological experiment you do on actors
3: to enhance
2: <laughs> that for for us. and I love it, and I will do it again. hundred <laughs> percent like in Mia, uh, oh, actually, she's in it. I just looked
0: at the. I've got the cast listing up, and Mia's in it. Um, uh, she got to the. I don't think it's the same girl though. Anyway, I have to have a look into that. But she. There's a point where she yells at the uh, the 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 creature that that she's fighting in the mm. final mm. sequence, and she yells at it, and you can just see that there's just this. There's something extra in there, and that, yeah. And I saw that before. I saw the behind the scenes stuff. And uh, you can just tell there's some there's some extra emotional element in there that she's mm. just fucking fed up and over <laughs> it. Um, and the Evil Dead Rise, I was I was thrilled to see it. It was it was equal amounts scary and Evil Dead and mm. um, the the Deadite inhabiting the uh, Alyssa Sutherland character Ellie, the mother. Um, it seems to be set in an apartment building. Uh, she seems to be in, this is no spoilers, it's all in the trailer, going down an elevator to the washroom, gets, uh, slammed up against the wall in traditional evil dead way and inhabited by the deadite, and then goes up to the very small apartment and, uh, her sister and her children are there. And she looks like she proceeds to hunt the family within the apartment. Um, it looks like it might get down to the apartment car park at some stage, uh, and the art. It arcing, looks pretty fucking this, this feels very yeah.
2: dread. the, yeah, the yeah. color and dread. Set in like, one yeah. building. One building. That, I love it when pe- I love it when films do that.
0: And I this think is it's what so I cool. Yeah. Love about these sort of things. It's not about saving the world. It's just about saving <laughs> the stories. people present. It's small yeah. stories, and it's it's funny that those small stories are so much more. I, I guess you associate compelling? with them more and they're compelling rather than yeah. this large-scale save the world, save the universe, save the galaxy, whatever. It's so much more compelling. You, you, you're trapped in a, an apartment building with the, for these kids, their mother that has been inhabited by a fucking deadite and is yeah. going to hunt them for this whole movie. And, like, we all have mothers, whether you get along with your mothers or not. I hope you get along with your mothers because they're wonderful people most of the time. And it's it's something that ninety-five to ninety-eight to ninety-nine percent of the population can associate can relate with relate to. If, if your mother got inhabited, what would you do? How would you react? And and what would you expect from? Oh, there double and- tap
2: to the head. <laughs> 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 no excuse. Oh I've watched Lumby Land enough. You've, you've uh, got to yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd do so, it to you too. Yeah, no, I would I
0: would expect you to. Yeah. Um I, I it's great. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I was looking forward to it before we even saw this trailer, even mm. when we only had a name to it. It's yeah. got all of those Evil Dead aspects to it, and I think you can all hear how much I love Evil Dead. But mm, yes. yes, let's go.
1: Oh, before we get into Renfield, I just quickly wanted to mention something I forgot um, when we were talking about uh, Witcher Blood Origin that's just going to make it blood boil, and then we can bring the mood back up with Renfield. Um, I read also that the showrunner is... So they're going to run seasons four and five back-to-back. So you've got season three, obviously, with um, the last Cavill season coming out. Seasons four and five are filming back-to-back, mm. then another animated movie. Then they're going to do, and she has said that she wants to do a family-friendly PG-rated Witcher series set in the same universe. None of it will go ahead. How the fuck do you get a PG thirteen series in a world of beheadings of oh I know of, I know I know exactly how to do it child torture of slavery and I can I can the most PG-13 brutal, brutal violence yeah. it's 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 a
2: it's a Gwent tournament we're getting a featured <laughs> film <laughs> Gwent tournament they're literally just going
1: to sit there and play fucking cards. Yeah. It's gonna be I'd like watch watching it. a magic watch watch out of it. I'd
2: yeah. watch
0: it too. Yeah. I'd
2: also then correct all their moves because I am the <laughs> Gwent master. Like this.
0: <laughs> oh, Tom, <laughs> I found my Gwent cards.
1: We're just getting further off I've lost off mine. Off mine. Off mine. track, but
2: <laughs> um We should I, play around just- a round of Gwent. How yep. disconnected. I'll be the innkeeper. You can come into batch one day, and I'll be <laughs> polishing the bar. And then you can come in. You can give. Me, I'll actually just print off a rare Gwent card to keep, and you can pay me for it. We'll play that out <laughs> one day for you. Yeah, that's your next birthday present. You can okay. come in and play yep. the innkeep for yep. a Gwent card.
1: Yep, yep. Cool. Um, You'll lose though. Well, it depends on how many spy spy masters spies. Oh, he has? it's all about spies. It's yeah. all about the spy yeah. master. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You end up with. Ten, ten extra cards. Um, just how disconnected are you from the intellectual property that you think you can make a PG thirteen, or that you should make a kid friendly series set in the Witcher world? It's just mind blowingly disconnected from. So, the the yeah, so the PG thirteen rating. What does I guess no the, swearing, no violence. It's we're not talking. It's M. violence up until the point, isn't it? PG. not a lot. Like you're talking yeah. caravan of courage level violence. Yeah, okay. um, You get some, but, I mean, you're not going to get gore. You're not going to get blood. You're not going to get beheadings. You're not going to get, you know. So they do that all
2: off screen. It's
1: all alluded to. Yeah, yeah, they've all just got stubs where their pointy ears should be. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just an inappropriate franchise to try and shoehorn into a kid-friendly series, probably just so they can sell toys. That's. I mean, that's the cynic in me is just. (laughs) But. Yeah, I disagree with that. Well, no, maybe.
0: You, you could be right, but what fucking toys have they got to sell? I mean- well, All the Witcher characters, because then once, once you've what got kids, the- What kids play with toys these days, Pete?
1: Yeah, true. True. Maybe <laughs> it'll be a fucking NFT. Who knows? You can- <laughs> No, there'll be Nerf Twin Swords, and you can-, you can them out. I'd fucking yeah. buy those. They, they, I'd put those on the wall
0: behind me. <laughs> They're just- they're just, um, they're just, they're just clutching Mewking at straws Akashka, here. This, yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to die. the the whole The whole thing will die. With, I think it was three. destined to
1: die as soon as Cavill pulled the plug.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And yeah, it,
1: it, and you know what?
2: And then it will go back to just being. It'll go back to just being the game, and it will come back to us, and we'll get to just nurse it back to health, and <laughs> then we'll find someone else a new Cavill. You know, a new hope, if you will, who will carry the 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 the, the, the series torch. forward again? Well, yeah.
0: who knows yeah. what we're going to get with the the Witcher four? I mean, it, we know it's a new school, we know it's a new story, we know it's a new saga. So as soon hmm. as this Cavil Geralt story dies, which let's look, let's not beat around a bush. It needs, well, I think we've said, it needs to. Um, yep.
2: They'll just they'll God's just latch on. His, he's played his story, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: yeah. They'll yeah. just they'll just latch on to whoever CD Projekt Red developed now and yeah. bastardize their stories and butcher it and play that out for another couple of million dollars
1: for the next five years. I'm hoping Netflix just pulls pulls a pin. I They've, do, got, to They've yeah. got to be close. They've got
0: to be close. I'm sorry, uh I, I hope I hope Netflix pull the pin, and I hope Amazon fucking buy the rights and give it back to Cavill.
1: That would be a lovely turn of (laughs) events.
3: Like,
1: mm, Renfield. 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 I'm going
2: to get this back on track. It's not rare that I get it. It's rare that I get actually back on track. Let's uh, (laughs) let's let's do that for for once. I love the fact that they gave Nicholas Holtz an excuse to use his beast skills in another film. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. How did you not? When he like climbs up the second level in that bar, it's just like, holy shit, beast is here.
0: I think I, I think I completely blanked out my mind that they butchered Beast within those X Men movies and didn't make him Beast the whole time. Mm. So mm. yes, I love Nicholas Holt in that character. I love uh, Kelsey Grammer oh, I, uh, in that character. So,
1: hang on. In fairness, the only time he was a human character was when they were First telling class. the origin story of how he got trapped in the Beast form. They gave him the serum. They yeah.
0: gave they gave him the serum that he, took he, away. He, his he beast made
2: form. he made the own, made right. the own cure. Yeah,
1: cure. which is actually how he.
2: No, I'm getting into a deep dive into how <laughs> the beast was created. X Men. Oh, look at me pulling yeah. the reins on myself. Yeah. Like it
0: was it was it was how, it was how he went from a man man colored shaped beast. He was trying to develop <laughs> yeah. a formula. He was an,
2: he was an ape man. Yeah, yeah.
0: He was trying to develop a formula to get rid of that, and ended up more of a beast than the beast he yeah. was. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Um, but yes, uh, the first thing I thought when I saw him zooming around the room in that, I was like, "Oh, cool! They found a way to use Nick Holt's uh, beast training. That's good. That's good. <laughs> That's good. That's good, That's yeah. good using uh, reusing thing." Um, Nick Cage looks like a fantastic Dracula. Oh, how yeah. much
1: do you think? Oh, he's perfect for it. How yeah, how yeah. much do you think he's actually in the movie though? Because the the trailer probably not much. Yeah, the trailer seemed to indicate that he was more a presence driving the plot than he was an actual character, and he'll be in it. But yep. I just got oh, the impression he won't be in a maybe. much. he
0: yeah. He'll be the big bad.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But he got he looks but, like Christopher Lee. They've just thrown he, the makeup yeah. on him to look like Christopher Lee
2: and it's just S- uh, Slick yeah. the hair back and yep. yeah, yeah. Um, the yeah.
1: Some good supporting Great. cast in here. Aquafina, who's from Crazy Rich Asians. Um, she's been in a bunch of other oh, stuff, yeah. but that's where I'm. Yeah, yep. sh- that's where I yes. pick her from. Um, i am going to butcher this name, but Shura, uh Agdashlu. Um, she's the she's an Indian American. Uh, I believe she's she got an Indian heritage. Um, oh, going to regret saying that. Sorry, she's from Iran. Oh the of. Fu- anyway, um, it was far she- more a Muslim name than a. You're right, it was, I should have picked up on that, but um, she was a very important part of The Expanse, um, which is where I first picked her up from, but she's been in a bunch of other stuff. Her voice is extremely recognisable and she's done voices for a bunch of games. She's in Arcane, she's uh, Grayson the voice of Grayson in the Arcane TV series, which is the League of Legends mm-hmm. animated. Yeah, yeah. Which one's Grayson? Just, I was
0: just trying to work out which one Grayson is as well. <sighs> yeah, Obviously I, not one of
1: the main ones. She's also the voice of Gozer uh, in Ghostbusters Afterlife. Goza, the Gozarian. Yes. Um Oh, it's not the old older lady, yes, is it?
2: She's Yeah, yes. yeah, she's the police oh, chief in yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, she's the lady from expanse. Yeah, sounds like she expanse. smoked I, a million cigarettes, yeah. 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 yeah but yeah. most of time. I her couldn't life. answer yeah. that question because I haven't seen Arcane yet. I've actually started yeah. watching it, but I was i watched oh, half oh, an episode, but it was pretty so good. It was pretty pissy. Well,
0: well Pete, Tough. I would uh, I apologize because I have referred to her as an Indian heritage lady back yeah. in the day when I spoke about the expanse.
1: I actually think it's because of her accent. Yeah. Because um, I just, I yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, she's, she's a great, great. actress. She's great. she's great. Yeah, she's fantastic. She keeps popping up a lot over so the last- So she's
0: doing Goza's voice she... while Olivia she's Wilde done, she's is She's done a bunch of thinking,
2: yeah. um, video game voices as well. She's done yes, so she many video game voices. yeah Like
1: I said, she's got a very distinctive sounding voice. but some support, I think she's in Mass Effect as well. But okay. Yep, she is. I think she, she is. is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah um I mean as a supporting character along with Aquafina it's a pretty strong supporting cast um anyway it just looks like fun yeah oh yeah. looks so it's, fun it's, yeah it's familiar but new mm. and it just looks like I hope they keep it to... small because it looks like a dinner party kind of conversation for the trailer mm. uh, it looks obviously like an the AA whole... meeting like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yeah. yeah, so the therapy right. circle yeah yeah but i obviously the whole the whole movie can't be set in that one place, in that one room with that one set. But hopefully they do keep it kind of that small. I know. I actually wanted to get batshit crazy.
2: I Like, and pun intended. I wanted to get so fucking, like, unnecessarily gory in parts. (laughs) Like, I think it would be so much fun. Like, just looking at that trailer already, if, if, like, if that's got, like, because, you know, Nick Holt eats the bug and then he's like, I'm like super mode. But, like, does it like it's like almost like doing like a weird superhero origin story where it's like then he goes out and starts patrolling, but then he just absolutely just murders a bunch of innocent people <laughs> unintentionally. And it's just like, just do the whole oh shit dude, you're unhinged. unhinged. Like, yeah,
0: rip, rip the arms off and like the blood spurts coming out of the stumps. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, sort of yeah, shit. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. I, I yeah. can't wait. It looks, I think it looks super fun. I'm very excited for that.
1: Yeah, uh, and definitely. our third, third and final trailer is Ant Man Quantumania. Um, which the- focused
2: a lot more. I don't know if you guys have watched it yet, but it focuses a lot more on Kang as the villain. Yeah. They they do, unfortunately, whether it's a, a herring or not, but they do in one split second blink, or you miss a moment. You do see Modok in the the back, the Modok thing, the big head in the floaty chair. Um, the the what is it? The m- multi organism designed only for killing um, is what his name stands for. Isn't um, he more of an X Men thing than a Marvel thing, or is it more of a? No, no, no. He's he's a traditional Marvel character. He's he's not X Men focused. He's more Fantastic Four. Oh, I'm thinking was, of
0: Mojo. Don't worry, I'm thinking of Mojo. You are
2: thinking Mojo World, and that is definitely an X Men character, yeah, and that's the yeah. big alien cyborg, yeah, yeah, Spider Legs, yeah. Mojo, Mojo um, TV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Modok is um MODOK was actually the big bad in the Square Enix Avengers um game. Um so he's, he's the, essentially like a Brainiac character.
1: Yeah, it, it looks like a is that the the big robot helmet with the little tiny little arms coming off of his ears shouldn't be? Yes, they? he's essentially a giant
2: yeah. head with little little arms floating out the side and little legs and he's in a floaty chair. Um yeah. but it's uh yeah, it 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 is a little bit too revealing in who is playing the character of Modok. I'm not going to say it here for in case people haven't seen it and don't want to see it. Um but yeah, yeah, it is a previous character. From the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, who's involved in that? Um, from what we see in that little split second kind of thing, can you um, tell me later? Yes, yes, I, I can message. Thanks. So. Tell you now, uh, but it's Jonathan Majors as Kang. Um, he's a brilliant actor. I'm a big fan of his, um, especially after Lovecraft uh, Country. Um, I he's in he a lot quite- of stuff recently. Yeah, he's he's definitely he's up and coming. He's yeah, yeah. He's, he's getting he's getting bigger and better, he's getting out there. <clears throat> Um, but from all 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 reports I've seen of it and reviews of the trailer and um, from people much more versed in Marvel lore than I, they're, they're actually very confident that this, despite the fact that the Ant-Man films have never really been consequential to what's going on in the rest of the Marvel universe, this one feels like it actually might be a good Kickstarter for the rest of the multiverse yeah. saga, well, um, which I is mean, like it- a nice little... Redemption almost for the character. Um, like Paul Rudd's brilliant, I think he's great as an actor. He is
1: brilliant, Um, and I think he, I think they cast him perfectly to play because Scott Lang version of Ant Man. I understand what you're saying about Ant Man movies being a little bit less consequential to the rest of the the MCU. Um, but I think that was by design. He is, it's almost like the comic relief guy, yeah. Um, yeah so first and foremost, I completely agree Jonathan Majors is fucking brilliant, and he was brilliant as Kang in the end of Loki season yeah. two season two no season one the only season we've got sorry season yeah. one season two um, this- i I don't know they've they've they've, they've slowed down their release m c u has slowed down their releases for t v and movies this year to say that they need to refocus their attention on Quality over quantity. So they finally seems like they're listening to fans about Mm. stop churning out fucking cloned turds. Yeah, right. But I question that news coming out alongside this trailer, where it's made clear in the trailer that basically Ant Man's about to completely ignore all the mistakes that Wanda made and make the same mistakes all over again. Wanda couldn't accept her loss and was prepared to sacrifice the entire fucking universe to get a kid's back that didn't even exist in the first place. And then we've already gone through, I mean, funnily enough, Doctor Strange 2 was more about her than it was about Doctor Strange. Okay, yeah. whatever. But now the big the big draw card or the big power or control that that Kang has over... Um, Ant Man is you missed out on some time with your daughter, so why don't you destroy the fucking universe to get? Yeah, that but time you know back? how Marvel trailers are. How contrived! I, yeah. I hope you're right because yeah. it feels like a pretty contrived plot device. Given that that character has just witnessed what what someone else did with exactly the same kind of situation, I hope I'm wrong. Well, but that popped yeah, into my yes head while and, I was yes watching
2: and, it. I guess yes and no in the fact that I don't think that Scott Lang's character would know whatever the. Happened to Wanda?
1: like they're not as connected. He's anymore. surprisingly clued in when he pops up in Avengers, though. Like he seems to to know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, but
2: I don't. So think maybe, he, like,
1: but that's the whole thing. Like the Doctor Strange
2: side of the MCU is meant to be a bit more separate,
1: like segregated. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it yes, also depends. I, I, we also, don't know.
2: I also firmly believe that that is a massive trailer red herring. scenario. Yeah.
1: Well, hopefully they only get sued for miss for misleading advertisement. Um well no because I'm sure covered. all the characters will be in it. So there <laughs> yeah, you go. They're they're covered. Yeah. 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 Um shall we move off Trailer Trash? Did you have anything else to add on Quantumania? Uh no. There was I. I should
2: have written it down, but there was only I'll That's fine. I'll probably talk I'll talk about it next one. There's another trailer for a movie that I saw, uh Jim Gaffigan movie about him being a backyard astronaut, which looks delightfully indie, which I think would really yeah, cool. actually um Hit all our kind of uh, fun zones. Um, that'd be yeah. I'll fi- I'll, I'll write down. I, it only just released last night. I'll find. I'll find it for next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Otherwise, nah, We're all good. There's no game trailers because no one's announced seeing, anything in the last two weeks. No, the only things we've really seen are more um, like sizzle reels for what's
1: coming out in the first quarter. Shitloads yeah. coming out. Yeah. So there, the drought is release. going to end soon. Well, yes. The drought. Um, if you don't look at your backlog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Dan's t- uh, taking a quick break, obviously. Now he's got to get his second beer or fourth beer for the night. Yes. Unfortunately, we kind of stuck without him. Here we. Here he is. Uh, well, you could could have talked about your fourth beer, Tom, in the meantime. Should we do I've fourth beer? I've got to get mine. Okay. So. You get yours. Dan, start talking about yours. Happy days. Yes, boss.
0: Oh, right away, boss. Make, don't, make, don't hit me. Let me talk about it before I'm even pouring it. That's so right. I'll just, I'll, I can just clip. It. It's all good. We'll make it as easy for you as you can.
2: You go. I'll song go, and go. dance for everybody. <laughs> We're doing <laughs> a thing while Dan pours his beer. Fucking scary. Pour you your beer and put it in your glass and everybody's going to listen to Dan now.
0: Cool. Now I have a, another printed can uh, from- Scratchy can. Scratch can uh, boat rocker boat rocker in Queensland in Brisbane under there in Brisbane or just out of Brisbane? They're... Everyone's
1: in Fortitude Valley.
0: Oh no, they're in boat rockers in New South in Victoria. Huh. I thought <laughs> boat rocker was in <laughs> Queensland. Two suburbs so,
2: over. just
0: yeah, two suburbs, couple of thousand kilometers. It's all good. <laughs> all good. Rocking the boat since two thousand and nine. Really? What's it called, that. Dan? Hmm. The beer. Okie okey stout okey dokie stout. See, no, that's not how you read things. You read things from top to bottom. You don't <gasps> I read- I also
2: have a boat rocker beer. Oh, there wow. we go. Wow. <laughs> you don't go hey, stout
3: dokie.
2: <laughs> okie
0: stout dokie. It's what it says. It says yeah. okie stout dokie. Okie stout dokie.
2: This is like the it's when it's like live, laugh, love, but it's written like yeah. Horizontally, uh, vertically, and people read it as like alien <laughs> yeah, script. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> Completely agree. Um, it's the Oak Age Stout, obviously. It is, uh, there's an alcohol in here, so it was
2: 7.5%. There's an um, alcohol in here somewhere.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, rich, loaded with classic British hops with a big British roast malt. Uh, Given in some American oak, um, American oak, yep, American oak, full-bodied, uh, yeah. Let's. Just and they use it.
1: chips, not not staves. I
0: think that's what it says. Yep. Uh, that was a statement, not a question. It was American, a callback. American uh, it actually doesn't say on the can. Oh, Okay, it, it just says American untapped. American oak to create full-bodied Moorish stouts with a pleasant oak finish.
1: That no, was no, more they, a callback it,
2: maybe to because us. because it's, it's a very British beer. They use fish and chips.
1: <sighs> Peace <it>. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, cool. yeah. It was a callback that we got twenty-five minutes of of content talking about Stave's last episode. Oh, do, oh, did, really? Did we really did. We quite drunk. Oh. That no, wasn't 25 minutes. It was long.
2: I did have to re watch the uh, Are You Winning Sun segment, and I was like, oh, dear Christ, we are toasted.
1: <laughs> oh, we were toasted. I, I, I think I talked about um, Death Stranding. But I don't think I communicated anything that I wanted to. Not really. Head. No. No. So. Not
2: much was said in the way of actual words and sentences <laughs> in that
1: section. I know that when I get to that point of drunk, I do tend to switch off and I just kind of grunt every now and then. <laughs> anyway, Dan, beer, good. Mm, it's okay.
0: Dan, beer, good. It's okay. 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 It's okay. Okay. Is it okay? Yeah, it's o, it's okay. Tom, um,
1: <laughs> the
0: dad jokes tonight. There, Tom. there was kind of where I was going with it, but it's it's,
2: it's over nine thousand.
0: <laughs> it's okay.
2: It's fine. Say it's okay again, motherfucker! <laughs> I <laughs> double dare you.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's it is okay. It's it's fine. (laughs) It's quite thin. It's this is this is is, this is my this is my brain running through these flavor profiles
2: and what it should be.
0: It's it's thinner than I It's very surprising
2: that Boat Rocker would do a thin stout, given their pedigree. (sighs) It
0: isn't. It isn't. It's thin on the like. It's got. It's got quite a bit of sugar on it, but I guess it's thin on the flavor side of it, where it drops off quite quickly. It's not thick and sugary. How like it's no, it's obviously nowhere near a milk stout or anything like that. But you do expect mm. some of these barrel aged stouts to have a bit of a higher sugar content, so they are a bit thicker. I guess it's thinner than what I expected for an oak aged. It's got quite a bit of chocolate on there, probably more chocolate than roast than I would like personally and more chocolate than I would expect for a stout. Mm. I would ex- expect that level of chocolate kind of in a porter, maybe not a stout. It's not as astringent or uh, roast mold astringent or roasty as what I would expect from a stout. It's mm. more chocolatey. Milkshakey sort of side of things, even though it's not super sweet or anything like that, the oak comes through. It it does, but it's not. Once again, that, not I think it's enough to it. break through all the other shit. Yeah, going yeah that's on. Uh, that's
2: exactly it. It's not
0: you're losing I guess what that.
2: kind of oakiness comes through because like the last couple of ones we've had, which have been oak, fuck <clears throat> off door, um, have been uh more <laughs> like that like there was the, the 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 white wine um oakiness mm. like that like mm. i wouldn't pair that with like if you had some big bold like barossa shiraz buds you were you were using for oak in that that would be
0: delightful or it's it's almost it's almost like a whiff on the back palate it's not adding to the like the oak isn't the wood isn't adding to the bitterness and the astringency that should be Coming through on these sort of things and kind of creating the rounded out character on it. It's kind of just a. a it's kind of a not an afterthought. A, yeah, it's it's just a a whiff on the back end of it
2: rather is than. Is it someone thinking about oak in the other room while you're drinking <laughs> that beer?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's yeah. it's that it's that oakiness is quite subtle, perhaps because it is oak chips that are added rather than matured in oak barrels.
0: Yeah, and that is what comes through in this. It's, like I said, it's just it's, it's a whiff of it and then it tapers off and then you're left with the chocolate to round back through. Mm. It's not bad. It's not mm. a bad beer in any way, shape or form. It's quite pleasant and quite lovely and hides its 7% booze or whatever it is, 7.5% booze very well. Once again, going on the 9%, which I don't think is 9% because I'm not completely pissed. <laughs> It's just not a oak-aged stout that I would be hoping for. I'd be wanting that roast, that real heavy, dark roast malt, not chocolate, a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of upfront chocolate, a lot of roast, a lot of astringency, and then a lot of back-end oak and wood to come through from the the barrel or the wood or whatever you're doing it on, not to end
1: like a milkshake. Yeah, so... So based on based on what you read off the can before you, when you bought it, it's like I most don't of my, read the cans, Pete. You would have seen oak. Right? Oh yeah, like, on the on
0: I read the front of the can. I didn't so, read so, the back of the can. Yeah,
1: yeah. out of five, <sighs> like most of Pete's sexual sexual experiences it failed to meet expectations.
0: Yeah, it did. Yes, and you had higher expectations for it than what actually delivered in the end. Hmm. Yeah, debatable. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: hey,
0: we're, we're
1: talking about the his side of it, not the, the other side of
2: it. Oh, right. <laughs> Context.
1: Context. Yes, very important. Yes, I was taking the piss out on myself. Um, no. No, you weren't. You dirty devil.
0: You know what? If they'd, if they'd said, and I know a barrel-aged porter is kind of a faux pas, but if they'd actually said porter mm. instead of stout, I'd rate them higher. But I think I'm gonna go
2: have to three two five on that. Three, two, five. Oh, why mm. is a barrel aged porter a faux pas?
0: Well, I mean they don't
2: really. I mean porters are
0: porters and brown ales and that are really just a uh, delicious. Yeah, oh, absolutely <laughs> delicious. Um, they they're more of a, a don't an age. Thing they're not they're usually a right. lower alcohol oh, yeah, yeah. and they're not usually lay it down and come back to it to develop kind of thing. they're the dark beer that you drink in the here and now rather than um, hmm. let's okay. let's chuck no, it on no, oak and come back to it in twelve months.
2: Yeah, look, I think more breweries need to do more brown ales and porters than they do fucking churn out imperial stouts because a lot of them don't really nail the imperial stout. A lot of them come either. Far too boozy, far too thick, far too rich. Or they try and do something like this where they age it and they age it on chips or they actually age it on staves and it's just like something happens and something goes wrong like three quarters of the way through the fermentation period and then you end up with this like weird off flavour. It's 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 just out of place. Whereas, yeah, yeah, I think a lot of them like should produce a few like I'm not saying they can't can't do imperial stouts or big barrel aged stouts or anything like that, but I think a more Australian breweries should do a good brown Allen porter. Mm. It's, it's almost like a pedigree thing. Mm. Yeah,
0: and I could be wrong here. I mean, people people are probably going to yell at me for saying stouts are meant to be more chocolatey, but
1: I think so. Like I really like just I, putting- any feedback on the show would be welcomed at this point anyway. Just <laughs> on, quietly. On, on the definitely
0: on the oak side of it, I just I mean stouts. You look at an oatmeal stout, you want it to be sort of chocolatey, roasty side of it. But mm. but this this is this just this. You know what? This actually is more a even though it doesn't have that real back end sweetness, it's more of a milk stout than a oak barrel aged.
2: And if it hadn't have called out oak stout so much, well, you don't make a focus of the oak if it's not coming through. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. it's, if it's not the thing that smacks you in the face, like all the way through the brew, you mm. probably shouldn't shouldn't call, call it, out. it out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Completely agree. Yeah, mm. three,
3: two, five out
1: of five. Yeah, because it's, cool. mm.
0: it's not bad. It's not bad in any way, shape, or form. It's an enjoyable product.
1: It just doesn't do meet expectations. the expectations. Yeah, I said sexual experiences. I meant sexual performances. It would have made a lot more sense. i of myself. It'd be better Tom? if you didn't mention that at all. Um, <laughs> you love it. Hey, you're my only subscriber on my
2: OnlyFans, so you that's can't say that. I now. am. Uh, no, you do some weird, weird, and wonderful shit. Um, Rubber chicken, bro. It's so useful. <laughs> uh, Peter, I'm drinking a beer that really is going to tickle your fancy because I know how much you love. Unnecessary tie-in beers to pop culture.
1: Um, <laughs>
2: I don't think I've ever much,
1: said a negative comment about that particular
2: concept. No, it's before. been it's been me. That was the, the play on right, okay. things. Um, no, I am drinking and oh, it is not no, well, there was one recently on that was particularly on the nose. It was the, it was actually, funnily enough, same same pop culture reference. Oh, it was the no, D. It's another
0: fucking back to future reference.
2: Oh. So This rocker. is the boat rocker flux, flux capacitator cracker. double IPA 9.2%. And let me tell it's you not, it's not
0: even it's not even 8.8%. <laughs> Come on.
1: They missed a trick there.
2: They <laughs> oh, did. But awful. can I read you the blurb? Yeah, go for uh. it. Here we go. Great Scott. Oh, it's a good- it's a, We're off to a start. Strong start. Awesome strong start. start. <laughs> we're going back. Back to the future. We'll need precisely 1.21 gigahops of punchiness to get us there. This beast of a beer is supercharged with a selection of classic hops alongside some futuristic flavour. Now, let me point out that flavour is spelt F-L-A-Y-V-A. Uh, to round out the journey, jump in for a big, bold, hoppy ride—the way IPAs used to be. I haven't tried this beer yet, but that blurb and the way they spelt flavour, I think, is a war crime,
1: um, <laughs> and should be punished accordingly. <laughs> not, 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 no, no hyperbole at all there. Um, at least they named a beer after a pop culture reference, and then went on to use that pop culture reference to describe the beer, as opposed to the other one we talked about where it was just the name and the artwork, and that was it.
3: Hmm.
2: But that's not of- the biggest, boldest West Coast IPA I've ever had, though. Mm. That's, that's actually relatively tame for a double West Coast IPA. I think it's the same thing you had with your last beer. Hmm. I might take you a little sample in a dropper and send it to you so you can test it on there. Um, that's too smooth. That's too smooth and one of those ones that I'm not getting any alcohol burn of. Some weird
1: any- shit going on tonight, fellas, because, again, untapped. First comment, very strong. Can feel and taste the 9.2%. Wouldn't oh, they, say it was the easiest they're weak. dipper to they're drink. Weak.
2: They're, they're They're subhumans. They're little goblins that come out of their cave and think they can rate a beer and know what they're talking about. Um, I've had double West Coast IPAs in recent recent months. The one I had recently uh, that really springs to mind is the White Bay um, Double West Coast. The Se- Se- you say it's Se- Sequoia, um, which I think is named after a section of the redwoods in California, and it was a piney fucking beast. Dear Christ, it was good. Um, I actually saw that it got written up on an, a very prominent american beer account uh, on instagram called don't drink beers and they usually tear beers to shreds and the dude had nothing to say but good things about this so like Mm. credit to the white bay crew for this beer because it is so deserving of that it is one of the best double west coast ipas if you can ever find it grab it drink it enjoy it this is a shadow of a cousin of what that beer is it is it has a piney bitterness to it and it might be the fact that it yeah sure it could probably be 9.2% i don't feel like it's 9.2% it's not hitting me like a 9.2% but it's like mellowing that like it it could be that melon, mellowing effect of the alcohol is like it's taking out that piney bitterness that you want from a big double double west mm. coast ipa and it's okay. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink it. I'm gonna enjoy it, but I'm not gonna remember it. Like mm. it seems like most of the effort went into the lightning bolts on the can. Like <laughs> and they look great. Like they're great lightning bolts. Don't get me wrong, the flames are very realistic for PS3 graphics. Um, but like it's it's not a big hit your face double West Coast IPA. It's 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 okay. It no uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess it's it's all right. It's lacking a punch. I want a punch. I want this beer to punch yeah. me in the face. Yeah.
1: I'm hoping well, you know, that
2: later, as it warms up, as I get through this glass, it's going to go. Hey Tom, you ready? This is delayed. I took the gloves off. Here you go. Bam. And I'm going to go. Holy shit, that's awesome. But. I don't know if it's the hop profile they use. They don't say what they use. I mean, they do say they use I've a selection never had of a... classic hops. So I'm imagining it's like Centennial and what Simcoe. Simco, yeah, yeah, like classic Mosaic. American hops kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Chinook Mosaic. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's not like I love uh, when I say I love a big bitter West Coast. I want I want a big bitter hit. I want it to be as Bitter as our view of Blood Origin, like that's how bitter I want it to be. <laughs> but this is this is not there. It's like it's it's it's
1: just lacking that
2: punch, and I, it's, um, it's a little disappointing.
1: I, I I don't. I mean, you said it might warm up and surprise you. I don't think I've ever had a, an IPA, much less a double IPA, where I've enjoyed it warming up. Usually, by the time I. I, it's not I like have, a stout. By like the time you have an IPA warm up, it just turns into this big mess. Mm, not necessarily. No, no I, disagree. Yeah. I disagree. I disagree because yeah. I've I've
2: had particularly West Coast style IPAs. I find once they warm up just slightly, um, this this, yeah, the, this that said though, this can this can has been sitting in the fridge until I went and and cracked it. So, um, like the, the, some of those flavors do come out and they do become more pronounced. Um, so I, I, I'm, I am going to sit in it. And hopefully, it's gonna it's gonna change in my my opinion of it. But right now, it's a it scrapes through a three. That's being generous. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's when I when I looked at the can, like obviously the can art grabbed me. So there's points for that. Um, but then the, the style in big silver letters saying double IPA grabbed me again. Mm. Um and I was like, oh yeah, that's it's all and then I was like, Oh shit, it's boat rocker. Fuck yeah, let's go. And then I've just been I've been led astray. And walked down a dark path and (laughs) into an alley and just we're gonna leave. Yeah. It's uh Um,
1: it's it's funny that we 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 had some error messages. We're two hours and forty minutes into our recording and we're hitting the spotlight.
2: Which, Which would remember. none
1: of us have prepared for? Oh. Oh, is it me. Yeah.
2: Oh, I've got my list. I can. There. I can read off my list. So, what are you complaining about? I'm so, <laughs> our spotlight. We're
1: prepared enough,
3: it, like,
2: Tom. So many. Cons- so many games need a VR update.
0: Wrote
1: right <laughs> that you. <laughs> I did. Yes, that's my contribution to this topic. Tom, you can introduce this topic. Okay. Um,
2: (laughs) The the, the spotlight we've chosen for this week was uh, for what franchises need new games. This was decided about approximately five hours ago. Um, 24, at least. Yeah, I don't remember time. Time is a construct. Uh, And then no one's written notes but Pete, except the- the list no. of games that I sent to our I private have, chat yesterday. Mine's, 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 yeah, in, it, mine's
3: in the
1: got, show notes. Dan's got some show notes in there. I think sure. Tom. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. No. So we're going to talk about what uh,
2: what franchises need new games. This is this is this can be any franchise. This can be what franchises from TV, what franchises from movies, mm. yeah, um, comics, books. Uh, Papyrus scripts found in the Dead Sea um, or ex- existing games uh, and IPs oh, from studios. If yeah, you say that, the fucking Odyssey would make a really good game. As
1: long as it doesn't have Assassin's
2: Creed at the
1: no, start. You don't need to put Assassin's Creed <laughs> on the start.
2: The actual Odyssey. Mm. Um, yes, or existing games, are IPs that we had on previous consoles that have since been mm. sent to a subterranean cave to just- hermetized until certain yep. studios
1: decide that they're ready to bring them out of hibernation yeah. again. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So who's got the, who wrote the first one? The Adventures of is that Me. Dan's content?
0: Yeah. No. So what? So what? What this when this popped into my head was I knew we were getting. June. So I was watching Mm. June Awakening. I was seeing, uh, I was trying trying to see what sort of (laughs) information. Well, that's, that's, that, but that's exactly the right reaction to this, Tom. We could see you
1: with a little ratchet flag thing.
0: Yeah. It's like, fuck, who cares? Like, Jafar, Jafar,
2: he's our man. If he can't do it, no one
0: can. We're, we're getting June Awakening. Yeah. It's, 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 it's going to be, I think, real time strategy, MMO survival. RPG. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be a forgettable thing that no one's gonna play because it's gonna be it's ridiculous gonna be like Conan Exiles
1: and it's not, not fit Exiles. into the yeah.
0: not fit into the lore of the world. And we're we're getting the RoboCop game from the mm. same guys yes. that did yeah, the most yeah, yeah, recent yeah. Terminator game. And apparently yep. that Terminator Resistance, the yeah. most we're recent Terminator
2: was one of the best ones.
0: Yeah. Apparently it is. I haven't played it, but we're getting a RoboCop game from the same guys. Cool, And it just got me thinking about what would I like to see? And us tapping into this this 80s trailers and 80s action movies, Mm. 90s action movies, it's like what do I want to see from the old days brought to now with some of that campiness of the 80s that's actually starting to make a little bit of a resurgence in these days? And the first thing I went to was Big Trouble in Little China. Mm. I want to see the adventures of Jack Burton in a – uh, an uncharted esque scenario because in Big Trouble in Little China, Jack Burton's never on his own. He's always got a companion, whether it's his, uh, whether it's Egg Shen or I forget the other guy's names that are always with him. And there's there's always periods through that movie. He's always got someone with him, so it always falls into that uncharted style where you've got the quippy. Action hero that's a bit dumb and completely naive to the scenario that he's in. Yeah, mm. and and is being the exposition is coming through the characters that are with him during these scenes because he's completely naive to what's happening within Chinatown. And and um, I almost went and called him Shang Tsung then, but it's not Shang Tsung. I can't remember the uh, the, the bad guy's name in Big Trouble in Little China. There's but-
1: Egg Shen, Wang Chi, and David Lopan. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Lopan Lopan's the bad guy. Um, so it just made me think, like, we we see at the end of Big Trouble in Little China where Jack Burton's talking on the radio and we see him when he's sitting at the table playing cards and the go- uh, his his mate goes to cut the bottle and he catches the catches the bottle enemies. Hmm. There's so much around this Jack Burton character that could be fleshed out into this fun Quippy '80s action adventure game that just mm. touched on whether you, whether you go Chinese mythology like Big Trouble in Little China or whether you touch on something else, whether you go fuck Indian mythology with like Kali and mm. something something really out there that's completely out of Jack Burton's depth that like just throw him into this Kali cult like let's let's you did like, have
1: to walk a fine line of of not not wandering too far into. Politically incorrect territory, I, 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 but that's why you go the uncharted
0: route. You go these these minimal open worlds, these they're they're mini open world areas that are contain stories. But I don't think it's I don't think you have to worry about that sort of stuff. Like the the uncharted you series, you would get away
1: with making the movie these days.
0: Yeah, I think you would. I think you would. A big trouble in Little China. I definitely think you would. It's not a. It's not a serious enough. It's not culturally insensitive. It's literally Chinese people explaining the story to a dumb American <laughs> about yeah. how their culture exists. I hundred percent think Big Trouble in Little China surpasses all of those. Those I politically would like incorrect- to. I would
1: like. I would like to hope that you're right, because um, I, I I push back on all of that stuff anyway, as you well know. So I, people take life far too seriously these days. I,
0: I, I just I just think the, the adventures of Jack Burton is something that needs to be seen and like I was <laughs> saying to you guys that it leans into its a whole, its its own Max Payne Matrix bullet time with it's it, all in the reflexes.
2: Yeah. Uh, it, it reminds me of, yeah. uh, and I've only played the third of this series and I think I told you guys about it, which is Shadow Warrior 3, which is mm. a, a Doom-esque game. Oh, but is, I just
0: got an alert. Oh no, all good.
2: Um, Shadow Warrior three is a Doom Doom clone game um that was released on the PS4 from uh the same studio that did Evil West, flying Flying Wild Hog, and it's Flying <laughs> Wild Hog. If that doesn't tell you it's what the studio now. is like, yeah. <laughs> like strap yourselves in. Um the 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 um Shadow Warrior game was just the most 80s-esque stereotypical, extremely offensive um kind of thing, but in a weird way it worked because it was taking such a parody of itself. Like it never took it seriously itself seriously enough to be like, oh no, we believe this is a thing. It was like mm. it was, it was, it was definitely like a clear snapshot of the time, being like, how fucking dumb were some of the shit that came out of this time. Like it was kind of that it, it parried itself well enough, so you could go like, "Oh, cool." At first, I was very worried, but now I'm just like, "Oh, this is very clearly a parody of, of, a, of a of a of a time when we thought this was okay. Mm. Maybe that that it might be the same kind of thing where that would work if you went. It it is a little bit too over the top, that it it can't ever be taken seriously, like." In no way would anyone critically evaluate this game. You'd be there amazed. There is no, no chance. If you tried to, you would actually fry your own brain
1: because it's so <laughs> dumb. It's so dumb. You'd be dumb. amazed at yeah. how much effort people are prepared to put into to be offended these days. But, yeah.
2: But that's the same as- But you fuck look at, those
1: people, frankly. You,
0: you, look, you look at Big Trouble in Little China. Like, you release that now and they're going to go, okay, it's culturally insensitive to Asian people. How is it culturally insensitive? I well, considering
1: they're, they're all played by actual Asian actors as well, there Ch- was no- Chinese, Chinese and Hong Kong actors playing out
0: roles that are talking about Chinese- Their own myth, cultural- myth, Cultural mythologies, yep. talking to a dumb white American. <laughs> okay, who's that culturally insensitive to? Americans more than the Chinese no, of, the, okay. of the world? <laughs> well there you go i mean and, and that's the prime example i mean you've you've called that there i mean it's just like you go no because you're talking about like jack burton is oh, the quintessential american action hero he's just a dumb idiot that knows nothing else about the he's got blinders on going trucker calf. These people, these guys, are his friends, and have, he's been like, and they talk about in the movie. These guys have been his friends for a long time, mm. and he's got these blinders on to their their, their whole culture until yeah. it intersects with his life and completely throws his life off the rails. And like at this time, he's late mid to late thirties, and I just I just think Big Trouble in Little China works. It's just it's such yeah. a cult movie that just works and is timeless it's just i I think it's Mm. i just i just want to be jack burton i just want kurt russell to come back at fucking 65 or 70 or whatever the fuck he is and voice jack voice jack burton and just throw out these quips like bruce campbell does the one-liners yeah these these one-liners and we need a really intelligent smart writer to write all these things we need the nathan drake we need the naughty dog crew in there Writing these Jack Burton lines and sounds uh, like you need me, <laughs> really smart, <laughs> need, quippy guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need Tom in there writing them all out. Yeah, it's just I think I just think it would be fun, and I think it would hmm. be I think it would be a nonsensical fun that could be condensed. In. It's, it's also, also probably like, well, it is.
2: I, I agree. It's probably hmm. one of the the few '80s like franchises that would would reboot well, like. Mm. 40 years don't, later, like, no reboot, don't not reboot. reboot. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? When continuation. I like continuation, continuation. Yeah. Yes, it, mm. it, it can it can come back 40 years later and it's like, oh yeah, this actually still works well. Yeah. Um, yes, sorry, reboot is a bad word. I <laughs> use the bad word and I apologize. Um,
0: it's a swear yeah. word. Mm. It is, it is, and, uh, and yeah, sure. Outside of that, I mean, Serenity was on TV last night and I love Firefly and Serenity and I just think fucking Space Cowboys, man.
1: Space Everybody cowboys. with a
0: soul loves
2: Firefly and Serenity.
0: Yeah, I mean, just space cowboys. We need more space cowboys.
2: See, and I, I actually so firmly, uh, I am a big Firefly fan. I am a big Serenity fan, and I, I have, uh, I, I know how much shit he Joss signed Whedon the
1: petitions.
2: Has. Yes, uh, uh, I was just saying. I know how much shot uh, shit Joss Whedon's been in recently and about yeah, and I do. I, Honestly, I do not doubt that in any way. Like any of the claims coming about Joss, yeah. I don't doubt. Hmm. What were the claims?
1: Um, I missed it. It's it's not important for what I'm about to talk about.
2: Um, okay. That is something you can you can look up. Then but why did you bring it
1: up, bastard? Well, well, i I'm kidding. I, I this, think, no, no, kidding. Sorry, I think this is this, this is this is leading in. This,
2: it's going. It, I think you, it's no, addressing off track. Yeah, it is not right now because not what we're talking about. Um, but I was actually going to say that my preferred actual space cowboy now is. Um, fucking uh, uh, John Cho uh, Cowboy Bebop Cowboy Bebop okay. I think that's a much cooler universe I think my you problem, problem right was with there. my problem with um, with Firefly and Serenity I think looking back on it it was, it was too western it wasn't space enough it was still very heavily western-esque like they, they, there's all, all those episodes where they go into farms with horses and all this kind of stuff Whereas if you look at um Cowboy Bebop, it is it is taking a Western approach to the to the space, like futuristic. Everything's futuristic to except for the point where they're still using like, I'm pretty sure Spike's gun is a wall for PPK. Um, <laughs> like he is James Bond. Uh yeah, but it's like that, that sense of it is it's not lasers, it's it's still guns and stuff and grenades mm. and all that kind of and they're still using but they're using katanas. It's like it's that Japanese element coming in, that Japanese cultural element coming in and making it like it's kind of like a weird reversal on the Western because the Western is the ripoff of the old ninja movies, like the samurai films. It's like it's like that perfect kind of circular kind of thing.
0: But I think um, Serenity, Serenity, the we're talking about Serenity, the movie, the movie not yes. the Firefly series. Serenity does tap into that little bit where the Main bad guy—I say that in quotation marks—the assassin that comes after the the crew of yeah, yeah, the Serenity yeah. ship is a katana wielding assassin. Mm. Like but there that's is a very that, late that, element
2: in that series. That, like, that,
0: it is I hundred yeah. percent agree. It yeah. is a very late Eastern element added to that series. Hmm. But they do talk uh, from the very first episode is is a Chinese oh, culture integrated 100%, into yeah, that. Yeah, that's not to say Japanese, but yeah. it's it's Chinese. And they do, they do all their swearing in Chinese and all of the signs that are put up within the villages and towns and everything they come across is all in Chinese. So they were very aware, even Joss was in that foresight that Chinese China was always going to be a major influence on the future of the earth culture. So it's, yes. it's, it's interesting going down that side of it.
2: Yeah, I just think from I, – I, I, yeah, I 100% agree with what you're saying in terms of like the, the, the actual life cultural things, but I'm thinking from – I guess I'm thinking more from like a Western, like a traditional spaghetti Western mm. influence yeah. coming from that Japanese film like background. Um, that's why I think Cowboy Bebop works more. Cowboy Book was um great. I fucking love it. And you know what? I'm yeah. going to go back
0: and watch that TV series. And it's a damn shame that series was cancelled. Have you
2: have you that watched was... the actual anime as well?
0: No, I've Please only do. Ever watched Please the live do. action. Do you okay. watch the
2: anime as well. 100. I, in, 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 I watch
0: the. Implore you to watch it. Should I watch it simultaneously? <laughs> Will that break uh, my brain?
2: M- no, no. There's there's it's like there are short references. Shorter. There's no anime's longer.
0: It's longer, is it?
2: Yeah. No episode wise. Episode wise, I'll, I'll look season. it up.
0: They're both they're both on Netflix anyway. So. Yeah,
2: but yeah, no, I, yeah. I would I would say watching watch since you've seen the live action, watch the anime, and then go watch the live action again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I'd, I'd, I'd love, and I completely agree with you. Anything in that
0: that Firefly, Cowboy Bebop, Intersection world where you're throwing. American Western culture against Japanese samurai and Chinese feudal
1: culture. Like
0: it's just you throw all of those in a fucking mixing pot, stir it up with some like Star Wars elements. I mean, god damn that'd make a good game. Oh yeah. Just don't throw any of this multi online Cowboy Bebop as a as a
2: as a 3D sorry, three D. Fucking hell. A uh, third-person, like action adventure shooter, yeah, Uncharted style, w- yeah, would be yeah. my game of the decade.
0: And do you do you, do you agree with me that that that's the way that that we as a, th- a threesome huh, uh, should be enjoying games? So do, that we as a single-player mainly focused group should be enjoying games. I mean, Pete, just you started Red Dead Redemption Two. Almost called it mm-hmm. three. It's a massive world. Like yeah. it's it's like actually brain breaking how much you have to do in that world. As we're Uncharted, you got Uncharted Five and you you're thrown into these and same as like uh Jedi Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Um, you're thrown into these smaller hub worlds where yes things can be done continuously and Uncharted is a little different because you only go through these world once on quite a linear story as yeah. where Jedi Fallen Order you can go back. But you're going through these, these smaller open worlds. I say that in quotation marks uh, to do a lot of things to progress the story. And it's, mm. it's so much fun. Like Uncharted five is amazing. Like I even lost legacy and all those, all those games around that Uncharted series are just fucking amazing games. And, the naughty dog just structure those one hundred percent well. I, I've
2: been playing a first person shooter recently, and I'm just like, fuck! I wish I had a third person over the shoulder perspective for this. Sometimes, mm. like, I wish I had the choice. Yeah, it's like what well, that, and that was the perfect it's thing about rare. like. If you go back to Jedi Knight, like you had the choice of third person over the yeah. shoulder, or you could do first person, mm. depending on your preference. I'm sure there's people out there who really, like play third person like per- perspective shooters and be like, fuck! I wish this was third per- first person, but it's like that's well, not me.
1: Yeah, wasn't. So did Skyrim start as first person they added third person later or the other nope. way around? I can't remember That was, a, it was an option from the beginning. It had a
0: really dodgy third person that there was a lot of but floating it was built as a, f- to it.
1: But it was built as a first person game and they added it
0: over no, the shoulder it, later. No, no, no. It had, a from launch, it had right. an over the shoulder, so you could always pull it back. Sorry, but but just the bugginess
1: indicated the, it was the, kind the, of an afterthought.
0: The, anim- the animation just wasn't quite there. It didn't quite feel right. I tried to pull it back. Because I really love third person, yeah. Because um, I like to see the cool armor that you put on the person. Yeah, 100%. Um, but it just didn't. It just didn't feel right.
1: And I um, so so but it was always my, there. My contribution to this topic was about how many games I wish just had an, a VR update. Because mm. if you have a, an efficient enough graphics engine in your game to be able to stereoscopically render without losing too much performance, because mm. you've got to render every frame twice concurrently, to get the 3D effect for VR goggles. Um, But if you can do that, if you can tick that box, there's a shitload of games I wish I could play in VR. But it would change the perspective from some of those games. So Red Dead 2, or Red Dead Online, which is what I'm playing at the moment, I'm exclusively in over-the-shoulder third-person mode, and I wouldn't play that game in first-person if given the choice. And I do have the choice, because you can Unless it was in VR. That didn't come till later. Oh okay the first person mode. Right, okay. Um but like Skyrim, if uh, any Bethesda game that I play, I would always choose to play over the shoulder. But the minute you give me a VR version of Skyrim, it's locked in the first person mode. You couldn't play that in over the shoulder with yeah. VR. Just wouldn't work. No. And yet Skyrim first person VR fucking amazing experience. And it and it proved to me that you actually don't need amazing graphics and textures to make a believable VR game. So there's shitloads of, of games I wish had VR updates. I wouldn't play an Assassin's Creed game because I think the parkour would make me sick Um, if you were locked Did in. Did you ever
0: play Mirror, Mirror's Edge? No, I didn't.
1: No, I didn't. Man, that was
0: it would definitely make you sick in VR because it was a first-person parkour. Oh,
2: first-person. Yeah, I
1: remember playing a demo of that.
0: And it's just, Beautifully yeah. made. Yeah, like the first old. one, the, the second one, not so
1: much, but the first one was so much fun. I also don't think you could pull off a first person perspective, regardless of the VR or not, for AC, because so much of the parkour relies on situational awareness in around your character. Hmm. And to do that in first person, where you'd be staring at fucking plaster or up at a roof or uh, down at the ground.
0: I have watch some watch some footage of Mirror's Edge. It works. Okay. okay. It's um, less it's less climby than Assassin's Creed, but hmm.
1: Yeah, um, but, I mean, I, I don't so much have any, I, I don't really have any franchises or IPs that, that jumped out. I mean, Unleashed 3 would have been Unleashed, um, Force Unleashed, Unleashed 3. I, I mean, I know the Star Killer story has been told and it's done and it's closed and that chapter's closed forever in the Star Wars universe, but I could have done with the third, third game. And to me, Jedi is almost a spiritual successor because it's, stylistically, it's similar enough. It's a lot less arcadey, but then a lot of times- It's has a Souls in game. Terms of, in terms of games- A souls
2: light game. It's, uh, yeah, it's not arcadey, is it? I, I have a full list and I'm going to read through them and I don't care what anyone says. Um it's P. Go P. You've you've read this list, um, though I think you'd agree with a few of them. I think Order 1886, if you guys haven't played- Have you, you guys played that one?
1: No. So that's uh, it was a was pit- waiting for the garbage truck to go past, which is why I muted.
2: Oh, good. hello, garbage truck. Uh, Order eighteen eighty six is the Knights of the Round Table set in Victorian steampunk London.
1: Um, against yeah, we, vampires we talked, and- about, it it. I we talked about it. I talked about it when it was a trailer, but I don't think I didn't think wasn't it delayed for over a year or something past its initial release date? It was it was, it was heavily happened. delayed. It was yeah, it was
2: okay. from the uh, it was from Santa Monica Studios who were behind God of War. Um, it was cinematic as fuck. It's beautiful, um, beautiful soundtrack. Uh, the animation was like flawless for PS4. Like it was mm. a beautiful game to play. Um, it was just super short. It was it was you were done in ten hours, like full fully done. Like yeah, it was. But it, like it definitely deserved a re-release or not a release. It deserves a sequel. Um, they have definitely more story to tell. Um, and a beautiful world to tell stories in. Yeah. Um, days Gone, I think we've all agreed that definitely needed a sequel. Um, yeah. yeah I did. don't think it's ever coming. Sony have been pretty adamant that it's not. Um, they've essentially cancelled the series, so mm. that sucks. Um, the Turok games deserve a revival, I think. Back wow. on the old.
1: Well, that's a blast from the that past. That is a
2: blast from the past, yeah. But the old Turok uh, Dinosaur Hunter. Yeah. Um,
1: but that's on- kind of, I mean- that was a quake mod, essentially. Yeah, but as a concept, it would probably overlap too much with Horizon as well these days.
2: Ah, uh, yes and no in the sense that if you went pure to rock, it could like from a, like would, a,
1: they would probably make it more of a horror, horror element to it. now. Yeah. like yeah, it definitely but it would, would it be scary. a monster hunter game then
2: no the monster of the game is more of an rpg this would be this would be more of a first person this is probably like what dan talks about with later with um colonial marines i'm saying two rock imagine that as a, a revamped he's in he's in he signed up um he's also we've still been muted, we've been though, robbed of we got given star wars squadrons which is definitely nothing like what the old rogue squadron games are hmm. um and that was a horrible mistake and ea should burn the depths of hell for it um Jedi Knight Three deserved to be made, never was. Again, Force Unleashed Three, I'm with you on that one. Um, the X Men Legend games and the Marvel Ultimate Alliance, we deserved a third for both of those series um, that we never got. Um, I don't know if you guys ever played this one. Uh, this is in my list, but there was a there's a G1 Transformers game on the PS2, um, and it was it was open world, so you were literally like landed on Earth as Optimus, and then you got to just run around several scapes. And it was like, you know, there was the jungle, jungle world, there was the ice world. It was, you know, it's a PS2 game. But you could transform wherever. So you'd just be running along and be like, fuck this, I'm a truck and just drive along. It was great. It was so <laughs> good. But it was a third person over There's the shoulder no shooter. Way
0: they should ever make a Transformers game where you can't transform on
2: command. Yes. Like I don't never, think any ever- Transformers game has been made that you can't even the weird anime one that i've played on the ps4 okay cuz there's yeah. no
0: there's no there's no game that they should ever make where that you was kind can't of a bit more like
2: away. it was more like it was a it was an open world transformers mm. kind of thing where you could just transform in, in this like certain scape world and you could just oh, i'm going to run as a robot fuck it i'm going to i'm going to truck for this bit uh, i might run a bit up here uh, i might truck here like it was kind of that thing um Bioshock is very overdue for a sequel. Bioshock 3 was released on the PS3. We're we're a whole generation without any Bioshock. That is mm. criminal. That is absolutely criminal. Um, And lastly, we need a proper Darksiders 4. Yeah. Genesis was fun. Genesis was fun, but it it focused on Strife. You had uh, War as a backup character, but it was also- weirdly you've gone from a third-person uh, like Zelda-esque like action game to a more IPG style. So I'm going through the whole series now. So Darksiders 1 was like a Zelda clone. Um, uh, Darksiders 2 was an RPG third-person perspective game. And then you went into Darksiders 3, which is meant to be like a Souls-like mm. game. And then you had to time your attacks and time your parries and all that kind of stuff. And then they finally were like, oh, you know what? We haven't done that. Let's do Diablo. Here you go. Top down shooter, <laughs> yeah. top down shooter, twin stick shooter for Darksiders four, and it's yeah. it's not what we want. What we should have got for Darksiders Genesis should have been a Gears of War ripoff. Mm. Strife in with cover strife. fire. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even with even with his
0: pistols in cover fire. Mm. Yeah, Yep. And different. then we we, just need, we need a proper four
2: play four player linear game where you play. You can team with three mates, and you, each one of you is the, uh, the horseman of the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, oh, that
0: would be a squad. <laughs> squad-based, squad-based darksiders with all four horsemen. <laughs>
2: Akin <laughs> to like X-Men Legends or Marvel Ultimate Alliance when you could just uh, have your team of four. Yeah, but tighter and
0: darker and more chunky. Yeah. Like mm. gears of I agree with you on the Gears of War style thing, is like you need that tight, chunky, like that 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 it wouldn't work because you
2: got you got three three essentially melee fighters and then one range. Oh
0: no, no, but it does because you you've got things like um oh, here we go War, Warhammer Vermintide where you have mm. clearly you have range characters in the elf and the there's a couple of range characters I forget what the other one is and the other three are so I I always play the dwarf and he's hundred percent melee. Yeah. And he he has it like his special abilities are to get to melee quicker, and that that's all first person, and it's all like you he's hundred percent melee, and then you've got yeah, right. the, uh, the the priest with the big hammer, he's I melee. So I it fucking it, yeah. it works, man, it really does. And it just needs to be it needs Warhammer third I think it needs to be third person. Is, I, think be third person I think it needs to be third person as well. Uh, yeah. But it those with melee characters and range characters, if done correctly,
2: does hmm. work. Yeah. I think it needs to be more of, like, a Gotham Knight style as full player, but you get to team up. So, like, team up, takedown kind of thing. It needs that element from, from the Gotham series. Only like,
0: in the single player mode, though. Uh,
2: I, I don't think know. I think it'd be pretty fun to be, like, if, you know, if we're running around as war and death and then, like, Pete and someone else are running around as fury and strife and it's be, like, you know. Clearly, Dan would be war, um, and <laughs> he gets to pick up Pete's strife and throw him fastball special style. And as he spins, he like Pete's firing his pistols off.
0: Okay, so here's here's an interesting take on things. Then, if you I say I'm clearly war, yes, clearly hmm. war. I could almost guess who Pete is, and I can almost guess who you are as well. But I want to hear you guys who you think out of that. Well, I
1: haven't played the games, so no. haven't got- you played?
0: Haven't you played any of them?
1: I've played the first fifteen minutes of the first game, <sighs> and I got distracted with something else. So Jeez, that's uh... why I've been silent for the last ten minutes. Because
2: and and uh, who would who would I'm, you think? I'm I'm definitely deaf because I'm 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 deaf. Oh, see, I wouldn't. Yeah, okay, so who do you think Pete would be playing? Fury. Mm, okay. No. Okay. I would. It's the think- caster. He's, oh, Pete's clearly said he's 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 the um, elemental caster as as Perry's okay. style
1: of playing God of War like an idiot, um, yep. and it's just. I don't remember elementally casting. Well, I guess Runic. That, that, yeah, I guess. So. I guess
2: so. <laughs> it was a little jab.
1: Um, it's all right. No, no, I think I've, I've Pete, been I everything think- from the paladin tank to the to the archmage in. D&D games, so.
0: That's what I'd call Pete more the death character and you more the strife character. Ah, well. Quippy, quippy in the background with the, the six shooters.
1: <laughs> yeah, <but> hun, <laughs> hunt Huntard is what I would call him. Huntard. Yeah, uh, from my wow days. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> yeah, He's the guy that just pulls aggro of the entire fucking dungeon. Yeah, I'm Leroy Jenkins. The pretty, I fucking don't the pretty show. game. No, 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 there's a difference. There's a difference. The uh, Leroy Jenkins intentionally aggroed everything. The huntards—the reason why we called them um, yeah, huntards—was me? <laughs> because they were like, "Oh, what's this shiny thing over here?" Don't worry, guys, I got plenty of range. No one's going to see me. And then all of a sudden, you've got the whole Before fucking dungeon right. ganking yeah. you. Yeah, that's that's why we called them huntards because they always right. oh, we got this bro and they never had it.
2: Yeah, well, I, it I, I mean, I could be, I could be strife. I could be strife. I just thought <laughs> I just thought Pete with his love of uh, elementalism in in certain games recently. I think yeah, he'd make a, be- that a one, beautiful, beautiful yeah, that- fury.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and I can see Pete in knee-high leather boots with
2: two whips as well. I've, i seen this wardrobe actually. I'm in the right room for that. <laughs> <laughs> My arseless chaps are in here too somewhere. Um, then, we okay, need, then we need, then we need a sullen death kind of. He's more of a uh, element, um, like more. A sp-
1: I don't know. He's a weird build. A he's, death he's, build. Yeah, he is. He's a. He's See, the a other de- thing is, I don't know the personalities of the game characters you're talking about, nor oh, the mechanics behind so them. Cool. Oh, Fury's the angry one, Pete. So that's yeah. You. yeah. Thanks you, for no. that. So where's Pestilence? Is he a fourth horseman somewhere? That's Strife. Yeah. No, 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 no.
0: <sighs> Pestilence. Pestilence doesn't Strife's, get in.
1: Strife's
2: the quippy one with the guns. Yeah, it's me being yeah. a dick. In no, I got not I He's got,
0: the Nolan North voiced. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. the 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 uh, standard Nolan North, Quippy, mm-hmm. Nathan, Nathan Drake, twin shooters. Yeah, <laughs> yep. but he's the dead PS3 version. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but he's a cool character. Like he's
1: a Strife is.
0: They're all great characters. All four of them. a great. Mythology.
1: amazing. And just I'm have never, d- but Yeah, that's my fourth game. I'm never. Mm. I'm not going to never play them. I just I got distracted by something else that come out. Probably probably a, an AC game or something. Something that that had no reason well, you've also never excuse played, to distract like, me from. And, and
2: this isn't this isn't a DGP, but you you've you've come out and said a few times, you've never played a Zelda game. Correct. So like this playing Darksiders one wouldn't appeal to you from that gameplay element kind of thing.
1: But isn't Zelda an exclusive Nintendo title? It yes, but Ocarina. That's of why time- I've never played a Zelda game. Because I've is, never yeah. owned a Nintendo device other than a game, but Ocarina game. of Time,
2: the, the the gameplay style of Ocarina of Time has spawned many clones,
1: kind of right. Okay. And Dark Souls is a perfect example. But, of that. Yeah. but because I've never played a Zelda game, I haven't known to avoid them, so it's never been a conscious thing. It's just no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying it's a conscious thing.
2: It's just more like for me as someone who, when when the fir- when the game was first described to me and go, oh, it's it's essentially like a Legend like Ocarina of Time clone, just mm. set in a darker, more Apocalypse Universe. I was like, "Thank you, yoink." That is mine. <laughs>
1: yeah, look. The other thing that yeah. the, the other yeah. thing that would have affected my um my playthrough of that first game was um I was hunting the the platinum straight up. So there's some really difficult shit you have to do in the first sequence of the first part of that game. No, there's for- not.
2: There's one trophy. As someone yeah, who has, has the black, helicopter there's one trophy. Yeah, something you have the, the helicopter, right? helicopter. It's easy. There's yeah. one.
1: I- it took me like six attempts. So like, really. Anyway, um, should we move on? I'm just conscious of time. It's almost yes. midnight. Crazy. No, no, don't be sorry. It's good. This content. is actually really oh, funny because you know it's Dan's week off when he's not conscious of how early he has to get up the next morning. Yeah, yeah. And you can tell when Pete's not drinking for an episode because I just yeah. got
0: a shameless plug: new beer, Eskabiero West Coast IPA. Does it actually Isn't taste like bad? a West Coast?
2: Yeah, it I does. Agree. We, we <laughs> just the canned IB this on one. It? I, I actually, it hasn't it hasn't got better.
0: I actually we just <laughs> we just we canned this one last week. Last week? Yeah, the week last week. And I just took a sip of it. I'm like, oh fuck, I wonder if they're going towards batch tomorrow when I can get them to take a <laughs> case to talk. <Tom." laughs> I'll um, see, I'll see what they're doing.
1: What's the IBU on it, Dan?
0: Uh 50. Oh god, I did the goddamn recipe. I should know this shit. Fifty. Fifty. Cool.
1: Um, I kept
0: it
1: mid-range. 6.5% mid-range. Yeah, okay. Nice. Solid IPA territory. Um, Tom, you haven't added notes to this next section. So, Dan, are you winning, son?
0: I am winning. I took my Witcher 3 Enhanced Edition out of this into the mini reviews because I think that's where it uh, belonged. But I am winning. We, my Friday night crew, my Friday night crew of me, uh, Sui Jitsu, Mr. Michael Sufong. Um, I shouldn't be naming these people by full names. No, you uh, should not. Kelvin. I will and- rip into him more about the fact he doesn't actually
2: finish <laughs> his games. <laughs> oh,
0: and uh, Steve, uh, with that's my Friday night crew for online games playing. We got suggested Aliens Colonial Marines by Sui. I had heard things about. I heard game, very mixed reviews
2: about this game. Oh yeah.
0: yeah, when it was a steaming pile of shit <laughs> uh, when it got released, and we were we were all very hesitant, and me more so because I'd heard these reviews. And so he's like, "No, no, no! I've played like I've loaded, I've bought it, and I've loaded up the first like thirty seconds of it, played it through." And he goes, "The music's there, and the graphics are good." And I was like, oh, "Okay, right here." And then like two weeks later it went on sale for Steam for $7 and we we're all like okay you know what you can't we can't say no we, we can't say no to $7 mm. yeah god damn it's a good game for a four people based co-op map game it's a it's meant to be played through as a single player but you, your, your squad mates come in, you get loaded in, you've got all unique skins as you go in, yeah. and you play through a unique storyline within the Aliens world. And it's a direct continuation on from Aliens. Hicks, hmm. uh, Hicks is in the intro. He talks to you directly when you, you load into the game. Hmm. The, the game is on point like it, you go straight into it and it's a aliens game it's not an alien game it's an aliens game it's a colonial yep. marine game you go in as a colonial marine you have a pulse rifle straight up everything nice. is everything is straight on the the sound the feel of the the pulse rifle is beautiful the the aliens once you eventually encounter them is like bang on the tension is bang on is the over feeling overwhelmed by the swarm of the xenomorphs yep. is bang on and it just it just continues on through this storyline, which is a bit of a limited storyline. It's a bit like a Call of Duty. It's a it's a it's it's a shadow of a single player game within the shell of a multiplayer game that failed. So the multiplayer side of it is no more. All of you yeah, all okay. that you've got is the single player side of it, is the campaign side of it. And it's just it's just beautiful. Like the they they take all of the original music from Aliens. Uh, the the action adventure James Cameron movie, and mm-hmm. they interjected into a new original story for what would be and would have better been an Aliens three, and it's great. Like it's fucking, it's just beautiful. It's so immersive. Uh, it's it's challenging. So we're playing it on hardened, which is the hard mode, not the ultra hard mode,
3: mm. and
0: it's it's just great. Like it just it just throws all these things at you, and like I said, the 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 sound and the music, which is so important, is just spot on. It just uh, it it plays great. It's fun. It's uh it's a little glitchy. Don't get me wrong. It's a little glitchy. (laughs) We had some we had some uh, invisible face hugger,
2: isn't
0: it? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like four or five years old. So we we had some we had some invisible face huggers which are uh, mm. little little oh, crawl That would little, suck. Yeah, little crawly bastards. Not the easiest to see when easiest to see and shoot when they're in uh, the visible aspect or the visible spectrum of the world. But uh, invisible <laughs> yeah, it's a, face. It's
2: 4 or 5 years old.
0: Yeah, chip shot.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
0: invisible face huggers. It's 10 years, Pretty years old. Pretty challenging for everyone playing oh, It's that. 10, is it? Oh. It's a battle. PS3 game. Really?
2: Yeah.
0: It's good, man. Mm. Like if, That's you, it, if that you, makes
2: it even better, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, but, but you it's couldn't stood up to the test of time. You, you yeah. couldn't play it on PS3. It's it's only Steam and PC with all of the graphical abilities of PC that it's mm. it's even playable. I reckon. Um, mm. Yeah, invisible face huggers were a challenge. <laughs> uh, they got it. They got a couple of us. I do have to say, a, but a challenge. A few of us, not a, a f- not a
2: stopping card. No, 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 no a, a, yeah. a
0: few of us. A few of us succumbed to the uh, the invisible face hugger. Uh, but other than that, like it's it was it was fun, man. It was really really fun. Short. Very very mm. short. Uh, I shouldn't say very short. It probably took us two weeks of. Three or four hours gameplay, so about eight, eight to nine hours to to play mm. through it for players. Uh, but yeah, it was it was it was well worth it. If you've got a group of people that want to jump into a seven dollar game, Aliens Colonial Marines. I mean, it's it reinvigorated me with the Aliens franchise, and I have suggested that we have a look at um, Aliens Fire Team next mm-hmm. time which is the more recent
1: one yeah um, yes but it, it is it also person. got mixed reviews mind you yeah. it got better reviews but it got mixed reviews
0: well it's also third person over the shoulder so whether that takes away from the intensity of having the first person view and things mm. coming at you and mm. all that it'd it, it be left to see but uh, yeah. yeah
1: interesting That that's me cool tom are you winning sir? I am
2: I have uh I've recently dived into the Far Cry series which is the mm-hmm. start of my year. Um I got straight through Far Cry 3. Um it had um I'd always, always heard about Far Cry 3 in terms of the the way that the story portrays the main villain as like how well-written a villain he is. And I think for me in it's again, it's a it's a ten year old game. It's a PS3 game from yep. 2013. um For me as a gamer in 2023, I saw how influential that would have been at the time. For now, I was like, ah, oh, it's run the mill for a very rel written story in a game. Like it's it still holds up as like some of the some of the dialogue options, which are unskippable kind of dialogues. They're not, they're not um, cut scenes per se because you are still in the character model, kind of like first person view. Um, some of those dialogue interactions is probably the best way to describe it are, are very, very good um, from a writing perspective, uh, especially in the way they delve into the psychological horror aspect of, um, of the Far Cry series. For anyone who hasn't played a Far Cry game before, uh, Far Cry 3 is set in the Pacific Islands. You play as this, very jockey American guy. A um, absolute fucking. <laughs> Sorry, Pete. Um had to say it. Uh you're dropped into the Pacific Islands. Um again, it's set in 2013. They're just they're just absolute douches and they they just think that the island is theirs, and then all of a sudden you get captured by pirates. Um, bloodthirsty fucking modern-day pirates who are going to sell you into slavery, um, no matter your 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 background, how much money your parents have, it's it's they're they're very you know, um, like rich white Californians. <laughs> Pete, you'd be the first one sold. Um, yes, if that's what you were trying to ask, yes, no, you'd I did. <laughs> yeah. I, I hit yeah. the wrong button.
1: I was just yeah. trying to unmute. Um, and for listeners at home, I there's a there's a hand up button in our recording software that I accidentally pressed for the first time. Oh, you should. Yes. Oh, anyway. here they go. Here the fuckers go. They're <laughs> bouncing with your. Carry on, with, like, your, carry like on with your description of, of Oompa Oompa lovers right from- now.
2: Just jumping Oompa, doompa, doompa dee umphadidoo. Uh, yes, oh, so sure, it doesn't uh, cancel. It just keeps going. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, and then you get descended into this, like, it's meant to be like a kind of insanity storyline around what would you do as someone who's never experienced that kind of savagery before? Like, how would you react? Yeah. Like, what are you willing to sacrifice um, in one of the missions? And I'm going to spoil the fuck out of it because it's been around forever. Um, 10 One years. of the missions- with 10 years. Uh, one of the missions you have to try and fool this drug, like, cartel leader who runs the island who you're trying to kill. You have to convince him that you're, you're on his team by torturing your own brother and to the point where you – like there is a scene where – in, in a, it's a cut scene um, where he puts his thumb into the bullet hole on his brother's shoulder. Like it's pretty savage. Mm. Um And there's – yeah, but there's this whole it, – like it's, it comes up to like – it's a first-person shooter, like first and foremost, Um you're hunting bases – It just really reminds me of how obsessed everyone was in the mid-2010s with the Barrett sniper rifle, um, (laughs) which I'm pretty sure comes from one of the Rambo films that came out in that time where um, it just showed how powerful a 50 cal sniper rifle was in the fact that it would just make people fly backwards because it legitimately does, Um, which I showed you guys the velocity the of
1: a 50 cal round you, you you don't even need to hit the target so you can be anywhere yes. within i think half a meter to a meter and you'll liquefy organs from the shockwave yeah so it's just one it's of those horrible. things where it's like if you hit a dude with a 50 you get this 50 cal
2: sniper rifle like probably halfway through the game and from there it's like if you can like snipe everyone quickly enough like it's game over it's one of those things um mm. The I'm biggest getting, problem. I'm getting
0: twitchy on my mouse now. I literally have my hand <laughs> on my left and left and right mouse buttons. I'm like,
2: yeah, aim <laughs> fire. Aim yeah. fire. Um, the only problem with with that was um because it's a port from a PS3 game, playing through the PS4 to the PS5, it hasn't upgraded very well. Um, and this is something I showed you guys in in that video, is just yeah. like the way you have to move the aiming cursor, it's like you're moving through a swamp Mm. and then you suddenly speed up and like you can't control it. Um, The other thing is the vehicles that you drive were very like you get in it and you're in this really stilted first person view and you go, oh, cool, I want to turn and be like, "Mm." your land vehicle is going to drive like a boat, but your boat vehicle is going to drive like a land vehicle and you're like, (laughs) sweet. This yeah. is gonna be fun um, but it's very enjoyable once you get the hang of it it's it's really good I've moved on to the DLC now which is this over-the-top 80s sci-fi action film version of the game it uses the same map but it's just it's it's put a whole bunch of laser t-rexes in it um, mm. you play as sergeant uh, Rex power cult and I just Michael, want to read Michael one Bean. of these no no it's Sergeant Rex Power Colt. I just yeah, want to. Michael
0: re- Michael Bean was the from Terminator was the the, the
2: oh, uh, voice actor. Def- oh no no it's it's it's, oh, no, it's
0: no the voice actor the um the influence influence for the uh, the oh, character no, this model.
2: Is, he oh no the yeah, it is that guy yeah he looks mm. exactly like it but it's also picking from every single bad eighties action sci fi mm. film like um I just want to. Re- if I can read one or two quotes I've, I've from I've got 10 minutes left so yeah yeah, yeah. this is going to be cool. very quick um it's just this is this is the quote that sums up the character I'm no hero policemen firemen janitors they're the real heroes <laughs> it's like if if that's not the most Cringe. 80s action yeah, yeah it's so bad it's good but yeah I'm playing through that at the moment it's it, it's very fun
1: but Pete, yeah, cool. are you winning, son? Oh, I am. I'm going to keep it super short. And it's the second episode that I've wanted to talk about Death Stranding, and just gotten to the end of the episode, and it's like I just can't be fucked. Um, it was actually. It's going to a, be your review in the next one, I
2: think. Look, it was season,
1: a yeah. really good game, and it, it had some really interesting themes. Like it was, it's such a hard game to even start to describe because it's mm. not. It doesn't prescribe to a specific genre. Um, you're. Joke about it being Postman Pat Simulator 2099 was about spot on. The game is most of the game you are moving parcels from one place to another place. But mm-hmm. that's not what the game's about. No. Um, <laughs> it's also it's kind of a horror game, which surprised me because I didn't think it was going to be a horror game. Um, and and yet it's got some really interesting themes around Connection and like societal connection, mm. connectivity and the need to bond with people. So it was interesting given it came out just before COVID and yet it was bang on for that dealing with isolationalism that a lot of people had to deal with over that whole COVID lockdown period. So really interesting. Um, look, I haven't played a lot of Hideo games. I've played Metal Gear Solid 4. Um mm. So, I was not prepared for a two hour interactive cutscene to finish the game. (laughs) And when I say interactive, when when I say interactive, (laughs) it wasn't truly a two hour cutscene where you could just get some dinner and watch it like a movie. It was blocks of 15 minutes separated by having to move. It didn't matter where you moved. You're on an infinite looping beach, and all you had to do was walk in any given direction for. Two minutes before it ah. went to the next 15 minute chunk. But I mean you couldn't it meant that you couldn't just sit back and relax and watch the show. Fucking annoying.
2: Yeah, but, that is. Yeah, that's but super a great
1: annoying. a great game. I'm glad I platinumed it. It was a bit of a drag at the end, but most games are when you're chasing collectibles and that sort of shit. Um and now I'm playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Ooh. So what's wrong, Dan? You look concerned, mate. Antivirus tracker added. Another
0: program on your computer uh, and Dan extension loves reading his, that may uh...
3: change
0: the way Chrome <laughs> works. It can read and, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it's like. That's Tom, by the way, <laughs> not me. There's a really good resonance there, Tom. Mm, um, should the metal, I en- metal head.
3: <laughs>
1: enable the extension or remove from Chrome? I, I don't touch anything while we're recording is my okay. advice. And totally we're going to be wrapped in three minutes. Okay. Um, yep. So uh, I'm playing RDR 2. I know it's a couple of years old now. It is. I'm playing online. And let me just tell you, because you need to get some trophies for the online. Uh, f- sorry, for the platinum. It's the only only reason I didn't get the platinum for Red Dead Redemption 1 was because oh. of the online trophy requirements. What?
3: I'm just saying.
1: Oh, no, oh. don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, oh God! Please! Stop. I'm just saying,
0: don't, don't please burn yourself out on online before. I'm you thoroughly enjoying to it. To the marathon that is the the story. I
1: get it. I I, I understand what you're saying, and I'm. I'm that's definitely not going to be the case. I think I should be done with the online trophies in the next two to two or three days. Mm, okay. Um, it's it's going a lot faster than I expected. It. Don't too, you have to get to level fifty for that one? Yeah, you do. But it's. I'm already at level twenty-four, and I've only been playing it for a day.
0: I need to speak to you about if you're going for the platinum for this, there's something that happens within the story. Yeah. That if you don't do the trophy, are you looking at a guide? Are you going to read the yeah, guide? So. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Okay. But the
1: the best that. part about most modern guides is they don't spoil the game for you, they just tell you these are the three missable trophies and when you're going to encounter them. Don't fuck it up.
2: Actually, yeah, okay. A lot of them have um, a spoiler reveal. First story things, so yeah. you have to click to reveal spoilers for that. Yeah, they're very um, good like that.
0: I I won't bother telling you then because I know there's trophies that you need to get in a certain point within the story that you cannot yes. ever go back to.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. I I don't know what the plot line that prevents you from going backwards are, but I've already been notified that there are you have to get certain trophies before the end of chapter four. Or the end of chapter six, or the end of chapter whatever. So I presumed, for whatever the reason is, maybe yeah. it's just you never go back to that map again, it's, or it's, it's, the fucking know, house never, burns down. Who knows? You never you never go back
0: to that map again. I mean, this is this is why I've said to you guys before, which is why I fucking hate trophy trophy hunting, hunting. because oh, I will never like that sort of game like this this thing that happens with Red Dead. If that if I'd known that previously.
2: God damn, that would have fucking burnt yeah, me but up y- within that story. You know, I disagree with that off. because I, I play through the game and then I will go back and do a second playthrough.
0: Yeah. But, but, Tom, this this thing happens 40 hours into your yeah. playthrough.
1: But but, yeah. but I haven't been told but what's going to happen. I, I, I,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm playing a game, I'm not one of, and I'm not saying that Pete is one of these guys, but I know guys who just literally just go because they like, I like the ding of a trophy. I play through a story organically and then I go, cool, I'm going to go back. and If I need to play through the whole game again, then I will, but I'll do it like if I know I'm just doing it for like hunting a trophy or whatever, I'll do the quickest playthrough possible that I can. The second time around. Yeah, I won't fuck yeah, well, around I mean, with so the story. That was my experience. If, with- if, if, if I was going to go, if like if I was going to play Red Dead, I wouldn't look at a guide. If I was going to play Red Dead 2, which I do plan to play, hmm. I'm not going to look at a guide for it. I'm just going to go in blind. Well, well, that's uh, great. If, I love if you, it. It's fucking amazing.
1: But, yeah. but so to be clear, the only missable trophies it, in RDR two are do all the side quests before you progress them past certain points in the main storyline. Yeah, that's how I they play anyway. They don't. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's how I play as well. So to me, that's there's uh, there's no spoilers. It, I don't know anything about the storyline. I just know before you go, don't push too hard in the main story. Without doing all the side quests, unless you want to do a second playthrough. Yeah, I'm, that's not spoiling information. No,
0: this me. is this is exactly why I need to look this trophy list up, Pete, because there is one hundred percent something outside of that that I think okay. you are missing, and you're gonna if you're going for this platinum, you're gonna be fifty hours into this game, and then you're gonna get you're gonna get a hundred hours into this game and think you're gonna hit the platinum and not hit it because of this something that happened halfway through, and you will never. Ever, ever get back to it without playing another fifty hours worth of gameplay
2: to get to it? <laughs> okay. So the only uh, time well, that I'll- pisses me off, which I've I've said before on the podcast, was Mafia Three when it was a broken broken. Release. Yeah, yeah. I've and I've played some buggy games that yeah. have prevented me as well. When so, it's, what is a say- game you can do and like? It's such a good game that you will go back and happily do. Like, it's it's like what you're on. Well, you playthrough seventeen of which are three because. Yeah, like it's oh, so, one of those so- things.
1: Like. Dan, before you go googling what you're talking about, I, I'm <laughs> no, just going to send you. He's, he's on a mission now. You, I'm going to. I'm just going to send you the, the 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 trophy guide, and you can read the first three paragraphs, and it'll probably warn you about what you're worried about. What I was going to say about where I am at the moment, Red Dead Redemption Two online. I mean, it's a two three year old game. How old is it? No, it's got to be longer than that. It's an, oh, It's about. Three, it's about that three three four three, yeah. four, three, four, three four maybe yeah. It is a thriving online game. I'm in lobbies with 40 other people. Um, I've got to say the same thing about when I played Doom 2016 recently and had to do the yeah, online Yeah, you trophies. did mention that. It was so surprisingly 2000- thriving. 2018. So uh, the other thing I found is it took all the best parts of GTA online mm. and none of the griefing- hackiness that ruined gta online yeah so i'm having a ball at the moment if you want to get into a fucking showdown in the middle of the town with another player that happens and there is some pretty i've got to say some pretty cringy shit in that game just out of the style of game it is and you have a lasso which Mm. means you can remove agency from other players and it does feel a little cringy when that happens um but, apart, but I've actually I've been griefed by one guy once and I was able to move away pretty rapidly. Apart yeah. from that, it's actually really cool community, good game, a lot of fun. I'm having a ball. So that's the end of that. I think that's the end of the episode, unless anyone has anything, any closing No, I am more comments? than happy to wrap there. Yeah, I think
2: it's-, uh, it's that, beer, that beer did not get any better, so that's a disappointment. But um, otherwise, yeah. It's a- well,
1: yeah. Your beer.
2: <laughs> that phantasm was brilliant, though. That, that, that's and that's what I am going to say. That that just that went down
1: smoothly and brilliantly. A treat. That just
2: yeah, absolute treat. Um, and look, Pete, we um, we we're, we're praying for your recovery so that you can have <laughs> <Yeah>. soon. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, thoughts and prayers. Any thoughts and closing prayers. thoughts, Dan? Yeah,
0: thoughts and prayers. Uh, my thoughts and prayers are you've got another what uh, three weeks until you can have anything to drink. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll I'll send or, you some beers uh, then.
3: Thanks. Yes. Um,
0: we'll, we'll 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 pack a new uh, new we, round of the gozer by then. So I'll send oh, you perfect. some, uh,
2: some yes. goza in that. Gozer hook it to his veins. Um, yeah, there's a few uh, short weeks before some of those games that we talked about start getting released. So I think that's a fun thing to look forward to. Uh, hmm. I did try um, Dan. Sorry, just quickly, I didn't mean to mention this before. I did try that For Spoken demo that you oh, mm. mentioned not getting um, I not played it yet uh, I actually turned it off because I didn't want to ruin the game it was such a fun okay. in and in okay. and in uh intuitive demo okay uh, that I I was in it for about 15 20 minutes and I went oh no 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 I want to I want to I want to touch this from the start like I okay. went oh no this is an exciting
1: world like a couple, it, of re- it- couple of reputable reviewers have said that it does not represent the game very well
2: Well, they that's jump in. You jump in at a point where you're, I think, a little too powerful.
0: And they've also spoken about the developers have spoken about the side quest that you do within the demo aren't actually a good indication of what happens for those Mm. side missions within the game. Whether or not that's them just peddling bullshit. But as long so as no,
2: I, I use the demo to do a um a quick run around of the control system and the movement yeah, and system. That's, and and that's kind of what I was
0: thinking so of. So an introduction well. to the game yeah. mechanic more than the game Yeah, and then
2: I literally just went, Oh no, no, no. I'm excited <laughs> by this. I don't want to I ruin mean, this. I'm gonna yeah. yeah. put okay. this down. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah, but I, I did cool. try I did try it. Bless you. Yeah. All right. I think Oh, he's dead. <sighs> if you do a third one, we kill you. I, I tried to do Sorry, we can cut it all out. No, no 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 all way. good
1: all good. I think I think that'll wrap us for the episode. Yep. Um thank you very much for listening. Have a great night.
2: Thank Bye. you and yes, welcome to the new new year and new us.